one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on your YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the Colic Wrestling Podcast with, finally, after several weird weeks, the proper team. Yes! It's the A-team. <laughs> that is, the Dozzle Tones of Matthew, the wonderful little hat of Jack and Ross's beard, together at last, reunited. And doesn't it feel so it good? It feels so good. How long has it been? Six weeks? Five weeks? Maybe five weeks, yeah. I missed two because yeah. I was on holiday and I went to see Green Day and different weeks. Yeah. And there was a week in between that when I was here, I think. Yeah, but it's I was hosting because Matthew had the vid. Matthew had COVID. Yes. Fraser was on one week. Ten, would recommend. Then he got COVID. Yep. Andrew, or as Ross calls him, Little Andy. Little Andy? He was on as well. It's, right. been, it's been a journey. We had Ross impersonating Matthew. People yeah, 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 yeah. Hi. Sorry, pal. I was yeah. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Ah, so how are you, Jack? Yeah, good, thank you. Back how were Green that. Day? Oh, that was ages ago now. Really oh, good. I haven't asked you about it, Tom Senior. Yeah, really, really, still, still very good live. Ah. Still very good. So, what songs are they playing now? Well, that's why it was so good because they didn't play anything post. Like almost, they played two songs from the album after American Idiot. Oh, everything okay. was American Idiot backwards, apart oh, okay. from that, so which is know. what you want. Yeah. They know, they know, they're aware. Yeah, really good, thank you. Yes, fantastic. Yes, how have you been? I saw you yesterday, but, you know. Uh, hot and sweaty. Aye. Believe it or not. Like, wow, that's a revelation for everybody. It's been too much heat. I don't want to sound like one of those complainers, but I am. It's been too oh, hot. Yeah. We have to get this out of the way, don't we? Us being British and part of uh, a crazy period of life where every old person tells us about the summer of 76 after previously <laughs> never mentioning it before in their lives. <laughs> uh, back when, you know, they're still using leeches as yeah. medical requirements. So well, I got back from holiday and then Tuesday was hotter than any day on holiday. Yep. It was awful. Tuesday is the hottest weather I have ever, ever experienced. Yeah, ever same. in like any, any country. country. Yeah. I've never experienced air that thick and that dense and that warm and that close to your skin, like you're walking through treacle. Never experienced that before, Matthew. But now it's too cold. <laughs> yeah. Nineteen degrees now. It's never right, is it? Never just no. right. Yeah. That's too why, hot the other day, too cold why today. Wrestling is so popular over here, this part of the world, because they go, well, why are you watching this if you don't like it? We love a good moan. Yeah, yeah we do. It's yeah, one of do. our favorite things. It's an art form. That's why oh. all our comedy is based on people having a miserable time. <laughs> Conversely, <laughs> though, a miserable time was not had yesterday as we're sat here right now oh. because we recorded the half year coldies, which will be coming to the YouTube channel on Monday. <sighs> which meaning next Tuesday, you can go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and you decide who is the half 
year wrestler of the half year. <laughs> yes, we came up with a variation of it every single time. So, yes. So I watch out for that poll on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash cultaholic. And it's a shame, Ross, that we did that yesterday because it's only now looking about the news that I'm about to read that I realize that one of the nominations for rest of the year surely has to go to smartest man right now, Jeff Jarrett, who was announced <laughs> as being involved in Ric Flair's final match. Yes, it'll be a tag match. Uh, Flair will be teaming up with son-in-law Andrade El Ilo, take on Double J himself, and Jay Lethal inexplicably, with Karen Jarrett in their corner. No, 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 no. Not inexplicably. This isn't just a random tag team thrown together. Jay Lethal was training Ric Flair to come back to the ring, and then Jay was like, you got a spot on the card there, brother? And then Ric Flair was like, you're just a curtain-jerking little bitch. You get out of my sight. And then Jay Lethal threw a bottle at a wall. Then there was a big attack in a car park. It's been I wonderful stuff. <laughs> I listened to Jeff Jarrett's podcast this week, last night, mm. uh, where him and Conrad are pretending it's real, and it was, <laughs> it was horrible to listen to. I couldn't sleep because of it last night. <laughs> I was like, lads, how are man? It just they were treating it as if it was real. Well, Conrad was Conrad. like, yeah, Jarrett, um, Conrad was just having a go at Jarrett, and then Jarrett was having a go back at Conrad for being a, a crappy promoter and doing all this dirty work for him. My oh, grandma was promoting no. that in the 70s, now in the 60s, now in the 50s. She was in the farthest back out. <laughs> and Conrad was like, WCW went down because of you, Jeff Jarrett, man. Oh, no. Oh. Is that really what happened? I actually I really like that podcast as well. Is that what they do? Yeah, they would pretend it was oh. real for way too long. They play the entire, I've not watched the entire like documentary thing they've put together like yeah, on, I mean, on whatever website it's on, but they played the audio all the way through. So I was like, Amazon device, skip forward five minutes and it was still playing. <laughs> I had to do that with oh. five times to get the actual podcast bit and then they did the whole real realistic stuff with yeah. Davy Crocker was getting blamed. Oh, there were... <laughs> Fleck, uh, sorry, Jarek was calling Flair an alcoholic and all sorts. Whoa. It was fantastic. <laughs> That's just purely speculation. <laughs> Flair bladed in that beat down. No, it was, a, it was a hard way, brother. Didn't need to blade. No, it was a hard way. You're a Yeah, I heard it. Tell Rick Flair doesn't need to blade. Then he says yeah, that, yeah, and then he says that Andrade is not only a badass or whatever, but he's my son, you know. <laughs> he says it weirdly <laughs> at the very end. He goes, "It's like the last line in the promo." He goes, "He's not just a he's he's, a, he's Andrade and he's a badass." <laughs> and he was free and available. I really, uh, I, I enjoyed too much when Jarrett did that initial first punch to the gut. Because, yeah. of course, the first immediate reaction is, oh, that's where my surgery was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Fantastic. I think, I think um, no, that's a nasty joke. I was well, go say, on, say it, because I've got one. If you hit Ric Flair anywhere, it's like playing Battleship. There could be any surgery. <laughs> just, just a terrible, just an awful thing. Just a terrible, terrible All thing. the stuff wrong with him is keeping them together. <laughs> I'm offended by what you just said. It's like the mind. sheep. He's no. given his life to the sport of professional wrestling, and you're think, there saying that. I know. The sheep of Wallace and Gromit. I think Flair um, is. I don't want to. I think we might be a bit insecure because because <laughs> of something he said recently. One of the news stories this week going around was that Charlotte Flair will probably go. She might not be on camera, but she'll go. Oh, to she'll watch, leave the match. She'll go to watch her dad. Oh, she'll last, go to see the match. Right. Watch her dad's last match. He was like, I don't know if she'll be on camera, but she'll be there. Then he clarified, she'd go anyway, even if she wasn't married to Andrade. She'd go and see me. <laughs> like, well, yeah, you don't need to brag about your daughter caring about you. <laughs> it's weird. That's awesome. She's not going for him. She's going for me. <laughs> she's like, she like, she like, wow, you're wrestling, dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, so Jay will be in that match. So there'll be two lethal things to happen. And then like, <laughs> oh no! Come on! No, this is going to age so badly if something serious does actually happen. You know, going to age, but of course something bad's going to happen. He shouldn't be in the ring. Conrad, Not a lot right? of seventy-year-old wrestlers doing stuff. Conrad, Conrad has gone that. down in my estimations because of this oh. entire thing. 
We're still fighting for that title. Yeah, aye, we are. We're Kevin Keegan again, once again, after a little while. But why did Rick, when Ric Flair went to Conrad and go, ah, fancy doing one more match, did Conrad just go, shut up, you stupid old man? Why is Conrad instead cashing in, lying in his pockets with his father-in-law's life, potentially? (laughs) Take his point of view is just a giant money bag. bleeding from the forehead going, yes, Rick, that sounds like a great idea. I can accept the 50 million Geico adverts in the middle of his podcast. I can accept that, that's fine. But for Ric Flair's life to be on the line, Conrad, it's not that too far. With with a guy (laughs) who has life insurance adverts playing every five minutes, he's doing this. Imagine those adverts if Ric Flair survives. (laughs) Take it out just like the nature buyer. Woo! He survived thanks to me. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's going to be interesting to see anyway, isn't Good it? Good God, yeah. yes. It's a... Uh, the favourite bit that we'd be looking at is because he's doing that, that promo, promo he did a few weeks ago where it's just all dramatic and there's da-da-da-da-da, you know, the Lord of the Rings music in the background playing to get it all hyped up. And he goes, there's going to be 9,000 people out there arena. They're going to see me and go, F-word. He's like really loud. He goes, yeah, they probably will, mate. Yeah, more than, more than but one. not in that tone. Oh, God. Oh. Look, a uh, hell of a card, though, for this. They have stacked is it. it? Um, John Grace versus Diona Prosa oh. versus Rachel Ellerin, the okay. Black Rockers title. The Briscoes versus Devon Eriks. I'm sure Flair was like, oh, it'd be great to see Gerald in his... <laughs> um, Brian Pillman Jr., just insert the same joke as you said. And Brock Anderson versus Ricky and Kerry Morton. This really is him just getting the children of legends. Yeah, uh, then Ray Fenix versus Bandido versus Laredo Kid versus Taurus. That's the curtain jerker there. And Andrade's pals. Yeah, Aye. a crazy mix. And then Harry Smith versus Killer Cross. The Motor City Machine Guns versus The Wolves. Oh! And then... <laughs> That's Ren, a good match. Right. Ren Narita... I'm not really know that person. Versus Clark Connors from that Forbidden Door thing. Yeehaw! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Right. Roots have body slammed them like five times. <laughs> There's yeah. a bit of impact. There's a bit of Mexican wrestling. There's a bit of Ring of Honor. There's a bit of... Oh, WWE? Japan. New Japan. There's a bit of WWE. Like, yeah. Just like Rick said. There's everything. Yeah. What is... This is the next All In. This is All In 2. <laughs> <laughs> just with Ric Flair in the main event. Old in. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so there you go. Well done, Rick. Uh, the other news this week that uh, greatly impressed wrestling Twitter. Michael Elgin oh, no, allegedly. I wonder how high up he was going to. I thought it was going to be an and finally story this week. Allegedly arrested in Japan. Um, he was reportedly reported by Steve Hayes of Bodyslam.net, very reputable source. Uh, reports say that Elgin was reputable. arrested. I was going to say reputable. reputable. That's the opposite. That's the very opposite. <laughs> oh, yeah. God, yeah, you're right. Sorry, <laughs> beg your pardon. That putrid Cassidy <laughs> Lion get that we signed the quote. No, sorry, I beg your pardon, Cassidy. Yeah, very reliable source. Mm. The report states that Elgin was arrested for stealing protein powder and was remained in custody as the time was writing. However, Elgin reported the report saying, I'm not going to bother saying what happened, but I'm going to say I was not charged with stealing protein. I'm not charged at all. I'm not facing jail time. I'm also not deported. I'm going to Canada to be my family after the passing, an extremely close family member. So Elgin's just denied everything about it. And taking a few seconds, because he's I was going to read his, uh, his other reply to this, but it's absolutely huge. It's like Henry V, so I'll skip it. But Henry VIII? Henry V. Henry V's the play. Oh, I thought you meant huge like the man, Henry VIII. Oh, that works oh, as well. Right, right, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. Look at the big brain on Jack. No, look at um, the big brain on Matthew with some Shakespeare. The, the, uh, yeah, I'm going to hesitate and not go over too much because he seems very reluctant to admit it. It just happened to be very uh, coincidental, should we mm. say, that he happened to leave the country at the same time he was accused of this, where allegedly, contraboysome.net, they gave him, all right, you can have five years in a Japanese prison or you can be deported and never come back. And then Elgin happened to say, I'm going back home to Canada. Oh, also, I'm no longer with Noah. Very uh, very coincidental, these two things to happen. So one of these things has happened. So I'll just say, though, if he was arrested for stealing protein powder 
Oh my god. <laughs> what? Oh my god. <laughs> it's the best god. thing he's done in years. Oh my god, did I laugh? <laughs> Fair enough. I don't um, know what we're going to say here on the podcast. We'll move is on. It, yeah, is yeah. it libelous, Matthew? Yeah, no, no. I would just, you know said what? Allegedly, we've said allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Like I said, yeah, he has been a legend. He's had the report and he's not done it. The whole damn pack now available for 2K22. Now, <laughs> what kind talk of about a, this? Talk about a, a weird week. mix. <laughs> this is what you can get for your, the, the last, apparently, uh, DLC pack for the game. Uh, you can get Rob Van Dam. Great wrestler. The pack would suggest. LA Knight. Now, Max it to... Great wrestler. Zaya Lee. Manda Aziz, sorry. You can Great also wrestling. get. <laughs> you can also get Logan Paul, Great which yes wrestling. makes sense, and Machine Gun Kelly. Great. What a hell of a bumper! Yeah, I took that table right. off the thing. That should all be able to yeah. do. Oh. And that, that boot on Jackass, he took it very well. Yeah, oh, that's right. Oh, what a truth. That's it. If you press Square, it takes a powerbomb from Kevin Owens. It wasn't even in the match. If you press X, Jerry Knoxville will just hit you. <laughs> yeah, you also great character. Tommy Lee in the filth. The yeah, the Motley Crew. Oh, that did come out, didn't it? Yeah, he played Tommy Lee. Oh, okay. I know. Was that any good? Mm, I watched it. It was very lighthearted for what is a very dark story. <laughs> is it? Wow. I'm it's like... a, the, the the first half of it's all like we're just wow, a control. Look at us, and then yeah. it's all like oh, heroin. Yeah, that's... someone died in a car crash. And... Yeah. It, yes. The, that was the Vince Neil thing. But anyway, but yeah, yeah. Anyway, Machine Gun Kelly. He's what's he like? Apparently, he's going to be added to this. And I'm not I'm sure I'm, people are like downloading the pack on right for Van Damme and then just seeing him going, Oh, tell you what, I'm not trick me. We'll talk about him probably a bit later on, but I'm not angry about Logan Paul being back in the mix. Yeah, nah, I know he's done questionable things in the past, but I mean, wrestling. But in terms no, I was of going to say, actually, given the news this week, in terms yeah, of the wrong. product, I think he's all right, he's all right at it. He's more than all right, Jack. He's bloody brilliant, isn't he? Flat being his first big promo, sensational. Just like to thank Impulsive for sponsoring now. <laughs> How would we ever get it? Yeah. Well, we'll get that later on. Um, report Triple H not working directly with NXT. Uh, the CEO's working status has been clarified. Although he told the Performance Center that he was back, quote marks, Justin Henry reported that it was reported by Wrestling Observer. Oh, right. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Yeah, I like yeah. saying that. It sound like, you know, we're reporting it. Uh, the back just made that he's back in Orlando. Um, He's not appeared at single Tuesday night taping since. It is still Shawn Michaels and a small creative staff that oversee NXT. Yeah, because it's still like an episode of CBeebies. Triple H wouldn't be having this silly bollocks. Sorry, Ross. Oh, I'm sorry. Wow. I mean, I need to apologize to Paul, um, Paul Levesque, mm. um, for last week's comments where I just accused him of bringing an end to Team 2001. Because yeah. I thought that's just so much of a sudden change. He's come back to work. That must be his, his doing. So, Paul, Mr. Paul, very sorry. Yeah. Yeah. We'll carry on. Screw you, HBK. So, <laughs> again. Uh, Goldberg clarifies WWE contract status. Oh, boy, all set down for this one. Earlier this year, it was reported that Goldberg's contract with WWE was up. However, uh, he revealed that he still has one last match there. This m- countdown oh, of matches he's right. got left is like... Yeah. He's on the contract with WWE, but he hasn't had any matches because he's got surgery and a shoulder injury because you never know when the phone's going to ring, which sounds like a threat to me. <laughs> I'm surprised it hasn't rung now. For SummerSlam. Yeah. If it was going to ring right. any time of the year, surely with all the injuries and whatnot, it would have been now. Brock Glass in case of emergency and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> um, but I, it's, uh, I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. I can't wait for insert name of world champion, whoever holds the, the Uwu, 
after SummerSlam because there's that tease that's come out with the action figures where Brock's got both titles for these new action figures that are coming out that mm. me and Tom got tweeted in this morning. I don't know what they're about, but Brock's got both titles and people are going, is that a spoiler for SummerSlam? Are they that desperate? And people are going, probably not, no, but I don't know. No, I, don't. I hadn't <laughs> even considered the idea of Brock winning, but now you've said that, oh, no. Could it be a red herring? I hope so. We're now expecting Brock to win, but he might not do now. So whoever insert whoever is the Uwu after SummerSlam, Goldberg just coming up to Raw or SmackDown and going, let's mm. have a match there, young boy, and then they'll do it. Now, you know what? But he did win both of them separately earlier this year, didn't he? Who so did? it could be Brock. Titles. Yeah, because he yeah. took them both into WrestleMania. Oh, yes. Mm. Oh, no, he didn't. No, he, he took one of them. But then he won one. Uh, yeah, but he won one the previous... Reigns is the currently yeah, yeah, yeah. record-breaking Uwu. Am I forgetting things here? Who did he beat for the... Because he was certain in the five-way that won the title. Oh, that was years ago now. Right. God. Wait, what five way? <laughs> I thought you were the one where they were all like throwing chairs at each other. On day one. Class. Oh, that one. That's when he won the title. I thought you yeah, were the one it? with like Samoa Joe and Strowman and that. That was a four way. That, that was a four way. SummerSlam. 2K17. Yeah. That's right. What a match that was, though. It certainly uh, was. <laughs> this is going nowhere. Let's move on. Yeah. Uh, and then the final bit of the rest of the news. A lot to be talking about, apparently, according to my notes. Uh, Kurt Angle confirms what we all knew. Jason Jordan's storyline was a Vince McMahon rib. Oh, no. The rib began to establish Jason Jordan as a rising star in 2017, revealing him to be the son of then Raw GM Kurt Angle. The former AA member would then receive a sustained push until early 2018, which suffered a career-ending neck injury. Speaking about the pairing with Jordan on his podcast, Kurt Angle revealed the storyline was booked as a rib from Vince McMahon. Quote, Vince McMahon caught wind. I dated a couple of African-American women in my past. This is not true. <laughs> this is what, this is no. word for word. I'm reading this out. Let's make a joke out of that. What? Just a couple. About 17 years ago, he had me do a program with Booker T and Charmel. Oh my God, I was he talking did. Charmel, yeah. And now it's Jason Jordan. So Vince likes to take ribs and turn them into storylines. What? He just has this crazy <laughs> weird personality and he just wants to kind of rub it in my face like, I know what was going on in your life and we're going to make some of that storyline, Angle said. Mad. You know what? A lot of people lambast WWE for not having long-term storytelling these days. Oh, but this God. proves beyond any shadow of a doubt it's still there in spades. Yeah. I stand for WWE. Oh. This is like, I don't It's Yeah, he's a pathetic old man. He's yeah. not a pathetic old man. He's a billionaire with massive muscles. He's a pathetic billionaire with muscles. Yeah, he can't be a both thing, can he? I can't, can't be a both thing. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, you look at people like Vince and Bozos and the rest and go, Bozos? Oh, Bozo? The clown. <laughs> yeah, funny enough, yes. Uh, and go, you'd figure you'd be happy at that point in your life, but oof, maybe not. Uh, Do you see the meme going around of Jeffrey Bezos? Uh, on, he's a, on the thing on the roller coaster. That's the one I was thinking of. That's one. Oh. Just on a roller coaster on his own, just looking sad. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a perfect like encapsulation. Right. It's a look. I go. Oh. Mm. People in the comments were like, "He's chose to sit. He's chose to sit in the middle. He can have any seat he wants. You can go the front way. You get the best view. The back way. You get the most velocity. He's gone in yeah. the middle. Dear me. Best of both worlds. Uh, Couldn't be me. I'd be talking about wrestling news with you lads. Yes. Then a billionaire. Is that all the news this week? It's all the ones I thought relevant. The rest will be coming up in the wrestling <laughs> okay. oh, fair shows enough. that we come yeah, up with. Fair wow. Sometimes it's it's not all. You know what? What's that noise? What's that smell? Oh, it's the curse. Kick no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Yeah. We'll have probably have <laughs> we, plenty we got, more. We got a Bobby Daz last week, didn't we, Matthew? Our guilty pleasure for a certain certain somebody. Uh, last Thursday as we recorded the podcast, and then what happened on Friday evening? <laughs> oh, that was the worst curse of all time. It's the Saw weirdest curse of all time. Saw this when I was on holiday. Check the news. Ricky Martin, what's going on? Mm. 
<laughs> God. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. At, he's... This, at this point. <sighs> yeah, he's denied it as well, or his agent has on his behalf. As you would do, Alice. <laughs> Send the segment. Google that if you want. Or don't. Or don't Google it. And just live happily without knowing. This was happened. sadly the news section. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. Ah, Now it's time for everyone's favorite segment. The Hall of Fame. In condescending order from last week. Uh, and Helico's new AW entrance theme. Uh, Vol di... Oh, I'm not going to pretend to know what that is. My new theme. Uh, in language, 13%. Do we know what that stands for, by the way? Uh, feel the vibe today. I Ooh. believe it was. That's an Af- one, Afri- that Afrikan. Ah. That's our motto in unit. Uh, oh, no, no, giving away the name of the office. Oh, well, next door, where we... What, the and, name of the office? Ross sit. That's our motto. We've got that hung above the, the doorway. Wait, is there a name for the feel office? Feel the vibe today. Well, I was going to give the address away. <laughs> oh, oh, right, right. I thought it was like Team Cool or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Team Cool. These are the brew crew. Yeah. What are we? Upstairs. I B- thought we the were BSK. The, uh, uh, the Upper East Side's our desk. All oh, right. Yeah. Fair. Thirteen <laughs> percent uh, there. Paul Chuckles Instagram. Eighteen percent. Who nominated that? Have a guess. You. Yorkshire Zone. Oh, you are. You would have been the theme tune. I was the theme tune. Yeah. Yeah, Andrew. All mm. oh, right. Okay. Why? Well, what's wrong with Paul, what's happened on Paul Chuckles Instagram? Nothing. Just he, he posts. Because he's nice, living his best life. It's a nice time. Yeah, oh, despite the death of the Barry. The reason I thought it was you yeah. was because I thought Paul Chuckle would have been like hilariously inappropriate on Instagram. But Andrew's just a just, wholesome one. Just when he's a targeted mother in a, in a show. That's all. When he's a pro- inappropriate, sorry. Yes. Big Paul. Still not forgotten about that. <sighs> the feud's still alive between yeah. Ross's mom and Paul Chuckle. Yeah. Ross, how many new accounts did you make on Patreon to make sure that Paul didn't win this, <laughs> this week? Wow. But by a country mile... That guy trying a Superman punch, IRL, 69%. Mm. Oh, local lad. Local lad, Gunraj in Barluga. And is, again, there's so much going on there, but the guy collecting glass, just tripping him up with his spare <laughs> hand at the last second. Phenomenal It's like work Smudge, you're walking away from a suicide dive. Mm. It's yes. so yes. casual. Brilliant. Fantastic analogy. So thank you very much for voting there. See what you, you guys like. 69%. Ooh, mm-hmm. <laughs> So every week, I like to do a little bit of a stream on Cultaholic. No, I don't, you idiot there, Cultaholic, you're Matthew. Yeah, you are. On Matthew's little <laughs> stream, because uh, we're talking like that. It's obviously not good enough for Cultaholic's Twitch. On my one, I do that, and obviously I don't want to cross, uh, I give you guys a head start, so I'm not interfering with the phenomenal success of Cultaholic FC. Thank you very much. Uh, so I sometimes have the Twitch chat, what do you guys think? What's a good pick? And he goes, oh, well, we've obviously just been raided by the good people of Cultaholic, and we think there's only one pick for you this week. I went, what's that, Twitch chat? Uh, Ashton saving called the Holic <laughs> FC. Apparently, Colic FC were down there, look like Coventry in 0708. Like Coventry, but luckily for them, a savior emerged. Uh, Ashton, she appeared, she showed up, the team won. Yeah, she left, they lost. Yeah, and then this week, Ashton helped Owen by doing the exact same thing. Uh, last week, because from Karinek. Uh, last week, Owen was doing terrible till Ashton turns up and uh, take over, makes the faves go up in the league. Then this week, she's the same, but leaves before the stream finishes. They go back to being bad. She was so good that Bristol City named their stadium after her. That's from James Bank. And I know she is named after Bristol City Stadium. She is yeah, named Gaze, after the stadium. Oh, I wouldn't see. I, I took these people's names because you know what the Twitch chats are like. <laughs> I like to stir the poo. So I'm like, all right, look, if this is wrong, it's on you. No, it's true. Um, G-Men226 says she beat the team that were in second place as well. Uh, 
you're about to move to the Spanish Football League and come to Wembley TTV. Oh, right. So basically, Owen's ruined everything. Because he wants oh, to, he right. wants to move to the new version of Football Manager, which would mean losing all of our story and yeah, the yeah. whole world that we've created and the narrative yeah. and everything. But he's he's just just a young man with no attention span, isn't he? So he just wants, oh, the new shiny one. His logic is that when people search for Football Manager on Twitch, we won't appear near the top once the new game's out because we'll be playing an older version of the some game. Which argument is made there, yeah. My my argument is: Are we trying to get Football Manager fans in because yeah. they'll be confused? <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. Otherwise, okay, we'd just enough. be playing wrestling games, wouldn't we? Yeah, I guess so. But um, <laughs> I, I, what, so I, I suggested with... that to make the story work, we pretend that the club's like gone bust and that Pachiti's moved us all to Spain. Because in our game, Pachiti's oh. the chairman of the football team. And we have to start again. And it's like Coldaholic on holiday. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, she replaced Jack last week, showed up today. Uh, Jack was on holiday, no one was by himself last week. This week, Ashton replaced. She sat down on the couch today. She sat uh, in my seat. Jack wasn't even in the shot and he couldn't be heard very well. Yeah. LOL well, from G1226. Yeah, yeah. uh, and then after she left, Jack was very salty with the chat saying, no, I wasn't. We've, been, we've been here since the start. <laughs> you I'm glory rattled. supporters. I'm rattled. Yeah, you, you were rattled apparently. So my nomination is Ashton Bassett, football manager. <laughs> uh, apparently saving the side. How do you respond, Jack? Well... The team just connect with her. She's a fantastic man manager. I think the team really respond to her. Whereas Owen just, she doesn't get involved too much with tactics. She's right. more of a coach. She's more of like motivating the lads. Um, she took charge of the pre-match team talk and just told us what to click and stuff and it would work. She'd be, there's little instructions you can shout from the touchline mid-game and she would like overuse that, but it would still work somehow. I don't know. Oh, she's like, can we not knock it? She's, she's also better. ruthless. Um, really, really seeking out like weak members of the other team, trying to injure them and stuff. Oh, we have a centre back. She that, sounds great. We nicknamed some of our players to make it fun, and uh, <laughs> one of our centre backs is called the Dutch Destroyer because he's Dutch and a big lad. That's right. And um, she thought that the Dutch Destroyer meant he destroys the Dutch, like he destroys <laughs> Dutch people. Oh, yeah. so if we play a team with any Dutch players, they'd like to make him go after the Dutch players. And I'm like, no, no, he just is Dutch and also a destroyer. But now he's become like a Highlander. Like he needs to destroy all the other Dutch footballers <laughs> so there can only be one. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So she, you know what? She has added something. I'm not going to be too salty because the results, I guess, speak for themselves. <laughs> I'm fuming. Like. <laughs> but I'd rather, when I was away, I'd rather she was there with Owen because yeah. on his own, left to his own devices, we're shipping many, many goals. He, he's like Kevin Keegan, but like not, not as winning. Oh, thank you very much. That response. Yeah. I think that's everything people were expecting and wanting from the lovely Twitch chat community. Thank you very much. Yeah. And I asked Ashton before, I don't know if I could put her in. She said, yeah, few. So she's not like she's going to come and beat me up. She probably still will. That's fair enough. It's well-deserved. Yeah, she, she gave H.T. Drake a brain buster, so. Yeah. I saw. God. <laughs> yeah. A Japanese one, like, <laughs> oh, I... all head and neck. <laughs> Vertical. Down. Yeah. Oh, man. God. Oh. So managing Japanese wrestling, she can do it all. Uh, Jack, I'll be fair. What have you got? Oh, right. So I was on holiday last week mm. in a place called Fuerteventura. Or as some people pronounce it, Fuerteventura. But I think it's Fuerteventura. So if anybody knows, please do tell me the correct pronunciation. One of the Canary Islands, the one next to Lanzarote. Um, and it was lovely. Really nice time. And we encountered, me and my girlfriend, a fan of the channel in Fuerteventura. Not, nah. on, not only was he there, he wasn't there on holiday. He lives there and runs a bar with his family. And he messaged me on Instagram and went, See so you're in Fuerteventura, in my town. Come to the bar. 
And one night we did, and it was absolutely lovely. So I'd like to nominate Jake from Fuerteventura. <laughs> and if you're in, don't laugh at that. Yeah, free drink. Can't remember, I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, they don't mess about with the measures over in. Oh, yeah, it's oh. good. It's because Spanish people don't drink like we do. They'll have one or two, and they'll be having a great night. Where's, where have they brought in the new rule of five, whatever it is? Uh, they, I think that's Magaluf oh, yeah. or something. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the that group of Balearics. Not the Canaries, yeah. though. The Canaries are still party central. Um, <laughs> but it was a lovely <laughs> island and a lovely town. And Jake was a very nice boy. And, and boy, you're really, really, <laughs> oh. very nice man. Red rosy cheeks. <laughs> and I've, I had them over there. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and we were going to meet up the next day, but just everything went wrong. Me and my girlfriend were very hungover. He was going to bring his girlfriend, but she had a migraine. So it never ended up, we never saw him again. But um, if you're ever over in Coralejo, which is in the north of Fuerteventura, check out the Main Street pub. Lovely. Oh. Very nice. So hope he listens. If not, then I've given him some free publicity, I suppose. <laughs> but no, it was lovely. Generally, the whole holiday was nice. Uh, saw some wrestling on the beach, which I put on my Instagram. Not oh. pro wrestling. Oh. Like amateur wrestling okay. or traditional Canary Island wrestling. Oh. They put out a ring on the sand, like a sumo ring almost. Yeah. There was no like ropes, obviously. And then there was two sets of lads, big lads, in, some in red, some in blue. I was like, it's Survivor Series. What's <laughs> going on? There was a table where the, like, the judges were sat. I thought someone was going to go through it. It didn't happen. Oh. But no, nah, um, apart from not being able to escape the wrestling, it was lovely. Oh, well, yeah. that sounds very nice. Jake from Fuerteventura. Mm. My what, what do you drink then when the, you have to pay for them? No, I think I did pay for the drinks. Um, oh, okay. the, his, his bar in particular, because I think it was marketed towards not only the locals, but the English as well. Because mm. um, it was the Main Street public house. Oh, okay. But it wasn't a pub as you'd imagine it. Most of it was outdoors. Yeah. Um, so they had all sorts. I was drinking spirits, but like the measures were stupid, man. Um, uh, but you can get whatever, I guess. You know what I enjoy on holiday that I don't drink here? Go on. A Malibu and Coke. Lovely. Oh. Mm. I, had a, I, had a, I had a mojito. Oh, I don't mm. like the mintiness, me. Well, you could get... This, oh, was, a, this, was, a mojito, like this was a mojito bar. You could get all kinds. You could get strawberry mojito. Oh. <laughs> that sounds nice. Oh. Well, I best yeah. had one of them. I had a normal one, but you'll have to mm. ask how it was. Because I love, I love those mojito cocktails but only if it's nice and hot mm. or roasting outside or something yeah. like that. I'll never like, oh, it's winter. You know what I want? No. Cold minty cocktail it just doesn't work. It, it was it on the way there, right? Got off the plane, and then in front of us, this bloke got taken into a separate queue. So we started following that queue, and the the women, the women working at the airport were like, "No, no, no! Random check, random check." Oh, okay. We were like, "All right, fair enough." We just headed past him. Later on, he comes past and like overtakes us on the walkway a bit, yeah. and he's staggering and he's reeking of booze and and cigarettes, and we're just like. Oh no, um, who's this bloke? And he's like staggering in front of us. Yeah. We get to the bus that like links that takes you to a hotel and all the various stops at the different hotels and that. He gets off on his own. He's just there on his own, like whatever. And um, but on the bus, he was sat near us on the aisle, and we could hear him talking to a Scottish man he'd befriended next to him. Yeah. But the really drunk man was like from the northeast, clearly, oh, and was like right. trying to. They were like, please make sure your armrest on the coach is in a horizontal position. And mine was broken, and I couldn't yeah. get it to do that. It would just fall down. He's like. That's vertical, man. And he was trying to help me. And I was like, no, 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 please. And then I heard him talking to the bloke going like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Rangers fan. Who do you support? And he was like, Sunderland. I was like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Just a fantastic advert for the region. Yeah. Aye. But um, oh. anyway. Uh, you should nominate him for Hall of Fame. No, no, actually. Jake. Jake from Fervent. Oh, okay. <laughs> Stick with your pick. Very good. Yes. Matthew, uh, Ross, sorry. Hi, I've got a question for the room, everybody. Oh, How do you solve a case of the hiccups, Matthew? I haven't had the hiccups in forever, so I don't know. But 
I use your strategy. Or I tell other people to do the elephant, elephant, elephant. That's a sneeze, not a hiccup. Oh. How dare you? Oh, bugger, is How it? How dare you? Oh, no. I told the dude who had the hiccup to say elephant, elephant, elephant. It could work. I don't know. I've never tried you're it You're like a, a hiccup. You're like a snake oil salesman in the Old West. Yeah. Yeah. Try this. <laughs> Get rid of your hiccup. Oh, my arm just got cut off. Just say elephant, elephant, <laughs> elephant, mate. I'll do the Jack Atkins. He's an orange. Yeah, He's you know what? Orange. I'm doing a complete rubbish answer to this. Ross, what? Oh, no, oh, do you want what? me to... Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, Jack. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I get friend of the channel, Ricky Davenport, to rub my earlobes. <laughs> oh, no. Hiccups, <laughs> hiccups ruin my nights out, right? Uh, you know when you're drinking on a bit of an empty stomach yeah, yeah. and you get hiccups? That ruins my night, totally. I hate it. I and get Ricky just appears like that, does he? And one time, me and Ricky, but do you remember MSA? Yeah, yeah. What a place that down was. The yeah, yeah, yeah. And then everyone in there is cooler than you. Wait, Richard, oh, we went with Richard, Richard Tubman, Tubman, yeah. yeah Richard was cool. doing that. Boogie does. Swaying his hips. He's very yeah. leggy, Richard. Uh, He's like oh, Stacy yeah. Stacy Keeper with a beard. <laughs> <laughs> He's and, better um, dressed up. We were in there once and I got the hiccups and Ricky was like, I'm not going to do his accent. He's from Belfast. Or he's from Northern Ireland. Just do it. It's he's been like, a while. Yep, yeah, yeah. Ricky. That's how he says his own name. Yep, yep, yep. Let's get you with Dave. That's how he... Have you ever okay, met Okay, so his own name then, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Didn't look like him, but yeah. And he was going like, I'll rub your earlobes. It helps. And he's rubs my earlobes. And I don't know if it's just because I was so taken aback by what was going on in, pu- in this public place. But they stopped. And then came back like an hour later and he did it again and they stopped. But if he's not around, then I'm I'm screwed. Because wow. random people going, oh, can you rub your earlobes? I've so tried rubbing my own, and it doesn't work. I need you need a, you need an Ulsterman to rub your earlobes. <laughs> Dan, wow. how do you solve a case of the hiccups? I've never, I don't think I've ever had the hiccups. You've never oh, had what? the hiccups. Shut. In the case you couldn't hear that, in case you couldn't hear on the podcast, our lovely, lovely editor person, man, tech monkey, as you said, he doesn't recall ever having the, the hiccups I'm ever. Now. Can you never have Oh yeah, maybe he's got a resilience against it. I don't know about that. Wow. I don't know what to say about that. That's incredible. Anyway, I'll okay, continue so I have no, I thought this was, a, I don't, uh, Jamie thought this was set up to a, a daft joke or something. No, That's no, why no, I, it's deceptive I don't have of... any uh, way of curing it. I just try not to think about it. That's well, my way of dealing with it. the NHS, it says, does everyone get hiccups? And it's given a very vague answer. Most people get hiccups sometimes. Most people. Oh, so you're not incredible. most people. You're not, oh. like mo- you're not like most girls. Yeah. Let us How know in the comments down below if you've, if you've never had a hiccup. I can't believe that. Imagine yeah. never having a hiccup. That would be brilliant. Incredible. Is this question your pick for Hall of Fame? No, no. It's going great so well, far. My girlfriend works in a shop. She was speaking to someone who claimed to be a doctor. My girlfriend had hiccups. And the person said to her, and this is my Hall of Fame pick, because on FaceTime that evening, still had the hiccups the girlfriend did. The girlfriend did. Kayla did. And she's like, I'm going to try this remedy. This self-proclaimed doctor told me to try. And it bloody worked with a plumb. But it just worked straight away. And that is a shot of vinegar. She got some Jameson's and a little shot glass and went, and then straight away they were gone. It was incredible. Wow. It's amazing to see huh. science at work like that. So That's... there was a, a reason for that then? Just the... I've got, it just said it, the doctor person, the, one, the alleged doctor, said it will burn on the way down, but that burning is the hiccups leaving your soul <laughs> or something like that. But she said, she said That sounds like a doctor. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it burnt on the way down and the hiccups were gone straight away. Wow. She had the hiccups for like 25 minutes. I was like, you're going to try a shot of vinegar now, aren't you? She's like, I don't want to. And I was like, no, just get it done, man. You never know. That was a doctor who told you and that. it works. And it works straight but away. But is this a psychological thing now? Because I can see similarities between that and Ricky's rubbing my ear. <laughs> is that you're skeptical and then the fact that you've experienced something yeah. unusual. Hmm. It's the placebo it effect. Yeah. We can't rule that out, can we? We'll have to do but some if, sort of... It still works, though, if it works. Empirical experiment. Yeah. Cultaholic video the coming next The problem is that I, I really don't really get hiccups unless I'm drinking. Mm, same. So they're not, there's not going to be shots of vinegar lying about. Do you the bar? Have the bar? Vinegar. <laughs> Excuse me, barkeep. One that has a kitchen. 
but not like a not in MSA. Right, what can I get you? Sean and vinegar, please. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Better have been asked for weirder things than that. Yeah, probably. Uh, but there you go. My nomination is a shot of vinegar wow. to cure the hiccup. Wow. Take that into your lives, dear mm. viewer. It'll and comment work. if you've done that yourself. And if it's yeah. Or yeah, what what Ross has said. If you have any solutions or old wives' tales for yeah. getting rid of a. Uh, Hiccups, that'd be great. But whatever you do, oh. do not try and cure a hiccup by saying the word elephant repeatedly because that's yeah. for a sneeze. <laughs> it did work. <laughs> the person who was dealing with it, I said, say elephant, elephant, elephant. And it did stop for a bit. It did come back, but I thought, oh, that was his fault. <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I, I have a bit, of a, a bit of a placebo effect, but yeah. huh, that's an interesting thing. So is you're actually using your Hall of Fame pick to spread goodness and information. Yes, I am. Well, the one-man NHS. God bless you. Just Paul. like Jesus Yes. Spreading a good message. <laughs> Back from the dead. <laughs> wow. Ah, a lovely Hall of Fame segment. That's right. Ross, a.k.a. Jesus, to his friends, uh, nominates a solution to hiccuping, a shot of vinegar. Uh, Jack nominates... Jake. Jake from... Fort Aventura. Fort Aventura. What, so people... Yeah, you're saying different pronunciation. I know, but I think it's Fort Aventura. Fort Aventura. I'll Google what it meant in English. It means strong fortune. Oh, is there a chance that people are saying Port Aventura and just saying Fort Aventura and, and just saying Port Ace Ventura? Pet the detective. Yeah, oh, Ace Ventura, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Jake from Port Aventura. Fantastic. The Main Street is the name of his bar. Oh, specifically, yeah. So just, not just him, yeah, yeah. Okay. Mine is Ashton, saviour of Cultaholic FC. <laughs> yeah, okay. Cool. Those three picks are yours. You know what? The chat would really suck it up to her as well. It was disgusting to sit there and watch. Would be. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, like after she left, she was like, I'm going home now. Sing when chat you're winning. Like, Come back, Ashton. Save us, Ashton. <laughs> and then when you're on, you're like, hey, guys, it's me. And they're like, boo. <laughs> that sounds like the chat. Uh, thank you very much for those lovely nominations. You can vote for those at patreon.com forward slash called the holic and make one of us very happy next week. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ha! This week in wrestling. <laughs> the reason I'm laughing <laughs> is because Matthew just said that before starting the take and then said it again. And it was a little... I was telling myself... A little verbal bit of comedy. I'm sure they won't leave that in. This week in wrestling. This, this week, week in wrestling. wrestling. How are you, Paul? <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, why, when you came back, Matthew, why didn't you all might do an impression of Ross? I was like, come on saying... Your impression of me is how I, you sound to me constantly. So yeah. Wait. That'd just be an impression of you, an impression of me. I'm sure my impression of you is me doing an impression of Tom doing an impression of you. Mm. It's like my impression. Oh, yeah, God, Tom's right. got, yeah. It's yeah, like, it, it, he, he nails me so well. It's, it's... Whoa! <laughs> hey! Joe Hendry and Ross used to do impressions of each other as a bit. Aye, really, um, really good. Ross's of Joe Hendry was just a stereotypical Scottish accent. <laughs> no. And then Joe Hendry's of Ross was just... A stereotypical Scottish accent. <laughs> <laughs> it's got many talents, that man, but the Jody accent is not one of them. I still think about it semi-bi-weekly, I'd say, if that makes any sense. When he goes, I've got no discernible talent of my own, oh. so I'll take the piss out of everyone else who has got a talent. Oh, did he really say that? Uh, Joe Henry said that, that yeah. Was his In case yeah. yeah, but oh. many a truth said in jest. It's what all wrestlers secretly, of course. or not so secretly, think about her. Yeah, so it's yeah, fine. Yeah, Bubba. Right. <laughs> no, he was great. With it, to be fair, mm. he's Alan Pacitti's best mate. <laughs> <laughs> Smackdown he reminded him of Spike. <laughs> Just tall. <laughs> Guess who's back? Back again. Pat is back. <laughs> Patty Pat. <laughs>
Guess who's pot? Guess who's pot? Guess who's pot? Guess who's pot? Nah, nah, man. We've gone off to a strong start with my subtitles ah, today. Best thing since wrestling. Sam McAfee so. returns to open the show. He apologized for missing last week after being attacked by Happy Corbin. Pat says he's known Corbin longer than any of us. They were college football roommates. He says that since joining WWE, Corbin has become a douchebag. He can't wait to set him straight at SummerSlam. Corbin interrupts on the Tron and says that he's staying away for now because he's got a rash on his arm. Huh? But he'll batter Pat at SummerSlam. Yeah, I don't know what he really... What was that about? Was that a real monkey case of monkeypox on his arm? It looked real. I would hope not if he's uh, out doing the wrestling. But well, he, he wasn't in the building, though, I guess. He was backstage, was he? No, but I mean, oh, I've got him booked for SummerSlam and stuff like that. Oh, like, he'll yeah. be cured by then. I thought it was a nice touch for Pat to apologize for Corey. And then Alexa Bliss took to Twitter. And then just, she quote, what did you say? She quote tweeted that saying, I'm just going to leave this here. When she, she quote tweeted the video of Pat saying, I'm just apologizing for Corey being on SmackDown last week, which I thought was interesting. Oh. Because obviously when yeah, she why would Alexa Bliss do when that? she appears, Corey just basically just has a wank, but without having a wank. If that makes any sense, does he still do he that did. even since him and Carmelo? Yeah, I'm sure public. he does. I thought he'd, he'd switched all that from Bliss to Carmelo. It's just it? white noise now, Corey. Yeah, yeah. He, he used to be like <laughs> the goddess. Oh, yeah. she's amazing. Yeah, but yeah. then she uh, after people were going, "Oh, that's interesting. What are you doing that for, Alexa?" She put uh, the, uh, there's something to be said about having issues with people. She'll speak to their face. So that just debunked that. Oh, rumor. I didn't see. That. Yeah. Oh, so oh. she doesn't mean. I don't know. She Weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't really get it. I don't know why you put yourself mm. in that Did situation. Did she confuse Corey Graves for like someone who works at an airport? <laughs> someone. <laughs> she, 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 what happened then? She's always like, oh, well, American Airlines. Think, oh, I, think, I, think, oh, I, think God. I never noticed this before, but the last one seems to have been when people noticed that she's always complaining about airports. Yeah. If I, was, if I worked at American Airlines and I saw wrestlers coming, I'd just hide behind the desk and pretend to be a chair or something. There's a, <laughs> excuse me, there's a, um, there's a Twitter account. I don't know if it still exists, but it used to called DJs Complaining, and it just retweets DJs oh. complaining about airports and stuff. <laughs> That's great. Like millionaire ones like yeah, as well. Yeah. Like, yeah, It's always good because it's always like, you know, the Joe Henry style comment, like, hey, if you're not in the business, don't comment on it. And then suddenly you'd be like, hey, they got this thing wrong. Yeah. Oh, that wasn't It should really be like Joe a Jim Cornette of American Airlines. Be like, God damn it. None of you know how to fly 747. <laughs> to be fair, though, the, the highlight of this segment came right at the end because <laughs> when Pat sat back down at the corridor table, Michael said, oh, hey, Pat, you're, you're, you're trend number two in the world. How cool is that? And he says, you'll never guess who number one is, Pat. <laughs> Ricky Martin. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Michael had no idea. Why Fantastic. is he getting mentioned twice? Yes. <laughs> oh, God, He's really excited to see Ricky Martin. Yeah, he's one. like, Pat, you're number two. That's really cool. Is it one guy beating you, Pat? <laughs> Ricky Martin. <laughs> <laughs> It was a really good promo from Pat as well, I should say. It was. He's really, really easy to like. I like mm. this history lesson as yeah. well. Back when he had hair, yep. <laughs> one bad tattoo, a bad body. But that's not how he oh. speaks at all. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Liv Morgan beats Natalia as a post-match interview. She's asked about her victory over Natalia not being as dominant as Ronda's victory last week. Liv says she'll, she's used to being the underdog and she'll still be champion after SummerSlam. Well, No, she won't. <laughs> she will not she the only not. way I can see her being champion after SummerSlam is if someone costs Ronda and that's her next feud like Natalia <laughs> I, I did not like this match at all because this match came one week after a clearly injured Ronda one-legged injured Ronda Rousey beat Natalia without even breaking sweat yet Liv Morgan's being taken to her however long well that's because Ronda's better than Natalia well that's the story I mean, isn't better it? than Liv yeah but Liv should be closer to Ronda than this 
Nah. If that makes sense. No, 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 no. I, I'm shit. with Jack, actually. Yeah, the, the whole point is... Oh, no, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, no, she Oops. should be beating Natalia a lot better than she was here. She sort of stole no, the win that, with the oblivion out of nowhere. That's the story. That's not like Bruce Pritchard here, but that's the story. Yeah. Liv Morgan's the plucky young this, and Ronda's Ronda Rousey. Yeah, but you could be the underdog against Ronda Rousey, but then yeah. not be on Natalia's level. Right, But if she yeah. came out and beat... She should be there. But people can watch this. Ronda's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's where? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. What right was the name there. of the... What was the name of the North American champion in NXT? Ricochet. No, no, the the <laughs> underdog Ricky one. The belt was oh. too big. Oh, to Leo Rush. Oh, yeah, Leo, Leo Ruff. Leo Ruff. Yeah, Leo Ruff. No, not Leo Rush. Leo, yeah. Leo Ruff. Leo Ruff. Leon Ruff. Leon Ruff. Combined. Is she like Leon him? Is, she, is her story at the minute that she's fluked into this situation? It basically is. Yeah, oh. I, I would say this because Wanda's. It's weird. Like Wanda's not being presented as a. Massive bad person, but she is correct in saying you only beat me because you cashed in after a match with somebody else. And now they're establishing, yeah, that is likely. The issue is going to be, and it's going to build so far, is what's going to happen in that match. Because yeah. if Ronda just beats her smack down in the ring, she better be ready to turn heel or oh, bad or anything like live. that. Because, no, no, no. Like Ronda. Uh, Ronda. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it's just like Ronda. Ronda, Ronda just annihilates Liv, and that's like, all right, thanks. Yeah, I thought, that's gonna that annoy a lot of people because Liv's had the the, the rings have been up, I mean the, the boost because of Liv. Yeah, people love Liv. Attributed to that. Life, laugh. Yeah, love. but right now Ronda's not in a position to be just be losing to somebody like Liv, especially if she's still the underdog. So I'm very interested in seeing where they're going with this. Yeah, so that was my the, to add on to my main gripe. It was that the yeah. story for the longest time has been Liv's been getting better, uh, better and better and better and getting closer and closer and closer. But this to me felt like a step back. Mm. Eh? Possibly, possibly. <laughs> I did like Kayla Braxton as well, though, stirring the pot. That yeah. bitch. She always does. Oh, she's shocking these yeah. people. She's like... the new, new Charlie Caruso. Remember oh. she, had that? Yeah. she was She was devious sometimes. <laughs> yeah. The only one who didn't was Kathy. Kathy mm. Kelly. Yeah. Is Kayla Braxton the one who's the New Day's favorite one? I don't know. I think I just remember once when uh, she interviewed them like before a pay per view or something, they were like, when the New Day are really hyped up, they were like, are you going to win? And they're like, yes, Kayla! <laughs> <laughs> Just shouting. It was really good. Backstage, Paul Heyman tries to convince Theory to set up a scheduled title match against Roman rather than a surprise cash-in. Theory laughs it off, haha, and says maybe he'll hire Heyman to be his own special counsel. Oh. I like that, because Heyman was booking himself a situation where no matter the outcome, he wins, and that's what he would do. Mm. I like that. Hubris from Austin Theory. From theory. <laughs> Hubris. Hubris. He's been far too cocky since he's won this Money in the Bank briefcase. And I think it's going to go tits up <gasps> for Austin Theory at SummerSlam. <laughs> Who was I watching the other day? It was like the, the, the last person I'd cash in on is like Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns, even after a last man stand. I'd have on to it, just hoping that someone else becomes champion. Yeah. Yeah. I forget who it was. Do you think? Because I, I feel now. <laughs> was that, it Kevin Nash, actually? It might have been Kevin Nash. After <laughs> he told the story. Of his masturbatory prime. Oh my god! Oh, don't bring this up. Podcast. Oh, Goodness me! Don't, please don't mention this. Why? It's it weird to... and disturbing. Dan, are you interested? Um, um, so I assume this is when Kevin Nash was a young boy, not a young boy, adolescent, something like that. But when he was having a tummy tug there, Matthew, before the tummy tug, he would always make sure to defecate and wipe. This is baffling. First what? of all, that that first bit. Why? Don't know. Right? Or did he just feel like he wanted? That after he'd had one. I don't know. I, did, I thought more impressive that he could choose when he goes. That yeah. can't. It just happens when it happens. No one tells him what to do. Ah, but I, uh, I, I wish I was like that. And then he would get back on the toilet. He takes the back off the toilet so he could lean back without knocking it off. 
right? Are you still with me? Yeah. Then he would put Vaseline, a spot in the center of his forehead. What? A spot there on his upper tit, a spot on the other upper tit, and then a spot on his inner thigh. And then I forget the name of the baseball player. Can you remember? I was speaking uh, in the office about this the other day. Tell oh, everyone the story. Oh, man. It was... Louis uh, somebody. I forget who it was. Anyway, this baseball player that was famous for what? I don't know. Well, what, Tinker what, with a ball. Yeah, he was a master of the spitball, apparently. Oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh all right, so right, he right. said, oh, I called it the that, and he would do that with his hands because obviously he's got a massive winky. Then he would just go, and then start, and then when he needed more lubricant, Oh, it's not like right, right, Arnie right. getting ready in commando then, right? Okay, the reason for him I, having the razzle. I was either not listening or right. you didn't tell me that bit. So I thought he was just sitting there for the duration with just these spots of razzle on him for no reason. <laughs> no, when he needed some, that's oh. quick, easy access. But I don't know why it had to be there, 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 and in this inner side. It was just when Ross wow. was telling it, and maybe I was half doing something else, but I, it was like very, it was like Twin Peaks. I didn't quite know what was real. I was like, is this true? I can't believe he said it, me. This is, bear in mind, this is when he was in his masturbatory prime. I assume, I didn't hear the first bit about him being young. I thought it was just like, you know, you know <laughs> a few weeks ago or something. I forget what he says as well. He's like, when my son's in the bathroom now, and my wife's like, get out there, what are you doing in there? And then he's like, back in my day, we call it starting over. <laughs> uh, with Kevin Nash having a whack there, everyone. <laughs> I like your, I like your Kevin Nash impression. <laughs> having to take the, being so tall, you I'm have to take the back the of the toilet thing. off. Like, well, because if you think about it, you lean back, it comes up a bit, doesn't it? <laughs> if you think about it, that's right. It's not nailed uh, down, is it, is my point. Yeah. Right. I've had to replace the, the, the button before. Do you know what we found in our toy? Where's this going? Sistan. Oh, okay. Next door. Yeah. yeah. Kevin Nash. <laughs> and <laughs> what was he doing? An ancient can of lager beer. Was it Foster's or Carlin? Carlin, I think. Can't remember. Really old can, though. Like a can that would have been around like 2009. And it like just before in there. We, oh, God. Like before we moved into this office. And we just opened the back of the toilet one day to like fix it. And just can't remember. But like you've seen of a shipwreck, though, because it was like it had moss all over it and whatnot. Oh. It was awful. How yeah. did it taste? <laughs> the New Day come out dressed as oh, Vikings. They mock the Viking Raiders until Eric and Ivar interrupt. Uh, the New Day call them ugly and blow a horn. <laughs> that which brings out you're ugly <laughs> which brings out Jinder Mahal and Shaggy to make the save and unbelievably Shaggy and Jinder were able to sneak attack the Viking Raiders <laughs> it was ridiculous like here we are like, <laughs> I was shocked because Jinder's a face now oh yeah yeah it was very reluctantly like oh stop dancing stop oh alright then and they faded to something else as soon as that started because you know there was two bits of this segment, though, that I thought was unacceptable. And that was the New Day doing what they did to the boys, the, the new vicious Viking Raiders. Mm. Unless the story is going to be they eventually eat them, but I haven't got that faith there anymore after being burned so many times down the years. And also, Eric's promo. Yeah. Eric's promo. He, I hope he's okay. <laughs> That's all I've got to say. Because the way he said, we are new and vicious. It was Dull Hudson and it was Zion Quinn put together in a Viking-shaped package, levels of bored crap and dull. <laughs> I... Right. It was so weird having the New Day come out. Uh, first of all, they didn't get much pop, which was very surprising for the New Day. Um, I'm like, what happened to the Heat? Assassin's Creed Valhalla got the pop of the segment, but it got name dropped. And then the Raiders came out and the New Day are like, you know, just do this weird crazy yeah. action thing. And then they started speaking and it's just two Yanks. 
It's just two Americans not sounding very just convincing. Two yanks. That's, right. <laughs> That's just because on the other podcast we did, someone brought up the fact that I said that. Sorry, sorry. Two Americans, Bloody blokes yanks. dressed as Vikings, yeah. and not. I think Roe gave it a bit more. So do you think they should have like Swedish accents or Scandinavian accents? Do you want to prove Viking Raiders? No, um, <laughs> I will see you at the WrestleMania. That, that would have been better than whatever they were doing here because at least I think Ray Rowe did like, a better performance of sounding looking scary. And everyone more... just talked like he was at Kmart. No, you're getting mixed more... up there. So you're saying there Hansen. Be... Yeah, Hansen's got the hair. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So then you're saying they should be more snarly and like vicious? Anything other than that guy just talking. He sounded like he was like, oh, do, do you try to turn it off and on again? <laughs> That's what he sounded like. Choose me, pal. I get past you. <laughs> I did enjoy Kofi making Ivar like a German fella, though. He just kept... I don't know why he was doing the German accent Woods for. was doing a pirate. They were like, yeah, like, like what they sound accent. like again? Oh, whatever. Yeah. Just yeah, yeah. pirate German. If that doesn't end with the new vicious Viking Raiders, who I hope get a new name, uh, Eating the New Day. Yeah. All hope is lost for them. Mm. I got that we just mo- over. I hope we just mock these lads for doing dodgy impressions of a different accent. <laughs> <laughs> who would do a thing like that, right? <laughs> but yeah. Uh... Backstage, Gunther shouts at Ludwig Kaiser for losing the Nakamura last week. Ludwig apologizes and Gunther chops him again. Uh, do you think when Ludwig was signed, he was like, okay, you'll be teaming up with Gunther. Oh, fantastic. I can't, I'm so relieved. No more getting chopped by my big friend. And then every week comes in, it's like, my friend's chopping me now. <laughs> Must be weird for him, like, because he obviously he's, he's made the big time. He's on SmackDown every week, but he's clearly just going to get fed to Gunther to make Gunther look better. But what hope does he have? That's what I'm asking. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, but then you go, oh, that's really bad. And obviously, he's an amazing talent. But then he's next to Gunther. Yeah. The best wrestler in the known universe. <laughs> uh, Lacey Evans cuts a promo complaining about the lack of, comp- sorry, appreciation from the fans. She's scheduled to have a match with Alia, but walks off instead. And Alia's like, all right. Like, she's not annoyed. Yeah, she's like, you know oh, what? Yeah, fine. You know, this was so weird. Lacey Evans started apologizing to everyone she may have offended when she called them all last week. Crowd boozer. So she says, oh, you know, accept my apology. Go to hell then. Then leave so I have to have a match. I'll say this, compared to a lot of the stuff on the show, at least she got reaction. Right. And it's so yeah. weird because it's been a really sudden turn from all the horrible little videos about her horrible childhood. And now she's coming out going, yeah. You don't hear me whining about it, unlike you fat boys and all the other stuff you're uh, saying. It's working. The crowd is reacting to it. Well, she's a natural heel. Yeah. yeah. Did they try and bring her back as a face and then think, what are we doing? I don't know why they would do that, though, because I thought those promos were quite good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Because they were real, yeah. obviously, but um, I think they're going, they're going for Kurt Angle now, aren't they? Like, debuting Kurt Angle, that sort of vibe, and it's yeah. working. But I like that. Like, you know, I'm really sorry for what I said about you last week. Crowd boo. Oh, Sodgers then. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. Yeah, you often, you often see that. Drew McIntyre is supposed to face Sheamus, but Sheamus puts Ridge Holland in the match instead. And in a weird bit, uh, Butch rings the bell himself. Yes, he's the timekeeper for this one. Yeah, and Sheamus is like, what are you doing? So Drew has to fight Butch, uh, even though, in a weird bit, Sheamus versus Drew was advertised again and possibly in tribute to last week when the advertised Sheamus versus Drew didn't happen. Pat and Cole go, wait, what is happening on the show? We've just had uh, Lacey come out and then not wrestle the advertised match. And then this is the second week in the row. This match is not happening. Crazy around here in SmackDown. Yeah. Which I thought was the kind of relaxed commentary you only get with Pat and Cole. Basically going, yeah, we know. That was a good part with Lacey's segment as well. They were like, how are we supposed to react to this lady now? What do we do? We have no idea. So there was very much a theme of like, 
what the bloody hell's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I'm guessing that Sheamus is just going to be put off until SummerSlam to be Drew's opponent, and then Drew will beat him and look strong for <laughs> Wales. Yeah. yeah. So, right? yeah well, Must be long COVID, though. It's a shame, isn't it, for Sheamus? Obviously. Oh, bless him, yeah. yeah. He had a sniffy nose last yeah. week, yeah. It was last, last week. week when you weren't here. He's just like, I've got COVID. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> I can't wrestle. Here's oh, me pal. <laughs> Bridge the fridge. Um, <laughs> the fridge. <laughs> and then Drew went, what happened to your accent? <laughs> um, aye. Uh, I don't know why they couldn't have just kicked the poo out of Drew anyway after Butch rang the bell. Did some sort of shield form when the bell rang? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, very strange segment. Very strange. Apparently Very the strange. week I missed, Drew cut the ropes again. He did, and he set Pyro off oh, by doing so. And Pat even said, wow, it's so crazy, Drew's got that sword. You know, the one that makes Pyro. Yeah. <laughs> he even said it this week. <laughs> These two lads, man. <laughs> Highlight of SmackDown now is Pat and Cole is talking. Uh, backstage, Paul Heyman tries to convince Madcap Moss to injure Theory, because obviously the one didn't work. Moss realizes what Heyman's doing and declines. And he also promises him a scheduled title match against Roman if he does take out Theory. Moss thinks but declines. I don't know why he didn't do it, to be honest. Only the crowd machine reacted for Moss anyway. And it's not oh. like he's turning. And then they had a match. Now this match. You've probably got some thoughts on it as well. They had Madcap Moss versus Austin Theory. I can't remember the last time a crowd was this absurdly quiet for something on WWE TV. These are the stars. This is like when it was like Cena and Orton and Batista coming through. These yeah. are the stars of the future, it, Matthew. Yeah, but Theory... Is disliked, sure, but Madcap Moss is like, all right, we liked you when you were battering Baron Corbin, but now what? They were so, so stunningly quiet during this. It was like, I had to check my volume was on. And then they started chanting, Theory sucks, Theory sucks, in fairness. But then Theory loses by DQ after using the briefcase because Moss has beaten him up. Theory cuts a post-match promo. It actually gets more heat there, it's fair enough. Is interrupted by Sami Zayn, friend of the Bloodline who was here to defend the bloodline's honor. Theory laughs and he goes, what are you going to do? Then the Usos arrive and he goes, uh-oh, and then he runs away, <laughs> which I liked. Probably yeah. the highlight of this episode. What do you think of this match? With the promo beforehand, Mark Catmoss had the golden ticket handed to him. Yeah. It made sense for Theory to say no because he has a different golden ticket. But for Mark Catmoss to go, nah, I don't fancy a made of it against Roman Reigns. No wonder the crowd didn't react yeah. because it well, makes because no he's sense. he's virtuous, Ross. He's a <laughs> no, virtuous man. He's called Mad Cap. Moss. Mm. That just means he's, ah, he's silly. <laughs> Not Foster's Moss like the toilet. Yeah. Uh, theory shoulder blade. I think we should spend a good 10 to 15 oh minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> the peaks oh, and the freaks. Like, yeah, he went. And it popped out yeah. like a cat. He tried to escape. Yeah. Oh, The peak man. and the, he is a freak with a peak. Yeah, one. Aye, just a peak. Yeah. Um, but I thought the match itself, while there was no reaction, as you say, was really, really good. I thought they laid, it, laid, laid their SHIT in. Mark Cat Moss catching right. theory and then falling backwards and then correcting himself into a into a Samoan drop or whatever. No, fall away slam, sorry, was very, very good. But does but but is it good if the crowd doesn't react? Yes, it is. I guess it is still good. I well, suppose. that's what these um, kids are about, you know. It's not about the emotion anymore. It's just about doing your next spot, isn't it? You know? Wow, you're really happiness in a Kevin Nash. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought Mark Cat was good in the match though, apart from his promo. I've written down he's like Giovanni Vinci, but without the finesse. That's not a bad thing. Yeah, fair enough. I couldn't disagree more he's with explosive. it. explosive. Well, yeah, I think he's very good. His character. He needs a new name. He needs a look as well. No, Mike Moss is a good name. It's no, it's like, not. What, what do you do? It's a terrible name. Well, Mad Cap Moss. Moss. It's, like if, it's like if Batista kept being Deacon Batista yeah. or like no, Reverend Devon. Mad Cap Moss is all right, but his gimmick him being in the normal black shorts and not being Mad Cap at all is what's killing him. So he, he, he either needs to get crazy <laughs> or, yeah, you know, change his name to Dull Moss. Richard Moss. 
Richard Moss. That'll do. Yes, fair mm, enough. That'll do. Okay. Sterling Moss. <laughs> and after three months, just Moss. <laughs> yeah, it'll just be Moss, yeah. Imagine yeah. that. Moss. 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 Hey, you might not like me, Moss. but like Moss, I'm going to grow on you. Yes. <laughs> yes. Great. I'm green. Moss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moist. Oh. Moss. <laughs> Angelo Dawkins beats Jimmy Uso in a singles match that Jimmy's shoulder is up on the pinfall. That happens to theory a lot anyway, but that's just because it's <laughs> shoulder blade. Yeah. Uh, yeah, more of the referee shenanigans going on. Alan Pierce then goes, whoa, 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 sweet child of mine. Uh, we need a special guest referee. He didn't just say that, Matthew. He said, nothing worse than losing to a questionable call, which is why we need a special guest referee. I was like, are you taking the piss? In every referee in the company, useless. <laughs> yeah. Bring in Double J. <laughs> he's the one because he's always been like a stand-up guy, a jam-up yeah. guy. He never cheated no. or was aligned with a dodgy referee back in WCW. Yep. That never happened. He's the exact guy for the job. Yep. Made no sense. Jeff <laughs> Jarrett. And it's because they're in Nashville. Nashville. And it's like, okay, this has absolutely nothing to do with the tag teams involved. Is Jarrett pals with Brucey P? He's, for, he's friends with everybody right now. Yes, he is. Because... He's just cropping up. Was the first time he came back for that Royal Rumble when he was like number two? I think so, yeah. Against Elias. He, had the, he had the match against Elias on Raw as well. When he... Was he already announced for the Hall of Fame or not at that point? Maybe. Hall of Fame was 2018 or something like that madness. Oh, I'm sure they... we were abroad when that Hall of oh, Fame. Was that, 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 one? that sparkly jacket. Yes. We were, um, but I just remember he came off of that Royal Rumble and then started punching Elias and everyone went, oh no, his punches are like the best on the roster. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's still got really yes, good punches. That is true. Um, but, well, yeah, Ross is right. Makes no sense, really, does it? Not from the storyline these guys are talking about, from it being in Nashville and bringing right. the stars that matter, aka yeah, but like, everybody what, who's not on the roster. You know, could it not be, I don't know, just Jeff Jarrett and, like, all the proper referees are useless. This is the guy we need to make sure we get a call down yeah. the middle. Who else? Who, that could be somebody else. It should be somebody else. Do you think Jarrett's going to screw the Street Profits? Probably. Okay, fair enough. Slap him right in the nuts. Oh, he's going to be the, the, the crime-fighting referee. Yeah. I don't Yow. know. I don't know. He's going to hit somebody with a guitar like a proper referee should. <laughs> I think he might be a face. He might be. He might. Oh, God. Him. If these two teams show up and get ready to have another classic and the crowd's going, Jared, Jared, <laughs> I'm going to be livid. Well, that was all of Hey, TNA. Double J, give me, you know... <laughs> Yeah, it was just good matches with also Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> <laughs> no, Jarrett's no one good. even paying attention to the match. that's cheering for it. Oh, no. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that. Uh, also, the bump of the match and the bump of the show, my wolf wolf moo moo, was uh, Charles Robinson taking a sweet bump from Jimmy who bumped into him to cause the referee bump. Good God, he flew for like a 50-year-old. Yeah. It's got to be at least that old now. His knees must be non-existent, yet he still moves like he does. Mm. Incredible. But like next, luchador. Next week's SmackDown is going to be massive. Why is that? Next week's SmackDown is going to be huge. Because not only do we have the Beach Collection brought in by MMM, <laughs> we've also got the debut of Maxine Dupree. Sorry, Maxine Dupree. Yes. Who was announced of, for this week, right? Yeah, the, the, the next week. Well, yeah, yeah tomorrow, tonight. Is no, she was, she, Maxine was announced for last week, I think. No, no, I she was. Right? her debut was teased for this week, last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right. But I, I clicked on because I saw it trending on Saturday morning, and you never guess who the leading contender is. To oh, be at this rate, double J. <laughs> Go on, who is it? It's uh, Ginny. Oh, she would make perfect sense. Oh. Right, fair enough then. Fair enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. To be the sister of Max Dupree. Uh, so, sorry, uh, Ginny? 
Shinny, want a vaccine? Well, I mean, that means that <laughs> Gunner will be off to roll then because yeah. Vince, Vince can't have couples on the same brand. Yep. Uh, now, to be fair, he's thrown that out, hasn't he? That rule. Has he? Why? Yeah. Of course he has. Corey, oh, Corey and Carmella are. Oh, yeah. yes. Of Tez course. and Bianca are. Yes. Who else is a couple? They're going to wrestling news now. All of them. Are. Oh, I was going to say. Yeah. My God, I looked at that child today. <laughs> I've looked. I've Me and Tom had a little browse yesterday morning. It is scant. He's taking it to uh, new depths. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh. He's. Oh, I'm not going to be good about that. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll tell you off air. I'll tell you off air. It was horrible. What he's done. Insinuate, right? Insinuate. I'll just. No, oh, God, no, say no, no, I'm not. No, Dad. No, don't do it. Uh, okay, okay. We're moving on. No, Rampage. No, no. Yeah. He doesn't deserve it's it. For the best. I hope he's best. off YouTube soon. He's a disgrace. <laughs> AW Rampage. Final Fest Week 1. The Spooky Pervert Derby. <laughs> it was the Spooky Pervert Derby. And yeah. The House of Black beat Alex Reynolds and John Silver of the Dark Order. Uh, afterwards, Darby Allen attacks Brody King. And Sting comes out for a big stare down with Malachi Black. Ooh. So, this, do you know why this was the Spooky Pervert Derby? Because John Silver tweeted, Chuck Taylor is mad at me because I called the House of Black Spooky Perverts. But... Like two years ago, he called the Dark Order spooky perverts, and now people think I invented the joke, and now he's cross. <laughs> oh, and you know that's it, one hundred percent. Oh, that's true. so true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, you can tell the summer's out because all the goths are out. Like a monster energy <laughs> down the down the green, down the green. Oh, hit they green. Yeah, I don't know why green. I said it like that. So yeah, it was hippie, hippie green. green when it, when our parents were young. Yeah, yeah that's when hippies existed. Now it's, now it's, no, they were, my parents were young in the eighties. Have you seen the plans though for hippie green? Oh. It's going to be hippie pavement. They're going to take away the green. I don't know. You can't take that. away the green. They are. Why? They bloody are. Wow. There's barely any green. You know what else in they're going to do, Matthew? We're talking so about speak. a popular congregation oh, yeah, yeah, spot yeah. in the center of Newcastle. Just outside the square. We actually mean grass, by the way. It's a green. Yeah, it's, a, it's, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not much of a green, like, is it? Just a couple of Well, it won't be much here, longer, yeah. I'm going to get that paved over. And that's why. Wagamamas, if you look for it. We're getting in Newcastle, right? In the River Tyne. So in the gap between Newcastle and Gateshead. Man made gardens in the water. Oh, it's like the future. I don't it's like understand. Final and eventually, these, what's going on? Eventually, these gardens, right, are gonna have like rickety wooden walkways with no barricades and no. No, that's asking for no, trouble. No, to no, stop no, people no. falling at the cesspit, the cesspool, the cesspit. That is the River Tyne. Imagine that. Oh, I guess if it's for people to like have something to grab onto if they have fallen in, that's fair enough. But like, other than that, how does that even work? This for the boats going by. Genius work from the. This is genius work from the the Newcastle publicity board or whatever because that means that there's going to be lads suplexing each other into the water oh. and Newcastle's going to trend monthly at yeah. least yeah. or even worse that one shark a few years ago <laughs> I found it somehow finds itself in the Tyne River it go, no, it was... had a reason to come up and go ooh look at that and then leave yeah anyway but I, that's that's the local news done yeah. um, Rampage River Time, which is also the colour green Dante's Inferno is the best tag team finisher going today Oh, beautiful isn't it Wonderful. Even the singular version, we saw, as we saw on uh, Dynamite, is also beautiful. Mm. I would not like to be a wrestler booked in a match against Brody King and Malachi Black, or just Brody King, and for it to be booked that I'm going to take that move. Is that the head drop pile driver thing? Yeah. What's no, the, just, what's it, the it, it double team version? Oh, right, right. The yeah. double team version is called Dante's Inferno. I don't yeah. know what he calls the singular version. Well, they've all got such cool names. I forget all of them right now. Yeah. Disco Inferno, we'll call it. Yeah, the Disco <laughs> no. Oh, the one thing worse than... Arsehole. <laughs> <Yeah>. mm. <laughs> <laughs> No, but remember a couple of years ago when Tom and I did the, the Keith Lee song? 
he oh, was saying yeah. that that there was the end of the business because two lads were having a beer and having fun. Well, Disco Inferno was yeah, the end of the business. Yeah. <laughs> Cause, cause, oh, well, that's it then. If they're Disco Inferno, just because people found me and Tom weren't entertaining than anything he's ever done. Oh. I used to say, I used, to, I used to say it was so funny that like it would say on some like websites, it would go, "Former WCW star has this to say about AEW." You click and it'd be the Disco Inferno, and you're like, yeah. "Yep, that's who I was thinking." I had a list of fifty names here, and his name wasn't on it when I heard that. Cody Rhodes' finest moment. Forget about Hell in a Cell or the WrestleMania debut. <laughs> it was when he took down Disco on Twitter. Well, I forget what he said in that He tweet. said, like, oh, you're just a pop the boys merchant who's not actually any good and yeah, was never good. Fantastic. Like, wow, Cody, bloody hell. Um, yeah. yeah. In this match, though, shame about Aubrey having to stall her count for that breakup at the end. Ah, uh, that happens in every bloody wrestling match. Ah, it was match. really noticeable, though. Really noticeable. <laughs> it was really bad in the FTR match at Forbidden Door when the referee did the count correctly, but the crowd... Started counting at the time, went, and they started booing the ref, and I'm like, well, uh, "It was the like, cow's fault." Yeah, yeah. I remember. I'm like, I went by that. No, the ref just put his hand down to steady himself when he went to yeah. make the yeah, and they went one, 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 two. Uh, one, two. Uh, and I was like, "No, no, he did it right." Yeah. I'd be so angry if I was that ref. Anyway, uh, Jonathan Gresham successfully retains the Ring of Honor World Title against Lee Moriarty. Sherlock Holmes. That's oh yes. Do you want to hear another joke that bombed last week? As Gresham turned on Moriarty and he says, "Well, in fairness, if I, I know in my British history, I wouldn't trust a guy called Moriarty." I get that. And it got stunned silence. Did it? Yeah, it did because never read it. Oh, about Andrew, never read. And he it. went, "Oh, like that." <laughs> Bless him. He tried. Afterwards, Gresham brags about being the best neck wrestler in the world. He's interrupted by Claudio Castagnoli in the stare down. And it's like, well, they're going to have a match. And then that's that's the build. I've got nothing against Jonathan Gresham, but I tell you what, Claudio Castagnoli better win. Oh, he's got it, surely. He's got to win, and then Debra's got to get jealous when he returns about him having the Ring of Honor title. That's what I want. Oh, I can see that working well if they bothered to sort out if Ring of Honor is going to be its own thing or a little yeah. subdivision in this little thing. It's like the brew crew getting a pay-per-view and call the holly. Oh, that that came out wrong. Jesus, Jesus! I, I like I like the brew. There. I think Adam's in the brew crew. Sam's in the brew. Oh no, Sam's always no. Yes, the Sam doesn't. Who is the official yeah, members? Come on, you know what? Maybe this analogy is backfired. No, this is like asking who Freemasons are. It's a secret society. <laughs> the Freemasons get a pay per view. Yeah, I think the two head on shows are Dan and Owen. That's what I. Gather. I I think Owen certainly, but I don't know if Dan. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. look at him smart. He's yeah, up there. Right, right. So. On a, with all the hype being the little mentions they get from Jack. Ross, you know what? Yeah. And you, yes. Oh, you know what? Off the basis of that, they're going to have their own show and that's the entire build-up as opposed to having a headline bit on a podcast. We'll the headline of a podcast. Owen, Dan, Stop this. Tubman. Luke, I forgot how seriously these Tubman, guys take this. This Joel is not Ryan, going well. John Ryan. Pierce. Oh, yeah, Pierce. Uh, Great. There's only 30 of them. Fantastic. There's a bit, quite a crowd of them. Wait, how many? Is there more people in the brew crew? And there is the what? Ring of Honor. Yeah, sometimes I've had to go into the kitchen, like, for whatever reason, during while the brew crew and they're having a brew. Yeah. And it's always like you get heckled when you go in. They're all like, oh, do you want a brew? They all stand in a circle. Uh, you're you in, in the middle. You enter the, the door. You open the door and you're immediately in the middle of the circle. Yeah. It's a, it's terrifying. Yeah, it is scary. And all wearing the hoodies. Like, brew, brew crew since 02. Yeah. yeah. Just like, like Ring <laughs> of Honor. You can't see their faces. They've all got their robes on. <laughs> They're doing something with like a sword and ceremony and Shit. torches and that. I'm sure they called themselves the schism the other day. The schism. <laughs> yeah, some guys, eyes all gammy. Ugh. Anyway. They're all going monorams. Isn't that XD reference, Dan? Oh, I made it. <laughs> yeah, oh, more of that to come. Oh, yeah. man, I made a Temple of Doom reference in the background. I thought you would have enjoyed it I'm as well. I'm sorry. So they're all chanting monorams, Ram. 
Oh, Temple of Doom. Thank you. Love Temple of Doom. See, I react to crap. What a film. Do you like yes. Indiana Jones? Oh, uh, no, I like the first and the third one. Temple of Doom. It's so um, bad, it's class. Well, Spielberg's even said, wasn't he? He was, wasn't the right mindset when he made that no film. No time for love, Dr. Jones. He That's said he's short, he says. Did he just had a, just had a divorce? <laughs> so I was like, all right, I'm going to make this film bloody and violent and bad things are going to happen to everybody because he just wasn't in a good mood. No, it's got a short round in it. Yeah. Indiana Jones's small child sidekick who can drive. Oh, what a film. Might nominate that next week for the Hall of Fame. Oh, please do. What we should nominate for the Hall of Fame is Brian Cage. Because he was there for this bit. Was he? Oh, because it's part of the... Um, this was the... Tully, Tully oh, he's the prizes. I look back when yeah. his last AEW match was. Try and have a guess. Oh, we're talking 2020, aren't we? 2021. Oh, oh sorry. I forgot 2021. 2021. Um, it was on the Jericho Cruise against uh, Serpentico. And his last proper match for AEW right. was at the start of October 2021. When he lost the FTW Championship to Ricky Starks. That was right. Losing the FTW title. I would love to know what goes on with Brian Cage. Because everywhere he's been, he's been massive and can do all the moves. But always ends up getting either let go or just forgotten. He should have stayed. Okay, well, when he left left Impact Wrestling, it was funny because he didn't say he was. And his wife went on Twitter to say, how dare you? I'm denying that he's leaving Impact Wrestling. Didn't he join AEW. Turn the ground ring announcer. I think so. And, and then Melissa Santos. Yeah. yeah. And then weeks later, he joined AEW. So it was great. But then the week again, I can't wait for more info to come out about this. Like probably years later now, he's been resigned. But when it, we went basically after the AEW title, Taz and Excalibur were doing very relaxed commentary more than once, and they said something like, "Wow, that was a bit of a disappointment that move or whatever." And they'd be like, "Yeah, like Brian Cage." Like, they were saying stuff, not that exact word for word, but like. Ooh. Stuff along that lines, and then that stopped when it was announced that he'd been re-signed. Like, oh, okay, it's oh, not awkward. Oh at god, all. he's going to be in the building. <laughs> yeah, and then Brian Cage, I don't think he's even said anything about like, oh yeah, I'm really happy to be part of AEW. He's just no. like, yep, weird. So weird. Ring of Honor dumping ground. <laughs> Chris Statlander and Athena beat the Renegade Twins. Oh yeah, remember them? They get beaten down by the baddies afterwards. This was a mugging. Like That's a minute long. Saito suplex from Athena was Ooh. nasty. Mm. But I thought it was interesting that Jade would save the body she doesn't want and then lambast the body she doesn't want after saving her. Very interesting. Mm. Mixed signals. Who's the body? Oh, Grey. Layla Grey. Gray. Yeah. Yeah. I like uh, Athena's wings, though. Small bar. Lady, <laughs> Lady There's a bar called Lady Grey. It doesn't matter. That's two for two for yeah. the local references. Yeah. We need to remember we've, we've got people who watch outside of Newcastle. I know. But this is why people want to come to Newcastle and see all the sites. Because we name drop. Jericho Triangle. <laughs> yeah. I love that so We much. had a guy. I thought, were you here with the guy with the, who did the Jericho Triangle? And said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you yeah, were here. Yeah, yeah. Was he you? It was off. It might be when Matthew was off, yeah. Yeah. Go go on. On. It might be me, you, and Fraser. So you sparks would fly when me and Fraser were on the podcast at the same time. <sighs> Love was in the Ross air. Was, no, Ross was, no, violent sparks. <laughs> Ross was trying to get us to argue. He was baiting us, wow. he was. How do you do that? Hello, guys. No, 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 no. It was like, it was like, oh, oh, Jack and Fraser in the same room. Oh, can they coexist? But then Fraser demonstrated the arrogance of youth, youth halfway through, and uh, Ross saw it in action. I'm glad he did. What I felt, was it again? Yeah, oh, I did the, it. Nadal and Djokovic in the final. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't happen. Ah! <laughs> Jack has been waiting for that. That's been a, a bullet in the chamber. He's been no, waiting a cock. No, Fraser's back today. I'm glad because I haven't seen him for a while because he had the move. Yeah. He's fine now, thankfully. So, so was that like you, like, making sure, hey, do you want to just hold this for us? Oh, I've missed out on a... a, a, a would you mind getting Fraser's Twitter up? Oh, no, is this the... We need mean? to share this. Oh. Because his thread the other day, I think oh. it was two days ago, about the flies. 
It's the most enthralling thing I've ever read no, on Twitter never, in my entire life. I thought you were going to say that Fraser, Fraser, since being sort of isolating, has turned into an old man because he was like losing his mind over a party. That, that yeah, the party. It's before the party. Before the party. Keep going. You'll see one about a fly. And then he, he, he got stuck. Uh, there you go. There's the thread there. A fly That's the start just the flew there. into the room through the window and actually exited first time okay. through an open one. I think. Right, so it came in, the window... Two seconds. Two seconds. We're getting there. Through another one. Okay, and then next tweet is? There is. And another's just flown in and is now just proceeding to fly into the only bit of the window that's closed. Personally, how are you feeling now, mate? <laughs> <laughs> Fraser loses his mind. I replied. That was Fraser like... Fraser's Unbelievable, right? Had to be seen and believed. You can tell he had COVID for a while, can you? No, I can completely empathise when you're having like, wow, look at that. That was Fly. A, a brilliant read on Twitter the other day that I should have nominated for the Hall of Fame, but I didn't. There we go. What? Yeah, the, hey, it's Russ. <laughs> Fraser, it's come to be the most thrilling thread I've ever read on this app. It's day six being stuck in the house alone. It's about as thrilling as it gets. Oh, Bless you bonding. That? What's that tip Weird. button about? What's that about? You can give him money. You what? You can get money on Twitter, can you? If you have the tip jar, yeah. Oh, right. You need to sign up for that. He'll uh, be doing that. Oh, you know, just give him money next time yeah. you see him, yeah. <laughs> I've never used it. But, yeah. So, Arrogance of Youth would be a really good tag team name, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fully <laughs> Blanchard's Arrogance of Youth. Or a fragrance. Nah. Okay, fair enough. Backstage, Stokely Hathaway <laughs> tries to recruit Lee Moriarty, but Matt Seidel tells him to get lost. Peace, love, and pro wrestling. Seidel <laughs> <laughs> sets up Moriarty versus Dante Martin next week's Rampage, and the two opponents shake hands. Aw. The Ass Boys explain why they turned on the acclaimed, who interrupt and want to fight. They don't even rap on the way to the ring. No, they're serious. But he's going to ask Bones to scissor him, but get super kicked instead. Aw. The acclaimed clear yeah, the ring. he's daddy ass. Yeah. And he went, scissor me, daddy. Or did he mean scissor me, daddy ass? Yeah. I'm comma, daddy comma, ass. Yeah, daddy ass. Daddy ass. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because as we all know, there is a time that comes when daddy ass needs to drop the hammer. Is that what he said? That's what he said. <laughs> that's, what, that's why the heel turn happened. Because daddy ass needed to drop the hammer. It should carry on AEW. The acclaimed yeah. <laughs> clear the ring and challenge the ass boys to a match. But the ass boys say no. This segment was absolutely class. I loved it. Not even ironically. It was how serious everyone's taking mm. this really silly yeah. feud. And it's great because they're really selling it. It was the bit where the ass boys were like, oh, you want a match now, huh? No. I was like, oh, yeah. I can't wait for the acclaim to get their hands on those ass boys. They're bad ass boys. Because it's going to be a rap battle tonight yes, on Rampage, which is where I sat here. And I think it's the one who's taken part from the ass boys is the ass boys who thinks he is an, act an actual rapper. There's one, of the ass, there's one of the ass boys. If you go on YouTube, I don't know what you'd even search. What's his actual name? Austin Gunn. Austin Gunn. Gun. Austin Gunn rapping. Oh, I'm sure no. he has like actual, like not. Not yeah. jokey raps. Yeah, not jokey. Like Enzo like, Morris. Yeah, like Enzo oh, Morris. It says no. Austin Gunn, a better rapper than John Cena. Question mark, question mark. Question so is he going to actually try? I don't want him to try. I think he's going to try. Oh, that'll be rubbish if he tries. Look at that. Austin Gunn, Spotify. Top right there. Top left, sorry. Don't Incredible. Don't that. Oh, no. <laughs> Told you. <coughs> this is where the very serious, but you know, wink and a nudge feud goes very serious and potentially rubbish. <laughs> yeah. I hope he doesn't take uh, it. It'll seriously. be made redeemed though if they give the mic to Billy and he just sings Ass Man. <laughs> because as we know, wrestlers sing their own themes. Yes, yeah. as we established. In the main event, Lucha Brothers take on Private Party. Uh, Roosh interferes to try and help Private Party, but Lucha's 
Doesn't even Lucha work. Bros win anyway. Yeah, it didn't even work. But I mean, they it can't have them. They can't have Lucha Brothers win lose every single time. Roosh. That was weird. That though. Yeah, but again, Roosh has just done nothing but beating and humiliate them. So I guess they needed something to come back to. It's useless that Roosh. That no, now <laughs> stop it. Uh, but Private Party, uh, they're like Private number Party. like seven on the like the bad guy teams list. AW, and it's like okay, you look at them and they go, I do like them. They're not like bad bad, but they haven't done anything. When AW had a small roster at the start, the very start, everyone was like, these guys. Yeah. They're beating the young bucks and stuff. Yeah. It was class. I feel bad for them. And it's just like, okay, you've well, they've still been part here. of many families and businesses, haven't they, ever since? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrade's, then yeah. Matt Hardy's. Matt Hardy's, then Andrade's, and Matt Hardy's, <laughs> then Andrade's. <Yeah. laughs> or is then, it Matt Hardy's now? I can't remember. They're like the uh, they're like the Stone Roses. Right. Okay, I can do this. Ooh. So the Stone Roses released the Stone Roses released their debut album to much critical acclaim. And then missed the hot point where they should have released a second album because they were tied up in legal battles with their label. They'd signed a rubbish uh, deal or something with their label. I have heard that story. And by the time they released the second album, the hype had kind of died. Yeah. They're like the Stone Roses. They are like the Stone Roses. Wow. Yeah. Thanks, everyone. Cheers. <laughs> <sighs> the good match episode. was good, though. We should say that. Apart from the iffy bit with Roosh. Mm. Mm. It was, you know what? It was all right. I wanted it to be better than it was. The way it works, I love Lucha Brothers so much. And it was just like, yeah, this was uh, a match that happened on AEW. I've written down here, leg drop Ganzo bomb combo from Ray Phoenix. Is that a thing that happens? Because that sounds like a thing that shouldn't be able to happen. It's the, you know, it's not the package pal driver double stop. I can't remember. You mean? Whatever that is, though. Whatever that's in reference to. Ganzo bomb. Uh, I, I guess. Because you can call it a butterfly, butterfly suplex or double underhook, whatever, into a pal driver. And he could do a leg drop as it's going on. Yeah. Mm. But I mean, Oh, yeah, I guess a Ganzo bomb is that in a way, but you don't sit down. Moves are easy. <laughs> yeah. Calling it the right name is the hard bit. Monday Night Raw. Here we go. Oh, my. He sat down. This evening, the role of Joe Casey will be played by Titus O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well done, Jack. Thank You're you. back. Cheers. Titus O'Neil opens the show. It gets a good pop. And talks about all the charitable things WWE do. He says that WWE is a safe haven for everyone. That's all these notes say. Sorry, I, I thought yeah, we were yeah, going no worries, yeah, 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 yeah. O'Neill opened the show and spoke about his role as a three global ambassador. This is a Hall of Famer, O'Neill, obviously. Before he suddenly claimed the company spreads goodness and goodwill, which is why, quote, you'll never hear us talk about politics or religion or any other subject matter that's divisive. Yes, you because will. Yes, you will. Regardless of your, no, yeah, regardless of your race, your economic status, or your nationality, this is a place that we deserve to have a safe haven. <laughs> this is a place that WWE wants us to simply make sure that we all have a good time. The crowd reacted by chatting, USA! <laughs> How are <they> lads? <laughs> all right. I actually felt Lots sick. Of Go on, Ross. I actually felt sick watching this promo. I felt sorry for Titus. I hope they paid him a lovely big Brucey bonus for putting himself through that. Because obviously, take Titus out the ring, you put Vince McMahon in there. He's just going, look at all the good things that we do with me at the helm, basically. Yeah. It was like a Boris Johnson oh. speech. Party gates going on, but look at all the things we've done over there. It was very much like that, and I felt sick watching it. It was <laughs> awful. Look at all we, we do for the servicemen and women around the world. Mm. <sighs> Give over, man, will you? I mean, I'm not denying they do do those things, but just say that because, like, Everything going on in the background, yeah. but let's focus on all of that weird stream. You'll never hear us mention anything to do with race, religion, or... Oh, yeah, that oh, was a good one. Vince Meanwhile, hi, Arnold. I am Gunther, the evil German. <laughs> I'm Seth Rollins, the visionary. <laughs> I'm Jason Jordan, based on a joke about... 
Yeah, like you obviously can go back in time. There's obviously loads of things that contradict that. Oh, so yeah, many. But like, but even nowadays, like politics, religion, people are like, "Boo, gender, you stink." You know, like, yeah, amazing. I like to think of it, and I don't know why I thought this, but I'll try and be positive because, on one hand, it is beyond hilarious just seeing them. Like, hey, come on now, we're in this together, right? You know, the other stuff they've been having with Vince, and now there's even more accusations every week, and all this stuff's happening. But I like to think this is raw. When it, there is way, a very convoluted way of saying. Look, you know, there's other good people who work here, right? You know, don't just judge us because of what's happening with Vince. It's uh, a big 180 in terms of tactics from Vince himself going out and going, I don't care. Damn it. And then, well, he didn't say that, but it was body men. To now Titus going, we're really good, actually. And also, the fact it came from Titus, the man who Vince tried to fire yeah. after he touched him. It's crazy. You see, they're all on, they're on the stage. I forget why they're on the stage to begin it's with. Daniel Bryan's retirement, wasn't it? Daniel Bryan's retirement. And uh, Tice was said something like, hey, like, hey, hey, Vince, let your daughter go first or something. And Vince was like, no, let her go. And it was like, yep. Yeah. Oh, I'm fired. It's like, no, no, for the love of God. Like, I think Tom was saying on the news, or someone was saying that apparently that the time, I didn't remember what time of year that was. Apparently Titus missed out on a WrestleMania payday. 32, yeah. Oh. Primetime players were a thing back then. Missed out. He made his move and he lost his million dollar move. Yeah, yeah did. And now, yeah, Ty's been like, hey, come on, guys, I'm a global ambassador, which, you know, means I'm going to kiss ass, which the, comes uh, to the job territory, I guess. The, but the it was comments just... on the YouTube video for this were ridiculous. They still have the comments on. Oh, yeah. well, I'm yeah, amazed yeah, they didn't switch your comments well, off. They were clearly very monitored. Because the top comments were all like, I'm so glad Titus has got this new role of global ambassador. He's such an awesome and great guy. And yeah. it was just that like 10 times. I was like, what's going on? Mm. Yeah. Amazing. And you know what? Like, just like when Vince came out and Raw and SmackDown crowd, yay! Uh, That's why we're here, folks. Why do you think we bought a ticket? Because we, we hate the product so much. Well, people yep. who go to wrestling shows, I guess the majority of the audience aren't. Yeah. Smarky Twitter, smarks, marks. They just take their kids to see the rest. I, I guess. I don't know. That's uh, weird. Yeah. Depends what town. I guess if it happened, like, I don't know, Tony Khan had some sort of weird. You know? uh, it's America. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, again, the, the weird thing is, in AW, if Tony Khan had some sort of weird scandal, you know there'd be people in the crowd going to AW shows because that type of audience, you know. Hey, it's Tony Khan, the guy. Boom! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look at what happened to Brian Kendrick. Like he was about it, and then rumors surfaced, and then they had to like. Oh. No, those were those. Well, yeah. Vince would have had him win money in the past. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah, this is a weird way though. Also, it was most um, interesting thing to happen on this episode of Raw. So, Becky Lynch cuts a promo calling herself the Big Time Bex Express. She's a train engine now. She's a steely right. ginger locomotive. Get off the railway when the pain trains coming through. I can't remember what they used to say when Braun Strowman was running around the ring. Yeah. Choo choo. Get off the tracks when the pain trains. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And saying she'll beat the winner of tonight's title match at SummerSlam, she's interviewed by Bianca Belair, who then says, yeah, you hope, better hope that train will go back to Ireland. It's not how trains work. Who's interviewed by Carmella. Did she say that? Um, yeah. Did you just say that? No, she, said, no, she said they'll get the train, that back, train back to Ireland. that train goes back to Ireland. That was good. Becky attacks Bianca and hits the manhandle slam. Bianca successfully defends her title against Carmella in a match where the title could have changed hands via countout. Which made sense because it happened last week, but it was a bit like, wait, have I missed a segment here? Did, did Pierce or somebody okay <clears> this? But it didn't matter, and no one thought it was going to happen anyway. But at least they attempted 
to make but it they did the beat more. down yeah. bit, so it was like yeah. a bit of doubt was in your mind. But uh, the segment was going well. I thought Becky's promo was good with, with all the station names and the appreciation yeah. station. It was all going well. And then she was like, this is the story about me and my redemption, hitting rock bottom and coming back. Yeah, yeah. And then Bianca came out and was like, no, this is about my redemption. SummerSlam happened and WrestleMania didn't. But it did happen, yeah. Bianca. We also your redemption. Yeah, we've seen this story already. That's the big theme of SummerSlam this year. It's just WrestleMania Rewind. It's WrestleMania Backlash. Yes, it is. That's a good name for a show. <laughs> Someone should call on that. But no, uh, I did like that, though, going, this is my redemption. It's like, no, it's mine, idiot. Yeah. yeah. Even though you're right, she has had it, but it was a, a good week for feuds going on longer than he had to. Ganon back for seconds. Yeah. You know, I felt so good, I thought I'd do it again. Backstage, the Street Profits are entered by MVP and almost. Oh, no. The Profits want a tag match, but MVP wants a singles match between Dawkins and almost instead. Later, MB trips Dawkins during the match and gets almost DQ'd in like a minute. Can we just say sorry? We've missed the biggest bit of that opening segment. And that's when Becky dropped the title at the feet of Bianca at the end Ooh. of the segment. It's a shooter. Shoot. Oh. That's what the entirety of Twitter was saying. I was saw. that not a throw? Oh, were they really? <laughs> oh, because of the Charlotte, <laughs> yeah, Charlotte thing. Oh, you know what? I've been paying, paying much attention to Twitter this week because um, I need to delete my account. I hate it so much. <laughs> it's, it's a really good way of making you do it. Gifgas notified me that uh, I'd gone over my, my limit for the. Uh, bandwidth usage for the month and I went wow and I scrolled up the last time I done that was October 2019 I went oh. okay great doing good there and I put uh, I didn't get the, the, the gift bag I put a tenner on on credit and I don't know what that did exactly but then I woke up the next day and it said you have used £10 I went what? How? I used a tenner's credit in a day I made one phone call that lasted like 30 seconds and I, I don't know what I did but I went alright you can check on your phone saying what you're using your bandwidth on and it was Twitter. Uh, oh, and I'm like, okay, that's a sign. So if you send me a message, I'm not applying to stuff. It's just because I went, okay, you're not worth paying a tender a day for. Bloody hell. Um, yeah, a heavy bill, that. Like. I couldn't believe it. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> Very tempted to uninstall it off my phone, but just keep on my PC instead. So yeah, be missed out on that. But that was a good bit of juicy gossip then. Yeah, it was a shoot. <clears throat> she dropped was. the title of their feet. She hates her in real life. Oh, you heard it here first. Well, not on Twitter here. Yeah. Anyway, later MVP trips Dawkins during the match. Get oh, I've already said that. Adam Pierce turns it into a tag match, which the Street Profits win by DQ. A few shows interfere because apparently we're going back to 2018 Raw, where every match is a singles match and a tag match. Yes. The Street Profits are beaten down. And Uso stand tall with the tag belts. No double J because he's getting ready for his match with Ric Flair. <laughs> yeah. I don't like how people heels, especially now, don't really know the rules. Because last week we had Carmella holding the title up, which set up the match this week where you, she could have won the title via counter, which was okay. Mm. But in the moment there, she looked stupid. And MVP going, what are you doing, man? I did nothing wrong. As I touched the guy in the ring with the referee watching me. I don't like that. They've got brains, these heels. They're not silly. Well, MVP, Carmella at least suits her personality. She's, she's greatest. She's the greatest with a great ass. Oh, she said that. Yeah, yeah, and she says she's a well. bad ass with a nice ass. It's a nice ass, oh, whatever. <laughs> So I was just saying there, so apparently with that name, then she may have lost the battle, but she's winning the war. Uh, <laughs> MVP, at least, if he gets caught, what's he going to do? Yeah, I did it. Gonna, uh, of course he's going to go, well, what are you talking about, ref? What? Yeah, it's the way he was acting. It was just like he was saying he did nothing wrong, even though the referee was just looking at him. Normally mm. the heels do when the referee's back's turned. It's like they don't know the rules anymore, yeah. these heels. It's disgusting. Just oh, want them to be cleverer. Rah, rah. But Omos, I thought Omos, well, I don't know if it was more Tez or more Omos. I assume it was more Tez, because I thought Omos looked very good throwing him around. Or Amos, as Kevin Nash likes to call him on this podcast. Amos. Yeah. Oh, wow. One man like goalkeeper, Ben Amos. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nash said that he came in the last time he was involved with her. He was going down there to help, hey, almost do this. 
Yeah. Make sure you have one hand in your pocket the entire time during <laughs> promos. Do five other moves. Get the Vaseline. Put it on your chest. <laughs> and it's then time for the Kevin Owens show. Well, especially guest Riddle. Owen says... Why doesn't he just have the Vaseline next to him? Why has he got a strategic... Because that's too much. Because then you've got to... Apparently, according to him, ah, ah, because you've got to take it out. With, I'll tell you why. Because, ah, yeah, because ah. unless you're going to yeah, yeah. pin down the bottle the Vaseline. <laughs> oh, just the Vaseline. Is it not in like a... Sneezed out there. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, well, sorry. I think we're overthinking this. I mean, Kevin Ash certainly did. Good all mean, that trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Owen says he's been on a nature retreat learning to be calm after getting so angry about Ezekiel slash Elias. Obviously two different people. Owens pitches the idea of a bro KO tag team, the Riddle. And Riddle goes, that's a great idea, but you're the least trustworthy person in the entire roster. Which yeah. goes, yay! Riddle is ambushed by his summer opponent, Seth Rollins, who says, no, I'm the most untrustworthy <laughs> person in the entire roster. Stomps him once, waits for him to get up, goes, yeah, and then does it again. Yes. And then backstage, a gloating Seth is confronted by Ezekiel, who... Once a match. Oh man. Getting <laughs> oh man. Poor Ezekiel Ross, why are you? Up oh. until that point, that was going really well because I'm commenting more on like on reactions the crowd are getting because I'm noticing them because there is a disturbing lack of heat for some of the people on WTV. Uh but on Raw, obviously I say things about Seth Rollins. He's like, nah. uh, I used to have good promos, now I just make these just funny little noises. At least the crowd go wild for him. Because he's good. Some people are cheering him, some people are booing him. So he's a heel face, face a heel. But he's not. At least he's a heel. He's Stop getting it. heat. He's a heel. Listen to that crowd reaction. That doesn't mean every he's a week face. they boo and Kevin, cheer him. Kevin Owens is a face. Kevin Owens gets to cheer every week. He's a heel. Heels are cool, yes. Matthew. Heels are cool. It's like the NWO. I want to be like the bad yeah, guys. Oh. Apart from Kevin Nash. All right, bitch off. Yeah, so I'll say this though. I'm trying to give him a compliment though. Seth is getting a hell of a reaction oh, yes, from the crowd. Yeah, very entertaining, very good at his job. Best work of his career. Uh, but the. <laughs> Apart <laughs> from 2015, seven, oh yeah, apart from that one. Mm. Yeah. Um, but I like the yeah, the segment was going well because everyone made sense. Because yep. Kurt was like, "I'm a trustworthy guy." Riddle was like, "No, you're not." But then Kurt was like, "You trust you Randy can... Orton? Yep, <laughs> he's a literal so snake. Yeah, um, <laughs> a literal snake, <laughs> an actual snake." But then Ezekiel, right? Yeah, I can't anymore <laughs> unless he is going to be the three faces of whatever his real name is, Schoolamulio, or whatever his real name is. His surname is a very lovely surname, Sculio, something like that. Scoliosis. Uh, him being backstage and saying verbiage like, "Who?" Do, this is to Rollins what yeah, he said. On. Who do you think you are out there stomping Riddle with no regard for his body, doing whatever you want, whenever you want? That's not how it's going to work. Come yes. on now. He's Fiery nothing. Wow, he said that all off the top of his own head. He's nothing. He's wow. nothing, the man. It's weird. He's, he's got no character. No. No. He's got no, his character only works with Kevin Owens, and it works right. brilliantly, but he can't do that for like 52 weeks a year. So no. now his gimmick is Madcap Moss, but on Raw. Uh, <laughs> especially after he lost to Rollins at Clean as a Whistle a few weeks ago. So then we'll skip ahead. Seth a, Rollins beats Ezekiel in a singles match. I remember again. Rollins and Ezekiel or Elias having a pay-per-view singles match a few years ago. They did, and it was, and it was a very underrated little match. The best Ezekiel match I've ever seen. Elias match. Yes, sorry, Elias match. <laughs> It's easy to get them You're only human, Jack. If you want to know what Ezekiel's character is, look no further than Ezekiel's brand new Titantron, everybody. Okay. Because I've written down what it says, just splattered everywhere in like cartoony font all over the big Tron. It says good catchphrases like Zeking out, speak with Zeke, Zeke. Who wants to hear Zeke speak? Zeked up, Zeke freak. 
That's what it says. Dotted everywhere on his Titantron. I don't know if Dan can like, maybe find uh, Ezekiel Titantron and just put the, the search to this week. It might show up. But it's just dotted everywhere. And that's his character. Who wants to hear oh. Zeke speak? Zeked up. Zeke. Zeked up. What is he meant to be? What is this? Is his mom called Ezekiel. <laughs> he hasn't even said any of these things. Nah. You have to change it to this week somehow. Um, but it was, oh man, it's really bad. <laughs> it's not going to show up as it's typical bloody technology, yeah, but it's awful. He needs a gimmick and it needs to happen soon. That You've is got a gimmick. song called uh, Watch Wrestling, don't know, I'm joking. <laughs> 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 oh no. We're going to go. Yeah. But, so, Riddle, uh, Riddle uh, Rollins has settled well, but, there needs to be more people in this position on Raw and SmackDown where, all right, we need this guy to lose to someone else, so there's Heath, but not someone we're trying to push at the same time. I it's weird that Ezekiel would be like, hey, it's Ezekiel, and then just lose twice to Rollins. You'd think they'll be more protecting of guys yeah. like that. Even if they're not doing them currently, you think they're going to do something with them. Is but losing to Rollins twice isn't going to help. Is this a push for Ezekiel? No. no. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like, all right, we need you to, you know, Make this guy look good. It's like, yeah, but aren't I supposed to be looking good? It's like, no, not really. I think he's reached, Very his, weird. He's reached his ceiling already. God. Go back to being Elias, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give his brother there? a call. No, no, just... <laughs> <laughs> it, would, it would be saved if it was, like, just him rotating through the three characters. With the, with that the, would work. Elrod yeah. thrown in there as well, and Elrod and his... What's uh, your fascination with Elrod? I just wonder who you he is. You feel like you never... You've, you really were hurt by them not revealing who Elrod was. I like a story to play out to its fruition. Yeah, fair What enough. if Elrod... Showed up and like joined Judgment Day, and then like every week they say they see Ezekiel. It's like, all right, and it's like, no, that's my brother. Yeah. Like, no, we need you for six months. Like, no, I don't like you guys. Like, oh, we haven't got time for this. Like, we could have the same storyline with every other member yeah. of the roster for from now until the end of time. Yeah, and it would be fine. Honest. <laughs> <laughs> Damian Priest beats Rey Mysterio. Uh, but before that... Good, he's beat that dirty heel, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> Good, the cheating get. Before Bad father, that, cheater. Balor <laughs> Filthy makes... animal, back in the day. <laughs> That's right. Balor makes it clear that the Judgment Day, because they're down Rhea Ripley, also got rid of Edge, they need, they declare, they demand Dominic Mysterio to judge the Judgment Day. Why would you want Dominic in any of your groups? Oh, they see the potential in him. He's rubbish. He's not rubbish. He's not we rubbish. had potential when he first came in. It's like, oh, you're just at that level then. Oh, He's cack. No, he's, he's not. He's, he's not, not like... Oh, cack. come he's on. Not like, he's not like David Flair. There's not like that big a gap in the ability. Not far off. No, no, he's no. Just, he, needs, he, needs a, he needs to be more than just Ray's son. I think that's what the issue is. But Ray keeps clinging on to him. This is my theory entirely. It's my speculation. <laughs> They've tried to turn him and Ray on each other. Multiple times now, yeah. and then Ray comes out in the press and goes, "I don't want to ever wrestle my son." And I bet Dom's like, "Maybe just once, like, yeah. can I batter you, please?" Yeah, but... Ray's like an old PC that needs an external hard drive. He's taking off the load up. Dave Meltzer's PC. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Ray Mysterio is Dave Meltzer's PC, <laughs> which makes no sense unless you've seen that clip where Dave Meltzer's <laughs> PC gets turned on. Yeah, be like, wait, that's how I heard. My PC do that was like 98. Does anyone else oh, yeah, it's just the, uh, the the sound card running out. It's like, what? Does anyone else get a, like a Pavlovian response or anyone similar to our of our generation? Get a similar response when you hear the MSN. Mm. I get like a... 
Just a longing of like friends. I feel like I'm 14. That's what oh, they, they used old. to be like. <laughs> when you log out of uh, Windows XP. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one. But the MSM one, for some reason, on the last, ding, there's like a doof underneath yeah. it. It's weird. It just does something. Like the Skins theme tune. Bing, oh. bing, 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 bing. Oh, Effie. Not no, the wrestler. I wasn't like oh. Effie. <laughs> oh, God. I wasn't a fan of what her. What do you mean? You don't like her? I didn't think she was a nice person. Oh, that didn't matter. <laughs> I was more of a oh, Chris was my Chris was the boy. I liked Chris. Yeah, until he started doing the stuff with the teacher. I mean, that was his own toward, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. Who's yeah. lad who went and on? He died. To, um, didn't he? He, died. he died. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's lad who went on to become. Um, he was in Game of Thrones. Actor. What? Was Game of Thrones. He was in Game of Thrones. Who's, who's Beast in X Men? I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's him. He was Gendry or whatever in the guy who played. Game of um, I can't remember. Oh, what Game is of his Thrones. real name Nick? I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, like, t- um, Tony. Tony. Yeah. yeah. Tony uh, Tone. Nick, yeah, uh, Tone. the one from About a Boy. I don't know. The Hugh Grant film. He's the little boy in About a Boy. Maybe. I don't know. Is he? <laughs> yeah, Tim. You can tell. If you look at him, you can tell it's him. What's he called? Nick Holt, maybe? Nicholas Holt, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, He's the little him. boy in About a Boy, yeah. I've never heard him. Oh. 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 And then the other one I was can't in... tell looking about that. An- Anwar was in Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, he was. Oh, yeah, yeah. Won yeah, Oscars yeah. and stuff. Oh, yeah. Just what's being, what's like... Effie doing now? <laughs> oh god yeah you can tell that yeah bloody she hell was in the, oh, okay. she was in uh, Plan B video <laughs> said I loved you boy oh, I she was in uh, was it Candy as well Robbie Williams she was yeah. she was in that as well her what second name is Candy hey oh. ho her second that weird thing she's made of yeah hi hey ho if anyone else John got Jones. any skins memories drop them in the comments god. down below god remember like dreaming of smoking a tab eh? <laughs> how badass they were yeah listening to the to the fools and then Crystal Castle Cook, Cook went, oh wow now we're talking. Cook went to that uh, pirate party didn't he Mackenzie what's his face he was a pirate on yeah, yeah. the Paris of the Caribbean the guy from the office yeah yeah, yeah. Gareth yep. Gareth yeah he went to his party Aye. oh man memories there eh? yeah then season 3 or generation 3 was awful when there was like high, like American high school it was like that there oh. was the jocks oh, no, I was didn't watch it from then on No, but their yeah. performance the first Version of skins. Yeah, That's the most yeah, important thing. The world of wrestling. Sid. Also, apparently they tried to do an American version of yeah, it, and the Americans like, "What? All these kids doing drugs and get up to that type of thing? That's that's what? It's disgusting." Yeah. We're like, "Oh yeah, sorry. You guys have normal childhood." If you yeah. haven't seen it though, <laughs> the, the first <laughs> incarnation of skins, their performance, their group performance of wild, uh, wild, wild world, world. wild yeah, world, yeah, Cat Stevens, yeah. Stevens. When, the uh, bus driver when sings. Tony gets hit by a bus, yeah. yeah. That's, uh, Nice surrealist ending to the first season. Yeah. Second season. They revealed ends... that it was Rikishi driving the. It was Rikishi oh, driving the bus. Sorry. Second season ends with Sid. Really bad for Sid flies off to sorry. New York, and MGMT's "Time to Pretend" is playing in the background. But then on the DVD, they had to use a different. It was oh. like it was like when they replaced Rob Van Dam's. It's like when they replaced Walk with a different song in the network. Do you know the X Factors? Yeah, no, you know X Factors theme is censored on the network. No. Apart from. No, to play the WWE version though. Because I had two, didn't the X Factor? No, no, they it's completely, the, completely. The Uncle like, Cracker one, then they're like, no, no, it's a completely <laughs> edited because obviously the audio is all weird. But apart from the end of one particularly boring singles match of X Pac, where it's kept on after the match, which we assumed, me and Tom, we watched it, that the guy who's responsible for doing the checks went, oh, I'm sick of this. <laughs> Fast forward, whatever. No one's going to be caring about this. But uh, Rey Mysterio. Yes, Rey Mysterio. After the match, Priest and Balor pre- prepared to hit Rey with the concerto, which I think was a bit harsh considering how cool that Rey's edge was to Rey. Oh, yeah. oh man, uh, the, pop, the pop and the snap. Yeah. Uh, but offered Dom the chance to save his dad if he joins their stable. 
presumably to carry their bags. Dom reluctantly agrees, but the JD were just kidding and attacking with chairs. Lay the JD say they'll destroy the mysterious next week on the 20th anniversary of Ray's WWE debut. I'm sure you will, lads. Oh, what better time than for Dom to kick his dad in the bollocks? Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Go on, Dom. The yeah, rascal mullet. It's finally gonna happen, please. What the devil is that? I don't know what's happening. There's another moment in podcast history where we can hear really loud noises that people at home can't hear. Yeah. They might have been able to hear that one. Maybe rampaging up the stairs. Something's happening upstairs. The entire Jericho Appreciation Society's up uh, the stairs at the same uh, time. Well, not all of this. them. Yeah. Well, <laughs> oh God. Via uh, Mahan interrupts a backstage interview by saying. Oh. <laughs> He's done. Yeah. Stick a fork in that man. It's over. <laughs> it didn't even begin, and it's finished already. Yeah. <laughs> Boo. And walks off. He laughed. And he laughed. How, <laughs> how many months is he going to do this for before we get an answer? Imagine or, if he walks at the reins. Do you remember Shelton Benjamin would do creepy little smiles? Yeah. You know, one time, and we're still talking about it. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like it was more shots. than one time. Was yeah. it once? I remember them one remember time. The, it was like, like different coloured backgrounds. Oh. I'm going to make a thing of it. And then yeah, yeah it, it's almost like when they shot the show before they had special effects or something. It's like pretend there's a giant burger in front of you. You're going to eat it. And it's, <laughs> just show it as it is. It's like, oh. The Miz is interviewed and says he doesn't want to reveal any of the surprises he has planned for Logan Paul tonight on Miz TV. Any multiple of the surprises. There was one surprise and it was... The same man who runs in on every Miz TV. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah. Theory cuts a promo about cashing in after Reigns versus Lesnar at SummerSlam. He's interrupted by AJ Styles, who wants to teach him some respect. We get another creepy vignette before the match, which yes. AJ wins via count out after Ziggler. Hey, he's back. Super kicks Theory on the outside. AJ hits a Styles clash on Theory while Ziggler watches on. Bloody love Dolph Ziggler. I'm going to show the world. I'm going to need him to be a bit more happy, me. Dolph, Mr. Zigglypuff. Oh, really? Being a little silly goose at the moment, isn't he? Because <laughs> he's walking out there, baby face, obviously, because he keeps attacking theory. But he's dressed in his suit. He's very mm. like uh, solemn. I think the might the word yeah. might be just miserable. Then he, he attacks the baby face. Well, he's got a mission. More, you know, he's like the elite hunter, Ooh. Kazarian. <laughs> dressed, dressed similar as well in the suit. He's absolutely knocked. He's actually doing. Oh, he's he's actually stuff. getting his target. Yeah, the theory yeah. hunter. Yes. So is this just a because Theory now has got that, that old curse of once you win the briefcase, you start losing. It's a weird thing, yeah, isn't it? Just yeah. so we're up to date, Theory has a match at SummerSlam with Bobby Lashley. Oh, God, yeah. It was supposed to be against John Cena. That's not happening. Was it? Was that ever? Uh, was Sorry, everyone said that. And I well, think I mean, just, there was, there was, the only person that, that for me, had sure. any hints and stuff like that. Uh, right now, we can just fit it in wherever Cena's free, yeah, I true. think. And then... Oh, congratulations, John, by the way. Oh, go on. Got married. I did he? Oh, Congrats. To a lady. <laughs> I don't know what her name is. Oh, that's nice of him. Yeah. It was this week, though. Oh, great. Probably should have been the new section. Yeah. It's, it... <laughs> Good, I missed it. He's barely in wrestling these days. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's happening. He's also talking about cashing in the money in the bank against whoever wins that. And he's also feuding with Dolph Ziggler. He's a busy bloke. Yes, he is. And he's feuding with Smiling. Dolph Ziggler? No. Theory. theory is feuding with smiling. with smiling. The concept of smiling. So you said Ziggler was being... That would Hall of Fame no, one week. Theory is feuding with smiling. Go he on. Can't, he, he's like Stephanie McMahon when it comes to smiling. Terrifying. Oh, because of that. Yeah. Oh, yes. We got there in the end. Sorry. Thank God for that. that. Let's move the Thank bollocks you. on. Again, I'll <laughs> one. Everyone Ross pretends to like, oh, I did a bad thing, so Matthew looks fantastic. 
Asuka teams up with Alexa Bliss and Dana Brooke to take on Tamina Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. <sighs> Reggie's in the crowd, which distracts Dana and allows Tazawa to become the 24-7 champion. Tazawa is pinned by Nikki, who is pinned by Bliss, who is pinned by Dewdrop, who is pinned by Tamina, who is pinned by Dana, who runs off the belt. Asuka wins the actual match by submitting Nikki. Your thoughts, Ross? Alexa Bliss was happy when she realized her team won the match. <laughs> mere, se- mere seconds after she lost a championship in the World Wrestling Entertainment. <laughs> yeah, but the, it's like a... It's like a I don't a, know what it is anymore. She like saw a, the commentary like a, and saw Corey wasn't there. <laughs> very it's like a top-of-the-league clash, but like both teams... It's a six-pointer, but it's a draw in the end. So both teams are sort of happy, but not... It's a load of bollocks, isn't it? Yeah. And I think they need to just... If they're going to can any title, which I know there's rumours flying around at the moment that they've canned a certain championship oh. down in NXT, if there's one that needs to go, it's the 24-7. Yeah. Because I don't know what the segments are, but they're the same every time. And every week, no matter where they are, no one reacts. I don't yeah. think it's the title's fault. They could, <laughs> If they wanted to use the title well, they could. They don't. don't. Yeah. yeah, they don't. That would yeah. require effort. So yeah. just had the same old, ah, that person pinned that person. And it's this this match could have happened. This result could have happened any any time the last three years. Yeah. So uh, Logan Paul arrives for Miz TV and refuses to team up with the Miz, again challenging him for SummerSlam. Miz refuses, saying that Logan is a rookie who hasn't earned the right to challenge him. Logan says that he'll be back next week to host his own talk show segment called <sighs> Im- Ooh, Impulsive TV. Well, that's the name of his podcast. Wow, that just rolls off the tongue. They argue over the size of Miz's balls, because that's his gimmick right now, and get into a brawl, with Champa joining in to help Miz. Surprise. Logan fights his way out and heads up the ramp, and the match is made official for SummerSlam. And that was the headline bit. Yes. Logan Paul. What do you think the reaction to him? Well, initially, it was booed out the building. But then after the segment, where first and foremost, right... Logan Paul actually like held his own with the Miz in a, a back and forth promo and didn't feel like he was a fish up a tree. I thought he sounded more like a wrestler than half the roster does these days, which is a sad thing to say, but it's true. I, 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 it's a mercy killing. That sentence was a mercy killing. He sounded like a wrestler. He was really good, and his double leg takedown with the Miz. Hmm. That's collegiate wrestling. He has a collegiate skill. wrestling background. Yeah. He does. Yeah. I don't. I, I mean. Obviously, we've said before, my only exposure to Logan Paul before WrestleMania and the entire build of that was what he did back in the day, which no one likes him for, obvious, for obvious reasons. But now, it's they might be on the brink of getting him cheered because the, the sentiment, I thought, turned in the crowd because they were booing him and it was like, I mean, it, it's a nice effects <laughs> pedal there. Cheers. But it's an interesting thing to think about. They might be able to do this one thing with The Miz who could get booed against anybody. Like you can get anybody in the other corner. Puppet Pupp- Jack, the crowd be going wild for if you wrestled him. He'd be able to do that. If he's not against the Miz, and this is going to be a long-term thing, he is going to be a fish of a tree, as you said. Mm. And it is interesting because the type of fans that go to these shows, I don't know, we still don't know how much crossover there is. Right. Obviously, they're likely to be loads in the thousands and so on. If it's so little but, kids, they'll be like, it's Logan Paul. Yeah, but if it's going to be the, the grown-ass Once adults we get a summer holding up signs that say Final Fantasy VIII's overrated or whatever. Yeah, they're not. Oh, going it's good. he's going to be booed out the bloody butt. I think they've... It's too late now, but they should have just kept him heel. Apparently, he didn't want to be a heel, but it's like, <laughs> oh, wait, you're Logan Paul. Like, come on, play the game. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, yeah, in your in his world, he's a mega face, obviously, but well, this yeah. is wrestling. But he's a natural he's a natural heel. Yeah. I remember that match at WrestleMania, there's a bit where he, he's done the three amigos and that, and then he looks down the camera and does like an evil smile. I'm like, he's got it. He's a natural yeah. heel. You know why he was grinning? Because he realized his three amigos was better than nearly anybody else's in WWE. It was class. <laughs> yeah. Damn good for that. That's why, given the devil is due, yeah. Yeah. He had three amigos, and I went, all right, here we go. Another tribute. 
Wait, that was way better than anybody else doing it. That was better than Finn's. And I hate <laughs> to say that. <laughs> I really thought oh, I, saying, don't, I don't like saying I that. Say I am not happy. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it brings me no joy whatsoever to say it, but I'm not going to, you know. His frog splash I, was good because he's a big boy. Well, yeah. it was more of just a splash than a frog splash, but it, he's, Still, a, he's yeah. a big lad, but he, oof. Yeah. yeah. For a first match, wasn't bad. Yeah. All celebrities say... now. I'd hate to be a celebrity trying to get into wrestling business now because Stan is oh, like at least four stars. The pressure's on Tyson Fury, let me tell you. <laughs> oh. If he's going to be at the clash at the castle, the pressure's on Tyson. He will... won't care, will he? <laughs> I will... No. He's no Kevin Gates. We'll get to him oh, yeah. later on. Oh, the guy in the front row. Yeah. Yes. Took me a second. Well, we're now proper Kevin Gates. Come on. Yeah. Before going to that, any other thoughts on Raw, Jack? Um, not really. I, I just think the show is, like you say, a lot of people don't get good crowd reactions. And I've, it feels like there's everyone else, and then they'd be like the upper mid card. But there's no, it's like there's no upper mid card now. It's like, yeah, they're all trained losses and wins with each other anyway on a weekly well, basis. Yeah, so it's, it's just them, and then the mega stars like Logan Paul. Yeah, it, was a, it was a missable episode. We're on the brink of change because I think it's the next role. It's the first role that's uh, TV fourteen. Do you think we'll see a big difference? A huge slice of new. Nah, we'll just get a few more bitches, won't we? Yeah, <laughs> a, f- a few. Oh, more and you can't wait, Ross. A few more people saying bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll just get a few more. It's so casual. We'll just, just get a few more bitches. Bring the bitches in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bollocks. <sighs> but now here comes the main event. NXT 2.0. Grab your bitch. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. uh, sweet bin music. <laughs> JD McDonough. Oh, Madonna. I swear some I swear Grimes called him Madonna. That's what I'm He's just got him. a massive head, hasn't he? JD <laughs> really Madonna. Funny. His head is huge, and his hair makes his head even huger. Fantastic. Wins the opening match against Cameron Grimes. Uh, How does he win it? Why? With a headbutt, of course. And he does that weird, like, like he's on a dance floor in the 60s doing some sort of, like, he goes, like, and pulls the lady back in and throws him over his shoulder, just like in the 60s on a dance floor. You know what I mean, though? The I, know you. <laughs> I don't know what dance it is. The Pasadoble. I don't know what dance it is. I don't want Strictly Come Dancing. Like what a Carter does. Yeah, I... But he doesn't bring them twelve. He just oh, whatever. Ross, shut up. It was a really nice match. This one. Oh yeah, crowd loved it. <laughs> Joe Gacy loves the match so much because oh. he's watching the match from the regal position. Yeah, himself. I never know what to call that in the notes. Like yeah. the platform. We can, can we yeah. call it the someone like the something. The cherry picker. Ah, uh, he is a Who? cherry picker. It's not toxic attractions area, is it? That's like a private. They've got no, they've got a different one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Not going where Joe Gacy's gone. Uh, later in the night, Grimes throw a tantrum backstage about his recent defeat. Uh, much later on and it, oh, yes, much later on. it's good because they're like he's like oh so you lost or not? I know I lost I know I lost leave me alone yeah, go I want to go home he knows Graham's watching shows he knows how bad the backstage interviews can be for Prodden and by he- the way JD McDonough some of the stuff he was doing in this match one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on same goes for healthcare that's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalo was brilliant. The little leg scissor takedown mm. and spinny thing over the top rope. Never seen that done before. Wrestler. We all yeah. know he's a good wrestler. I just I find him funny. <laughs> he's got a massive head on him. It's not because he's got a massive head. <laughs> he really has a big head. Because in the notes last week, he was on about, uh, what was it, like kicking a man when they're down. And mm. I was like, that's the only way he can do a move because he's that small. <laughs> but then he gets in the ring and stands next to Cameron Grimes. And he's the same height as Cameron Grimes, but his shoulders are like level yeah. with Cameron Grimes' diaphragm. You know what it is? <laughs> the rest of he's he's a real-life Funko Pop. <laughs> I can't tell how tall Cameron Grimes is because I swear he was at that WrestleCon, wrestling media con we were at. And I swear he was deceptively tall. I think he was, I remember being like but then I've stood next to. Lower than, I thought he was like my height. But then I've stood yeah. next to Devlin or McDonough. And I'm taller than him. But then I think Grimes was, I was like, I can't work this out. Maybe there's lifts in boots situation. Like Carnival of Mirrors, isn't it? Uh. Cora Jade cuts a promo, a promo explaining why she turned on Roxanne Perez after a mere 30 days of teaming up. She calls Perez selfish for wanting the women's title so soon after they won the tag belts. It's really belts. true. It is true. Now it's she's got, uh, uh, now she's going to become the number one contender and begin the generation of Jade. The genesis of, she <laughs> the beginning of the era of. She throws her tag belt in the bin with the camera getting a good old look at the bin and leaves. Protein crisps. They were in the bin. Yep. That's realistic, that for wrestling. Yeah. Yeah, you usually <laughs> have to go all the way to Japan for them. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. It, she reminded, because I was saying last week going, how on earth can this lady who sounds like a 12-year-old be a heel? But she put some sassy bass in her voice and it was very reminiscent of AJ Lee. Very authoritative. But I, I thought, thought her attire later on was very reminiscent of Paige. Mm. I put here, this was such a quick and abrupt turn without warning. You'd think she was a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. But uh, Pause. Yeah, uh, oh. yeah, that's right. Yo. Me, yeah, yeah, I'm in the gun club. Listen. <laughs> Yo, you're going to say the L. So, I'm going to say the W. That was such a quick interruption. You look like a BMW. <laughs> <laughs> oh! oh! <laughs> yeah, in the shots of the crowd, like the ones in this, watching her say this, going, oh! One was just Googling that turning one. circle of a BMW. Yeah. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. Can I just... But, uh, I people have overreacted to the, the, the belt bit, Go I on. Think. Because, you know, she's not going to team up like in the future with Roxanne so of course you're probably going to throw the title in the bin I've seen a lot of people saying that that's a oh they've, they've ended the championships that's a message to Tom Sasha and Naomi they're gonna end the, oh yeah. not that it was a message to, yeah, this is on that. social Twitter media was, oh, yeah. of course and it's that, like but... it's not man. It, it, she's a, a person who has brought in her friend her friend has said that she wanted to share dreams with her but the friend has now tried to usurp her to get into the championship picture which she wants anyway and now she's not going to tag team with her pal she's just throwing the tag team title in the bin I reckon next week Roxanne will get a new tag team partner and they'll be the tag team champions. What do you think? Fine. Yeah. Oh. I don't think it's the end of the titles necessarily. That wasn't made mm. clear at all. Mm. I think a lot of people are overreacting. I, I think that... <laughs> first like of all, you, Jade. I yeah. love that you've stood up for no. WWE. That's really yes. good. As we Cheers. all do. Ha. As we all should. But no, I this think... This is a safe haven. 
I think you're I think you're right in theory, but at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if this is actually just them trying to shuffle the tag titles off. Mm. Next week, maybe Cora will destroy the other tag belt. She's got maybe. a history of when she was like when she was like Wiley e. Coyote, or like she was trapping the toxic attraction in nets and in bins and stuff. Oh, the good old days. And then she got in Mandy's car. She was gonna spray paint Mandy's car, but instead went. No, I'm going to drive the car. And then she got in the car and Mandy beat her up. <laughs> she couldn't see if the dashboard was really embarrassing. Well, well, Jade's not that small. Because in terms of the, you know, the, as we said last week, didn't we? The, the women's tag team division in NXT, there's at least five of them. Mm. Stacked. The Cowie Yeah, girls. that's why I was with. We, Ivy one... Island team, Paxton. Oh, yeah, yeah the, uh, the the dancing, sa- uh, what's he called? Sanger. Yeah. Sanger's lasses. Feroz mm. and... Yeah. Yeah, I forget, <laughs> yeah. I forget what their names are. Elisa Leone and Valentina yeah. Ferros. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, uh, whether that's happening, Diamond Mine. Oh, did Plus. I say them? Yeah. Ivan right. Island, Tim Patrick. Oh, you've already said them, sorry. Uh, Fan wow. Henley and any of her horses. <laughs> <laughs> the women's are going to yeah. Wendy Chew with anybody. That's yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 So there's plenty going on. So if they got rid of those titles, or is one of these things of synergy, well, I should NXT have these title belts if they want. We don't know yet. And I thought. This happened because, well, Triple H is here. He's one of those like creators who's gone, all right, so what's happened since I got, oh, no, I don't like that idea. Let's just change this immediately now I've taken over. But then that's been disproven that's because Triple H though. is not in charge. So it's like, oh, okay then. And instead, Shawn Michaels just borrowing from his playbook and having is Shawn Corey Michaels, Jericho, ah, what a pittance. Is Shawn Michaels in charge? Or is Brucey e. P and them in charge? And Shawn Michaels is just... The puppet dictator of their... <laughs> so I thought it was Vince and Bruce were more hands-on. I now, think it might That be. was the story at the start of the, the colourful era. <laughs> the paint-spattered yeah. era. Who knows? But I thought some of it was good, what she was saying, the reasoning was like, okay, that's sound. Her uh, delivery of it was weird because she just turned fully evil. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. shut up! It's like, wait, wait, all right, hang on. Like she's well, sick of it. The... Yeah, but then she was having to go, everybody else going, yeah, that's right. Because we all you like fans Roxanne. can stick it, brother. We all like Roxanne more. <laughs> the turn is really quick, but I'm now more invested in Cora J. Yeah. As a human. Yeah. yeah. Uh, backstage, Zion Quinn says, oh, dear. Says, hey, that was a good promo. And then goes, yeah. It does, yeah, he actually did. He's yeah. like, oh, thank you. And uh, says, he doesn't rate his opponent next week. Apollo Cruz. He says, the X Factor bow, will be on display. And it says, yo, you're doing the X Factor. It's going to be next week. The X Factor are coming. The X Factor will be in full display. I don't think you can. Zion Quinn's like, you you want a compliment after doing a good promo from Zion Quinn because he knows a thing or two about a good promo. I I think he's the new Dull Hudson. I miss chivalrous gentlemen, Zion Quinn, who would beat up men backstage who didn't hold the door open for women and stuff. (laughs) That was brilliant. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Now he just tells people to run it straight and also doesn't rate Apollo Crews. And loses lots of matches. Yes. He crap he, he buried, right? He buried Apollo <gasps> Cruz. That's the word. Because he, he said him, it's not gonna mean as much. I know. He said, like, oh, if Apollo can see it in the future, how didn't he see me gonna attack him from the rear? Now it's like true. you've actually yeah. said some truth there. Yeah, you bastard. True. <laughs> you've well, buried we've, Apollo we've in that new seen, gimmick. We've only seen Apollo's power used in videos that he may well have made himself. <laughs> it's just home he's just had what's it called? Premier Dan. Premier Pro? Yeah. <laughs> I've only been doing this for years. Yeah, bless Pre- you. Premier. It, yeah, it's the leading video editing software. Is it Premier Pro? Adobe Premier Pro. Yeah. Oh, is he more of a Sony cloud? Vegas you know kind of guy? The only time I ever interact with Premier in my life is when I hear one of the editors go, Premier has crashed, <laughs> which apparently go. happens quite a lot. Anyway. Yeah. Just imagine Apollo now making those videos in his bedroom <laughs> yeah, yeah, on his yeah. own. <laughs> this is good. Realizing it's, realizing it's a lot of work. That's why he's only seen two of these segments. Uh-huh. Uh, 
Ready Strong his takes third, on his third video is going to start with Yo guys, sorry I haven't been on the channel for a while. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Apollo <laughs> Cruise. <laughs> and it's all it's like, hey, can place your votes for this and poll. Everyone's underneath. Well, if you'd see the future, why don't you do this poll? It's like, oh, all right, I'll put in the Patreon. <laughs> Not worth it. Ready Strong takes on Damon Kemp. After Damon Kemp responds, oh, sorry, Ray Strong responds to Damon Kemp's challenge from last week. At Skamal Grappling here until near the end, Tony D'Angelo appears on the Tron as his gang beat down the Creed brothers. Kemp is distracted, which allows Ray to win and then go, hey, let's go get him. Class. <laughs> Love that. That was a lovely little finish there. But then we get later on to skip ahead. We then get the United Diamond Mine going, you get. Yeah, absolute get. We're going to batter you yeah. so badly. Don't you know how good we are? And I'm like, Tony, you're the stupidest man in NXT. <laughs> they were a week away from splitting up, and now you've united them all, and they're yeah. going to kick your heads in. Because yeah. I thought I thought it was going to add more to the, the breaking up, because yeah. Ronnie's been like, you don't know what you're doing, Creed. And then he'd be like, oh, yeah, they he he beat you up there. That's a good thing. I'm telling you, you don't know what you're doing. Listen to me. But it went the other way completely. But the diamond, the, the diamond the, mine is forever. The beauty of NXT is yeah. just don't know where they're going to go, do you? Almost as if somebody <laughs> has come backstage. At you. Oh, actually, that's not what's happened. Fair enough. <laughs> it was really contradictory, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I like backstage going, yo, I made, I made a little mistake there. Another example of how Vince and Bruce are on board here because Vince, uh, sorry, Wade on commentary saying that this snowflake generation can't handle the benevol benevolent dictator that Roddy Strong was and is. There's a line that Wade what? didn't come up with. No, you know what? I genuinely think he did come up with that. <laughs> I think that's a Wade classic. He was on about his tallywhacker all the time in this match as well. I was like, what the fuck? See, you were all over more, the shop. More Wade writing. Has he been listening to a bit of William Regal on oh, Or Kevin Nash. So I've called, <laughs> I've called Tony here a uh, gabba goof. Hey. Oh. But can I just say, hey. Martin Kemp shades of Jeff Cobb multiple times during mm. that match, throwing people around with the. Th oh, yeah. he's the good one out of the two. He's the good brother out of him and Gable. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. I think no one's gonna argue with that. No. Right. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Pretty deadly. They looked class. Yeah, they Dressed look as sexy cowboys with the John Morrison entrance, the slow mo. That's, no, it's their entrance, not John Morrison's. Oh, well. <laughs> Oh, come on, man. You guys could be talking about skin. I could talk about 08 John Morrison. Uh, in their effort to win the back the NXT UK tag titles against BJ and BJ. Uh, <laughs> Hello, BJ and JB. I've got it written down here. Okay. I've actually gotten down here. They're the BJ tag champions. So I must have had one thing in my Not mind there. bloody um, BJ. Brooks Jensen's never seen a blowjob in his life. <laughs> That's his gimmick. That's his gimmick. That's his He's gimmick, a wanking yeah. virgin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> a wanking virgin cowboy who likes beer and meat. <laughs> Wade Barrett's writing your lines now. Wade Barrett in this um, one. How did we never? The video's not out yet, but we didn't nominate. We didn't nominate Bruce yeah. Jensen for gimmick of the year. It's a massive over. Oh, no. <laughs> Damn it. Speaking of Wade, though, here's a quote from him in this match. Uh, pretty deadly. I put in the sex back in Essex like characters from my favorite movie, Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Fair enough. Go on, Wade. He's trying hard this way. Uh, <laughs> it was a do you, want a quote, well. do you want a quote from the crowd? Inexplicably, at some point in the match, uh, tighty whitey. <laughs> I also one bloke who tried to do a USA chant by himself, but he went USA, USA. <laughs> Emphasize the S. Never heard that done. <laughs> no one joined States. in. Even the Americans like that's a really bad USA chant. <laughs> uh, BJ retain after attempt at using the belts backfires mm. as Brooke Jensen grabbed the no. The last grab the belts from them, and then follow Henley. I've called I've called her Brooke Jensen. That's not right. No. And then to uh, as they try and get the belts away, 
He then walks into a big-ass lariat from BJ. Yeah. Uh, Wade starts crying and really points out uh, her interfering in that match is what cost them the tag titles. Yeah, dissension. Dissension at the bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think BJ in this match, that was my Brooks Jensen, uh, a good hot tag. I didn't know this before this matchup. When he got in there, it was like prime big cast. Okay. I was yeah. shocked <laughs> to realize that BJ... We were in full agreement there. That was supposed to be a funny line, wasn't it? But we were all like, yeah, no. Yeah, he did do a good hot tag that Good hot tag, yeah. I was shocked that JB and BJ were the NXT UK Tag Team Champions. Oh, you've made... <laughs> right. Because yeah. I was away, but also apparently... I might have just they might have done it when I was here and I just right, wasn't right. paying attention to NXT. You know how they've sometimes brought in main roster dudes to be around in NXT, like Apollo Crews and Italian Zoom. Cassiasono. And Cassiasono. That yeah. That did happen, that's, yeah. That's a relevant one. Um now they've been sending people from NXT 2.0 to NXT UK. And because they had to vacate the tag titles due to injury, uh, they just sent out Ashton Smith and his partner. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you who it is off the top of my head. I don't watch NXT Marvel UK. Humes. Yeah, we go. Uh, they had JLS. <laughs> they had uh, BJ and BJ win them. So they came back, and so obviously, pretty deadly, they rocked up to this cowboy bar. And went, hey! Yeah, that's <laughs> class. Yeah. Oh, I can't believe I missed that. There was a scuffle, no bounces on the scene. <laughs> And then BJ and JB bought the entire bar a drink, which I thought was a bit too was far. This yeah, they couldn't have afforded that next to UK. Was this bar meant to be in or America? America. Oh, it was oh, American. American all. BJ, JB and uh, Fallon's bar. Oh, bar. Yeah, it's their oh. bar. They own the bar. So yeah. they, they are the bar. I like the idea of Pretty Deadly doing that. It's like, speaking of the A-team, which you mentioned at the start of this episode, mm. uh, there's apparently, I've never seen it myself, I've just seen the clip in question. Apparently there's an A-team episode where Boy George is the special oh, guest. Oh, God. And yeah, then yeah. at the end... On the A-team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. I know, I know you're about to go. <laughs> like, little pale 80s, like, drugged-up <laughs> boy. And at the end, they're all, he puts on a Boy George concert in, like, a barn or, like, a, in a very American locale. And it's just, like, <laughs> Mr. T's there, like... <laughs> Boy George. Yeah. <laughs> while he's singing, he's like rocking away. Like, what song is he singing? Comedian. <laughs> <laughs> and just oh all these big God, American muscle lads going like, yeah, yeah, there it is. <laughs> oh. It's like peak, like druggy. Yeah. <laughs> Look how happy he is. <laughs> They're all just like, bad God, boy George. <laughs> <laughs> he must stink. <laughs> Look at Mr. T's face there. <laughs> I thought everyone was resigned. I don't know if resigned is the right word to use there to pretty deadly winning the titles and taking them back. Shame. Yeah. Because I, I'm shocked they didn't. Me too, actually. Yeah. 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 They've right. stolen our belts, lads. The finish was put together wonderfully, though. Yeah. Wonderfully timed. Because mm. it was a lot of teasers. I said they did do the hot tag very well. And then the tease at the end like, oh, here we go. Oh, no, not, not quite. And then just walked in that bush. Not the best tease of the night, though. That's still to come. Okay. My God. I was nearly in tears in one of the matches, but then I had a big smile on my face. Well, I was in tears at this next segment. <laughs> uh, Same. Joe Gacy reveals the identities of the Jad, which I thought were Schism. Schism's the tag no, the team. Schism... It's just those two together, they're no, no, Schism. The Schism no? is the faction, the three of them. All oh, right. With oh, more. but the Jad are the tag. Oh, okay, right. Schism isn't spelled like I've put S-K-I-Z-M. It's Schism, I think. It's... It right. popped up on Joe Gacy's name. Well, the space. actual Spanish schism. I think so. Yeah, because yeah. I, I said last week, Jack, and I'll say it this week to see if we get even last reaction because I love it when no one reacts. Uh, they're called schism because they're a bunch of tools. That joke was aimed at Jack when he I wasn't here. To that last week. Oh, he did, God oh, bless you. Oh, is there yeah. a song by Tool called Schism? Yeah, they had an album. Sam would have loved it. Oh, he loves I'm going to do that every week. 
if it's you two lads next week and hear it again. Uh, I, tell, okay. I listen to two lads. I just don't know what any of the songs sorry. are called. I don't know why I thought I'd need to say that. I'm very sorry. Anyway, you know what? Disregard that. It's the former it's, Grizzled it's like Young Veterans. Big, is it like their biggest song as well? It's the biggest album. Album. Oh, God. I don't know anything See? about Tool. <laughs> I'm sure their fans are very reasonable people and will allow my own. Green's very own, Ross. Yes, as we people suspected, because they're off TV at the same time these big old hoodies arrived. Yeah, it is the Grizzled Young Veterans. Now known as Jim G. Drake is Rip Fowler. And Zach Gibson is other way around. Yeah, is right. Sorry, pick your pun. Yeah, Drake is Jagger Reed. And Zach Gibson no longer has his name or facial hair, or his eye, and is now known as Rip Fowler. Well, Fowler, like Robbie Fowler. Of course, of course. Also, have you seen on Twitter, Mr. Drake, he took a photo of himself uh, like a lovely sunny day outside and was luxury Florida flat or whatever going, ah, it's a shame I can't return to wrestling. Could be off for a few more months, it looks like. Uh... People need going, is this you? He's like, who's that? <laughs> so well done for keeping that up. I feel bad for the grizzled vets. They didn't need a change at all. They could have been the same. The only way out of this is if the UKK and himself, what was it? Flip Fowler? What was his name? What's Zach Gibson's new name? I've forgotten. Rip oh, Fowler. Rip Fowler. Rip Fowler. If he overtakes Joe Gacy as the leader of the schism, that's the only way out of this. And he says, less of this bollocks. I'm going back to the arsehole that I was before. Why because would you change? That was the Zach big Gibson. worry for Zach Gibson, wasn't it? Going over there is it they just wouldn't get it. Because it's he's very much right. like, you know, we get it because, you know, he's from over here. And he's like very, very good. And it turned out that translated very well. It did. And then it didn't. Because <laughs> they didn't use him properly. Um, yeah. I don't know why they didn't take a step back and look at Zach Gibson. Because it is just Kane, isn't it? It's, he's Kane. He's the UK Kane. It goes the UK, like but they can't involve... Um, Politics now on their product called Titus O'Neill. So now they have Rip Fowler. <laughs> I met some scouts on holiday. Did you? They were they, were they upset they? about this? Uh, they weren't wrestling fans. Not but anymore. But they were at the bar that Jake runs. They were oh. there. Yeah, yeah. I went to the toilet, came back. My girlfriend was talking to her last. And she went, yeah, right there. You know what I mean? I was like, oh, no. Here we go. It's an orange. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they were a lovely couple called uh, Jay and Kelly. And uh, asked Jay whether he was an Everton or a Liverpool fan. He went, the Reds. It's like, all oh, right, okay. The arrogance of red. Yeah. They're so, they're, they love having a good team. The second best team in the country, in fact. What am I doing? You know what the scary thing is about the schism? Is it the look of the gimmick? No. No, okay. What it's that it? many more will join under the schism. No, tree. no, no. And the first one will be Cameron Grimes. Yes, he will. That is going to happen. That is going to happen. Joe's been... Because Joe Gacy's yeah. been bothering him backstage. Yeah. Many it more. Might be, might be like a Daniel Bryan in the Wyatt situation where he, he realizes, no, I don't want this. I want to be with my own self again. Yes. But many more will join under the schism tree. Do you reckon? That's what you said. I don't think it will. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll go Cameron Grimes, any woman, and then that'll be it. I mean, he, he mentioned as well that... Uh, J- oh, the grizzled young vets are the pillars of inclusions and, and acceptance. So there's two pillars there. You need four for a house. So at least two more people need to join. Tawe and Kawada yeah. will join. <laughs> Imagine if Motiko Barbar herself just became a manager. Oh my God. <laughs> I hope she gets a reference every week now. But yeah, that is it's the, a shame. Uh, the I hope that, that This is the big letdown from NXT 2.0 is, has been Joe Gacy. Yeah, whether it be woke, soy boy, whatever it was, political commentary from Vince yeah. McMahon, or this new scary man who's just doing a crap Bray Wyatt impersonation. Mm. I disagree. 
I think there would be far worse letdowns in NXT. Go on. Go on, then. Saray, Kushida, Von uh, Braun. Kushida wasn't a letdown. Jacket time was Just, fun. Uh, they um, wore jackets and told the oh, time. Oh, yeah, right. I've got a jacket time. Right. Um, <laughs> weird, <laughs> Gargano's weird exit where Grayson Waller battered him and then I didn't really go anywhere. That built a star. <laughs> Right, are there any more do I have to Yeah, a large gaseous object. Sarai's fantastic as well. She's got a gem from her granny. Where's she been? I, she, I don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> Probably Polishing a gem. Her granny. LA yeah. Knight. What was that about? Oh, the most charismatic man in the entire world. He kept losing. The Rock. <sighs> yeah. Thanks, Joe. Where's Lee? Talked about wanting revenge on Grace Waller and then Trick Williams. Late in the barbershop, Carmelo is, isn't impressed with potential challenges for his title. Trick says he's interested in the winner of Walla versus Wes. Yeah, fair enough. Let's just build into more stuff. Yep. Trick has a feud, a singles feud now, and Carmelo Hayes doesn't raid anybody else. So there we go. That was like a Street Profits main roster promo, I thought, because just they advertised everybody else but themselves. Yeah, they had, to, they had to give exposition to the rest of the show. I'm like, okay, is yeah. that what they're doing For now? those of you who didn't watch last week, here is the scene currently yeah. in NXT. Sorry if you think all the signs are going all over the place. Let's catch you up. <laughs> uh, Bron Breaker cuts a promo calling out JD Madonna. And again, is it, it does Bron usually sound exactly like the Steiners? Or is yes. it only when he's really mad? No, I think he sounds more like them when he's a bit All pissed. the time, isn't he? Oh, yeah. JD appears on the Tron and demonstrates on a mannequin how he'll exploit Bron's <laughs> shoulder injury. And again, J, uh, Bron Breaker even said, I know you're like a surgeon. And then he's like, oh, it's funny you say that. And got that model out, started doing stuff. And he's just like, yeah, well, I'm no dummy. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> freaks. You know, and uh, then he just left and says, I'm going to do, I'm going to beat you up here, here, and here, and here. <laughs> I thought it was a wonderful attempt by J.D. McDonough to be a creepy surgeon fella who he's meant to be scared of. Because he was trying but it like, with the eyes, wasn't he? He was trying to look through you with uh, his uh, eyes. Scared fella. But when I, I was looking at him. Peel back your skin later. <laughs> I thought he looked like a young <laughs> a young boy with a beard stuck on. <laughs> I think I could take dummy. I think I could take JD McDonough in a fight. Even with his creepy human centipede doctor vibes that he's got going on at the moment. Yeah, but wait, what <coughs> did I bling? First time we saw him and he's a car driving around going, Heart I'm JD. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. And the next week he's like, house. Yeah, I'm a surgeon. I'm really, I'm really <laughs> smart about body. Well, this is it. Day by by day, he's a surgeon. By oh. night, he's got a nice penthouse. He's got a car that you forwarded through the surgery work, and he's a restaurant on the side. JD McDonough is. Do you remember Tomorrow Never Dies, Matthew? Yes. He's Mr. Stamper. Oh. He knows where all the chakras are located, yeah. and he's got all of his tools, and he's going to torture you. And in that. He likes to drive his car around. And that's a rare James Bond where the henchman outlives the big body. Just. Bond kills Elliot Carver first, but then Mr. Stamper's still alive, to, uh, still alive I think. Ah, Mr. No, Stamper. No. Dan's nodding. No, do they? I thought they got Stamper with the big drill thing. He gets Carver with the big drill thing. Give the people what they want, Elliot. How do they get rid of Stamper? Can't remember. But he's still alive, I think. I thought they did Stamper. I thought oh. he was the last one he's got to kill off. Like you might T be right. In Living Let's You might be right, actually. Wow, he's got me there. Love a bit of Bond. Beat me a Bond. Oh, no. Bond's aged horrifically. I'm, I'm, I'm losing at home. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm a big Bond head as well. No, JD is a big head. <laughs> that was Did crap. <laughs> It is huge, though, isn't it? <laughs> we see a video recap of Cum beating up Solo Sokoa in the SmackDown car park. So, you know, Kevin Nash knows all about Cum and Solo. So. <laughs> it does, because he masturbates. This is the street champ, huh? I just put the street <laughs> champ on his ass. That's 
the issue way, with Come Tuesday is that he needs to say every word that was on the script. He can't just sort of merge words together like mm. a human would. This is the street champer. This is the street champer. <laughs> this is the <laughs> street champer. <laughs> that's, that's, that's him, is it? Yeah. That's the street champ, is it? Mm. Uh, <laughs> Your first attempt yeah. was like a sort of like a, a beat poet. It was, uh, <laughs> imagine you with like dark sunglasses and a hat yeah. on stage. Oh, that's me. Every oh, Sunday. The street champ. This confirms that the NXT parking lot is the most dangerous place on earth, yeah, by the does, way. Yeah. Oh, back it was, back back was it? It was the SmackDown oh, car park. Oh, God, because yeah. they had the camera and there's like, Literally, he was interviewed. He's like, hey, when are you going to SmackDown? <laughs> like, to make it look like it's a real like interviewer person. He's just walking along. It was a, an attempt. But of the two, I hope it's Solo who goes to SmackDown and not Cum, because Cum's not ready. I didn't want to bring it up, but there is a report that Cum oh, no. is on a dark tape and no, not no, on a recorded not. bit. He can't be. For SmackDown. No. Come on. No, no. Yeah. Be his name. He can't be. It's not happening. He's not ready. You can't talk. If they brought up Come Tuesday before Solo <laughs> or Cameron, that's staggering. Cameron but, needs you know, they to did go. for one week and then he put him back down and realized he needed some more cooking. He was, but, no, he was, he was good in his role yes, as a security guard standing there doing this. <laughs> oh, if he does, does that on the main <laughs> roster, it'll be fine. He's good. Cameron needs to go at the main roster, though. Because if they're not going to make him the champion, he's finished. He's done everything. We don't, yeah. we don't need to see him in the, Yeah. He's going to be in the schism. We don't need to see him in the Stop schism. Stop him. We no. Do. We don't need to. <laughs> No more in the schism. The schism's full. Do you know how to wave the people that don't want to leave NXT 2.0? They go, you know what? I like I like being in this position. I don't want to go to the main roster. Bad things happen. They go, okay, you either go on Raw and lose to Ezekiel three times in a month, or you join schism. He's like, you know what? I've always liked Monday Night Raw. See you next week. Axiom wins his NXT debut against Dante Chen. Uh, he gets a very flashy entrance where he goes through time. Uh, presuming to say hello to Apollo Crews who went left instead of right. Why would he do it just in his entrance? Why not the match as well? He would run rings around <laughs> his opponents. He'd be like one of them. Makes no sense. Mortal Kombat robots. Yes, yes. he would. Um, well then. Uh, uh, but go on. Do you see Chelsea Green on Twitter? No. Did she pitch usually. to be like his superhero no, sidekick no. or something? She tweeted saying, hang on, this is exactly the gimmick that Deonna Perazzo pitched to them. Oh. And then Diana Perazzo went like, yes, lol, it was. Now in Chelsea Green have revealed that Diana Perazzo came up with Axiom for herself, presumably. And uh, they've What, it. called Axiom? No, I just think that it was like a math genius who knows about angles and... Because Diana Perazzo oh. is the virtuosa, isn't she? Okay. She's all about submissions and stuff. So I imagine that would be a sort of pitch she would come up mm. with. I mean, I don't know if it's like because in one of the Spider-Man recent films, there's the scene where he's dealing with Doctor Strange and he goes, all oh, right, I can't beat you because of magic, but wait, I can just use physics because he's actually really good at maths oh, and science right. and stuff like yeah. that and actually manages to trick him and stuff like that. But, cool. That sounds cool. And if you're going to, you know, these giant Marvel films that makes a lot of money yeah, yeah, yeah. that no one else apart from me watches. Uh, Fraser does, but he watches the other, all of them. And that's because he's an arrogant youth. And then I ask him, um, I ask him if they're good and sometimes they'll go really good and sometimes I go, it wasn't that good. But he still watches every one. Like us I know, yeah, you know what? I think. I need to stop doing that as well because I saw the new Thor and I was just like, "No, Fraser yep, always." That was exactly like the, what I thought it was going to be. Nothing more, nothing less. And I'm going to do anything else. Fraser now. leads the excursions here at Cultaholic. He's always like, "Anyone want to go and see a film yeah. or a play?" Let's go to the theatre. Yeah, let's go to the theatre, just like that. <laughs> theatre. He didn't do that. Sam calls yes, it the theatre. 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 Like in the more Greek old-fashioned yeah, I assume that's because Sam's trained in film studies and that sort of thing. Oh, yeah. You know what? If there is a proper way of saying it. You are as well, aren't you, Dan? You're a film study boy. How do you say it? Theatre. 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 It's quite mad. Theatre. It's good. Sam will see Othello and me and him go see Chuckle Brothers. 
Um, so careful now. Um, but I don't think Axiom... What's your favourite film of all time? Oh, really? It's oh. Life, man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Connery, you're okay. Oh, 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 oh man. <laughs> oh. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> what a classic. Yep. I've never seen it myself. Oh, it's magnificent. You've seen the, it? I've read the plot synopsis. Every bloody Christmas I've day. Oh, I hate you so no, much. It's one of those ones that everyone knows what it's about. Even if yeah, you've yeah, yeah. Seen it. yeah. Back, back to Axiom, though. Oh, yeah, sorry. Because I don't think this works when you, you said are... said he was better than A-Kid. Isn't a gimmick? Better than A-Kid, yeah. No, but I don't no. think Axiom as a gimmick works when you're meant to be a superhero, right? And I've said this stuff about the Edmonds, which makes no sense to start with. But that's besides mm. the point. I can see mm. why they can't do that in live wrestling matches, right? But I don't think that when you've got normal humans like Apollo Crews and Giovanni Vinci that can do more impressive things than you, it works that you're a superhero. I get what you're saying, yeah. You know what I mean? To be, you're saying to be a superhero, you've got to be like Pac. Yeah, or Ricochet. Someone you, can do, you can do things that others can't. Whereas A-Kids, But I mean, again, the thing is, he's using his big head. He's Batman. He's not got any powers, but he wears right, a wacky right. costume. So if he over- <laughs> <laughs> his dad's rich. Yeah. So if he's able to overcome things like that because he's smart and not because he's like got superpowers, then that would make sense. But yeah. I, I, I get what you're saying, though. However, A-Kid is very talented and very good at what he does. I'm not saying he's not talented. I'm just saying there's people who are more than he. That, Especially on the XT2.0 roster. We didn't get very much um, in terms of, you know, equations and whatnot in this match. It was just like a normal match, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> he should just hit him with a calculator. Yeah. But uh, that, that would be a good weapon. One of those Casio ones from back oh. in the day. Yeah. They would hurt. Big boys, then. Oh. Oh. I've seen Oogs have nothing to add. But no, uh, Dante Chen. Oh, no, I know exactly oh, about yeah. that. Yeah. But uh, mine came with a manual, and if you hit him with the manual, that would have hurt him as well. Oh, it was a big wow. old one. But Dante Chen, obviously the most polite sneak attack in all of wrestling. Yes. Very politely losing here. Looking good in the process. Yeah. yeah. It was a good match. It was a good match. Wasn't blown away by the gimmicks. Debut in the in-ring action. <laughs> Everyone knows the better ones. Superheroes come with the sequels anyway. In the uh, car park, a, a fan asked for a selfie with Giovanni Vinci. He takes one with only himself and Shaw. Brilliant. Yes. He then asks for another one, and he goes, no. <laughs> he then tries to leave, but the Chase U students arrive on a bus and block his path. Thea Hale annoys Vinci by getting her fingerprints on his windows, and they're like, she's, like, she's too much. Her. <laughs> Doesn't matter if you're friends with her, stranger like Giovanni Vinci is, she's, like a, she's everywhere, like a fly. <laughs> and, and also, he wouldn't need as sudden and unexpected a turn as a BMW to get out of that jam. As I pointed out to Ross, they left him with ample room. Yeah. So who's going to move this bloody bus? He had so much room. He was good, like, oh, we're not. And it's left him. Well, Bodie Hayward, and I'm sure I listened to this a couple of times, he goes, are you coming with us to sit in the Chase U section? And he goes, no. And then Bodie Hayward goes, we'll save you a seat anyway. See you later, Brody. Why does he call him Brody? Either he's just misspoke and meant to say like, bro, or that's like Bodie Hayward's name for like, Buddy, like Oos, as Ross said. Mm. Yeah, like Brody. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's dream is to be a Bodie Brody. Is that what people are? Yeah. yeah. Like a Bailey Buddy. Brody a Brody. Brody. A Brody. We like Brody. the party. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was sad that Andre himself wasn't there. That was a big omission. Did Why they leave him the back in London? Yeah. Has he actually oh, been taken into Buckingham Palace? Stuck in customs. No, no. I'm, does he live with a queen now? Is he the queen's new side piece, old Andre oh. Chase? Is he United. the queen's new side piece? <laughs> yeah, you heard me right. Last <laughs> week... They're building the Chase U extension on Buckingham Palace. Okay. He's getting knighted. 
Yeah. The the what did we call him? The Duke of Newcastle. <laughs> I forget what it was. It was crap anyway. Wasn't it? But yeah, is there a case for Chase U to be like sort of in the in the royal family now? Yeah. And they somehow inexplicably managed to get their Chase U flag on the gates on the of gates. for possibly half a second before they got chased. Well, they actually, they actually managed did. to get it there. And Bloody I checked. Did that really happen? And it seemed to. That's someone going to prove otherwise. Some other gates I'm unfamiliar with. But uh, yeah, CGI wow. is wonderful these days. But yeah. I don't think that was it. <laughs> so yeah. All that more, more to come. And we have a Chase U Giovanni feud to look forward to, I guess. It's going to be good, that match, Ooh. isn't it? When he's laying the stomps on Giovanni, spine tingling. <laughs> the main event is a 20-woman number one contenders really battle royal. Really good fun, actually, mm. I, in my opinion. Including the it surprise was really return good. of Zoe Stark. Yeah. Uh, Cora Jade <sighs> runs away early on. Of course she does. Uh, Tatum Paxi eliminates herself to save Ivy Nile from a beat down the outside. You fool, After the right. Towie girls... Do a cool double team. The Cowie girls, not the Towie girls. How dare you? They're oh, not from Cowie. Essex. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we just love oh, drugs. Oh, it's on Right, yeah. Right. We just love pills. <laughs> I thought, wait, that makes any sense. I'm Katana Chase. I must have referenced. Oh, cat, right. Whistle Posse. <laughs> they were cool Kid little Katana on the mic with my side. <laughs> One, two, Mixy Crew. <laughs> Yeah, Katara, she would have gone down the new monkey. Aye, kidding, I'd bloody love to. She'll get off her lips. Aye. Bring your whistle. <laughs> we need more of that. More of that from them, too. Yeah, so the children of the night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Team, and they get immediately made by uh, someone. This and was then, the thing yeah, of Matthew, right? Because if this... <laughs> here's, a, here's a statement, right? Statement. If this match here, with all the subplots that were in play, took place in AEW... Those pretentious felons who pretend that AEW is some sort of like theater, they would be oh, wanking so themselves silly, right? Yeah. Because the subplots at play here, Cora yep. running away. No, there were three subplots. <laughs> All of them. We had Lash and Alba going at it. All right. The whimsical Wendy Chu and Big Tiffy Strats were going at it. The Diamond Mind Lasses and the Cowie Girls. Tate and Paxley being an idiot, eliminating herself. The subplots here. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. There were more than I thought. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Wendy got. Being on the ring apron after going through the middle, the bottom rope, the start of the match, and she's just uh, chilling with a big drink, yeah, Not like that. And, and then she, she got knocked to the outside and on her ass, and then she was like, "All right, it's fine. We'll go back up and just chill for a bit more." It like, made that sense. fits the gimmick. Body pillow, yeah, yeah, made sense. Like Road Dog in two thousand, made sense. Kofi Kingston with his pancake, M- M- Mandy with Otis, yes, yep. Oh, mm. yeah. That was a good one. The camera work then was astounding. Mm. How has mm. she not been eliminated? It's big old as well. Uh, we also got how that was so yeah. good. The Otis and Mandy Ziggler thing. Yeah, it was. It was so good. Yeah. But she got drafted to NXT and uh, they broke up. I'm, uh, I'm just. <laughs> and then they then they released the writer. If only yes. The, uh, if only yeah. they had a a crowd for that. Because wasn't that the pandemic? I thought didn't it start oh. off. It was the WrestleMania crowd, 36. And, oh yeah, yeah, the playoff round. Yeah. Uh, Stalin made Tiffany Stratton in the final two only for Jade to run back in the packer <sighs> from behind it doesn't work as Stark wins anyway to become number one contender this is what I meant when I was said earlier I was crying then I was smiling so I was like the telegraph <laughs> the winner here with Cora Jade out of sight out of mind back she comes she's won but no someone else wins wonderful storytelling Cora's what a roller coaster. the top was great yeah. mm. she ran in and then Zoe Stark just did a little like shoulder flick and she just went flick she just, she just went and flick. And she put her flew to the outside. I think Zoe Stark's... 
Another victory for the Towie girls. Zoe Stark's pop, though, is the most conclusive evidence yet that that crowd is full of plants. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was. I'd forgotten about it. Yeah, me. everyone did until you put the, your phone up to the QR code. What did you see? You saw a pair of kick pads walking <laughs> along. So you knew straight away it was <laughs> He didn't really. Yeah. But her pop oh. was deafening. But I guess it also means that you're oh, a Shirai's sorry, sorry. When Eli Drake's pop's deafening, yeah, that's real. Yeah, because he's so charismatic he's... and good. Maybe she is, we don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. She's been there for years and she's <laughs> sure nothing. <laughs> nothing. She's. <laughs> Former tag team, ch- did they ever win the titles? Yeah, yeah. didn't they? It was like how she's like, Will you be my friend, Io Shirai? No, Io Shirai knows that she's bad. And she's like, No, <laughs> but I will win the belt with you. <laughs> Something like that. We'll go and eat sushi, and you won't like it because you're English. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. was this black Good and memories. gold or the end of might have been the, mi- the mishmashy in between? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. <sighs> what an episode! Eh? It was a good episode, I thought. Bootmarked by two good matches. Like, legitimately yeah. two good matches. Yeah, it was, yeah. Cameron and JD, and then the Battle Royal. It was good for NXT 2.0. Yeah, what a oh. good, what a good God, brand. This, this holiday has changed you. <laughs> you were a fan before you went away. Ah, uh, come back a cynical man. AEW <laughs> Dynamite, Fighter Fest Week 2. What actually is Shark Week? What? Right, I just... Actually, no, oh, it's, isn't it Discovery Channel? Makes right. a big thing about, like, nothing but sharks. Yeah. Because I remember go, being in America... Weird. Was I in America during that? Oh, I don't know why I was there, but yeah, they were like all the adverts. That's right, nothing but shark programming and so shark stuff on this one channel. It's literally just the Discovery Channel acknowledging that sharks are cool and scary because uh, I guess you know jaws poop- and everything is else. It poopies, because... poopies did the show with the shark and got po- attacked off jackass. Oh, oh right. <laughs> of course, that's what I think of when poop- I hear that. Right. Poopies in the world. Yeah, but he got attacked by a shark, didn't he? Oh. Um, as part of Shark Week. God, was it last year or the year before? I don't remember. poopies. Anyone know? So Shark Week is an annual week-long <laughs> TV programming block or, uh, at the Discovery Channel, which features shark-based programming. That's cool. Yeah. And it's just, uh, it worked. Hey, how about we do an entire week dedicated to sharks? And the American public went, I oh, sounds cunning. Why don't so, we do more of that in the UK? What, Shark Week? Just acknowledge that things can be mindless fun and just put them on telly. Good question. I don't know. Okay. I watched a BBC <laughs> drama the other day. Were sharks involved? No. no. I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> Brody King beats Darby Allen in a match where Darby Allen gets beat up. Oh, man. I could watch that big tattooed bastard throw around hey. bodies all day. Right? All day and all night. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he literally just scooped them and hoid them. The belt. That was the best one for me. Uh, the way he picked up by the belt just went in the bottom rope, yeah. but his head banged off the bottom rope, possibly legitimately getting hurt. Fantastic. It wouldn't be a Derby Island match if he wasn't doing that. So uh, Sting tries to save Derby from a beatdown afterwards, but is misted by Malachi Black I and wish. choked out by King. I wish. But wait, wait, wait. Doesn't that spray mean Sting's going to be Dark infected? Sting. Sting's never, never been a heel. And he? then Miro comes End out. This is the thing, though. Aye, when Miro came out with the spectacles on. To disguise the fact that he had also been misted. Oh! So... Is Sting going to be <clears throat> infected and become Wolfpack Sting? Uh, is Miro going to become... Maybe he starts liking God? I don't know. <laughs> uh, and we don't know, and they were both like just giving each other the stare. Like, are you going to... Miro looked class, though. Yes, he did. Um, uh, I uh, wish that Sting hadn't been doing that when he got misted. He, I wish his arms were out here. Because then, <laughs> more mist in the face, better visual. Yeah. I think he caught some of the mist on his hands. 
Sting would have preferred it if he'd been misted and she could turn around and jump off a balcony through three tables. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be interesting because if if because they could go the same way as Julia Hart and take a year to fully go into the House of Black. Let's hope not. That's if, if that keeps happening to lots of people on the roster, that's an interesting storyline, isn't it? Oh, like the schism. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the schism. Yeah. But I, I like the way the, the mirror bit was done because he had one glass in his glasses and his ray bands that was darker mm. than the other. He did. But you could see behind the glass there was a bandage on his eye. Yeah. I bought some sunglasses on holiday. They broke the next day. Oh. Where did you buy them? From a little dodgy shop. Right. For 10 euros, <laughs> it wasn't like... You know, I didn't break the bank, but it's just annoying. I'm sorry. Can you I brought them with you? No, they broke. Like, they're broken. Oh. I tried to fix them, and the leg came off. I was like, oh, well. <laughs> Fair enough. Leg, oh. arm? Yeah, arm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I, I want to put out there that Brody King could be a main eventer on his own. He looks like one. He wrestles like one. Does, yeah. he, does he talk like one? Don't know, I don't know. know. He doesn't get... Well, he, he gets a little bit in. You know what? Sometimes it's good to have someone say a little bit and not sound bad and give it like five minutes to sound a bit crap. Yeah. I think some people are confused by Brody beating someone like Darby because Darby's usually up here, like, you know, three quarters of the way up. But, and Brody's, you know, the henchman. That's the black. But I like it the other way around and go, nah, he's get big. He's very good. Yeah, he's someone who can be if, beaten up. If, if there was like a Groundhog Day situation where Brody and Darby had a real fight, infinite amount of times but at the at the start of each new fight they're fully healed again yeah. how many times before Darby <laughs> just won got lucky and actually won the real fight it would never happen one time if you put a thousand monkeys in a room or whatever one of them will eventually type oh, Hamlet back to that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brody wins lol that's what they type uh, and of all the people that show up, oh my god, on AEW, stoned me down. I already knew he was on the show, but it already <laughs> appeared beforehand. I didn't realize he was going to appear on Dynamite, yeah. though, the premier show of AEW. Two dimes, Apart from dark. yeah, two dimes is backstage. Two, two dimes, dimes. Uh, but he's not, he's, he was, he was, what a lie this was. Say it. He was swimming with the fishes, but now he's swimming with the sharks. Oh. On Shark Week, come on, Shark Week. Mwah. He's got an FTW title shot tonight. Wow, he just joined. He's, he's just already got a title, a title shot. shot. Team Taz interrupt and talk with them. Um, and then we'll get to that later on. John Moxie and Wheeler Yuta beat the best friends, which is obviously Trent and Chuck, with not just <coughs> Wee William Regal scratching his legs and get all excited being next to Excalibur, but also Man with the Mask Cassidy. You're yeah. looking munchy, 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 munchy. today. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to hold hands, young boy? I don't know what to do here. He's throwing me off. But that's what he does so well. That's Regal. Yeah. Taking the piss out of Cassidy, but then saying that's what he does so well. Yeah. Always putting things over. Yeah, Regal. I would want Regal commentating on me. <laughs> or just me doing anything. Uh, because bloody hell, it can make anything sound good. I know. Um, him saying, well, Willie is getting beat up right now, but that's a good thing. So it's good to see how we react when we're on a disadvantage or on the defensive. Now we can see how we react to what he's learned from us. I'm was like, bloody hell, mate. Was it Regal just... who did commentary on the... Cruiserweight classic, and everyone was like, "He's making everything sound make sense." Oh no, it was Brian. It was Brian Danielson. Danielson, yeah, Danielson, yeah. Cool. a student of William Regal, I guess. Mm, yeah, yeah. But absolutely. speaking of things making sense through Regal's mouth, when Utah's kicking out of two pile drivers back to back to back or back to back, just two backs, um, he's saying he tilted his neck slightly, and that's how he was able to survive. Yeah, like, protecting you the pile driver. You would never think about that, would you? But the fact no, he says it, thank you, William. Tiny little <laughs> thing makes it so good, and then. Obviously, Orange Cassidy said, you know, three words about the entire thing. That's, you know, that's what's going to be. Um, and one of them was like, Scarlett grilling him. So what do you think about the chance of them winning tonight in this tag match? Uh, okay. <laughs> and then at the end, 
Wheeler Yuta wins with a lovely, ah, uh, what was it? They, they called it something, but I should have written it down. But they brought, he rolled him up, then got him like down. With a little trophy. Yeah, but they had a proper name for it, but it's gone now. And roll up Chuck, one, two, three. Orange Cassidy said, Chuck taught him that. <laughs> and got up. And it was like, it was both funny oh. and dramatic at the same time. And also, then wasted the time pointing out, just with the in-ring action and the commentary, and so he was right then, uh, Trent putting a stomp into Wheeler Yuta, going, well, he never liked him. I never liked <laughs> you. Never liked you. I, I feel like the best friends have got a sometimes, and I forget this, but when they get a big featured tag match, I'm like, they've got a, a touch of the young bucks about them, the best friends, where Ooh. they've got a million big finishes that are like, oh, drop it on your heat, yeah, yeah. bam, 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 but they kick out, everyone kicks out of everything. And I feel like that is often a theme of best friends matches. I don't know why. Yeah, because Chuck Taylor's singles finisher is awful the waffle. awful waffle. Awful and waffle. then there's a strong zero. Um, he did an awful waffle in this match. Because <laughs> yeah. I wrote down, I love me an awful waffle. Uh, yeah, that's good. Mm. <laughs> and that uh, didn't end it, which is like, okay. yeah. it's like you never see I, that in the indies. I think when when Trent has an occasional singles match, there's often a lot of kickouts as well. Yeah. Mark from Cell, not Keep Lee and Swerve Strickland, aka the brand new tag team champions. I are, hate ooh. the name Swerve in our glory. I think it's stupid. It's cheesy, it's but it's not that bad. What does think. it mean, swerving our glory? I hate the guy who sings Keith's theme. Here am I! I am Keith Lee! Into the frying pan and into the fire! I hate that voice. It goes through my ears. In one ear, out the other one. Yeah. Probably like my really voice does. Like <laughs> I don't know why he didn't just get his old theme back from the indies. What was his old theme? Damn it. Uh, <laughs> oh. Is that the rap you had from I don't want to. Yeah. Oh, no. Don't you. No. <laughs> uh, what was it that again? Is, I was the business about... <laughs> is dead. No, it was. Um, oh, man. Oh, no. I can do it. No, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, no. I'm doing Chris Heroes, man. Chris is awesome. He's as real yeah, as a yeah. guest. What's Keith Lee's? Oh. Ah. No, no, take you down to ground zero, Keith Lee. <laughs> My sacrifice. <laughs> Hello, Keith Lee. Like, I'm like, again. Some soldiers in here and some warriors too. And gonna oh, yeah. We've got some holes oh, in this no. house. With yeah, some holes in this yeah. house. <laughs> it, was a, it was a bit like WAP, it was. Yeah. Certified Keith. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, the brand new AEW Tag Team Champions. Yeah. They give a shout out to rapper Kevin Gates in the front row. You a big fan of his? I don't really know much about him, so I listened to one of his songs this morning. Ooh, what was it like? Weird. Oh. <laughs> Very dark, and he's like, I got two phones, one for the money and one for the hose and stuff, and I was like, oh, goodness me. A drug dealer phone, in it? Yeah, but it's just weird for someone called Kevin to be doing this. <laughs> There's weird. some hose on my phone. <laughs> There's some hose on my phone. That's what someone tweets saying, like, Oh, they got Kevin Gates. He's got some odd views. And I read his oh, Wikipedia, no. but I couldn't find anything. Oh, it's great. impossible to keep up with everybody who's yeah. done something. Here's a guy I've just met. He's already got dodgy. Uh, great. Anyway, Tony Nese and Smart Mark Sterling interrupt. They try to get Kevin Gates to sign their anti-Strickland petition. Believe it or not, he says no. Sterling insults his music. So Gates hits Tony with a big right good. hand. <laughs> <laughs> Strickland shoves a cake in Sterling's face. Wah, wah. Oh, there was a cake there as well. Um, yeah. For the title celebration, I guess. I but guess the right hand was um, he like had him by the. It was like an old fashioned gentleman's. Oh, that Tony right. got bitch slapped, didn't he? Yeah, Tony Tone. Poor Tony, man. He was like, 
He ate a carb as well, by the way. I, I was going to say, with, with, oh. the, with the cake and stuff. You and think, he right, drank right. some. He drank some sh- champagne. A little bit of bubble air. Oh, no. Oh, he'll be having a gut soon. Oh, that's oh, poor lad. Then I'll be a fan. Yeah. Four abs. <laughs> Do you think he was asked, all right, well, you can take one or two things. Uh, this this lad can hit you. Oh, I don't want to do that. It's just about for the business. He's not even a worker. Or he can get cake in your face and there's potential of a carb. Good. It can punch us in the face. It punches in the face. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what else we say about this segment. <laughs> no, it was a thing. Yeah. It achieved nothing, did it? Uh, you know, after having a banger last week, just, yeah, come in and just I forgot celebrate in their glory. Did Tony and Mark hate Swerve because Swerve beat Tony one time? Like, they hate him. They hate everything fun. They're anti-fun. It had some oh, to that's do, a gimmick already. Something Sorry. to do with Swerve being untrustworthy yeah. when Keith and Swerve were having their marital difficulties. Right, right, right. Okay, fair enough. Spawned from them, but I can't really remember. Yeah, I guess it's a holdover. Because it's like, hey, weren't you, you know, when you guys were throwing us splitting up? And he's like, no. Like, oh, 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 that's where we are now. We let them eat cake. Backstage, John and Alex try to be friends with the butcher and the blade. <laughs> John and Alex? It's yeah. War John and Alex. Yeah, yeah, War John. They get beaten down until Hangman Page makes the save. It's heartbreaking. Because obviously the meat man said the butcher was his favorite wrestler, but that didn't matter. Just beat him down anyway. Yeah, they, they, they were Give not wanting to be said friends. Butch. <laughs> <laughs> was that his name for Adam Cole? Budge. 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 Oh, I thought it. Oh, yeah, I thought that was the reference. Oh. No, it sounds a bit like it. Just similar, yeah. Um, oh, can we push. give John Silver a push or a title yeah. win? There's enough titles. Give him one of them. Maybe we've missed that bit now. Give him a singles match with Cesaro. I'd like to see that. Oh, I would love to see that. Yeah. Oh, yes. Munchy, munchy, munchy. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Cage and Luchasaurus easily beat the Varsity Blondes, uh, but Jungle Boy is back. Luchasaurus appears to take Jungle Boy's side and allows Jungle Boy to go after Christian, so Christian runs up the stairs. Oh, I thought he went through the crowd. Through the crowd, up the stairs, yeah. In the dark, Tramples over some kids on the way out. I thought this was good. Because for weeks we've been waiting for the explanation as to why Luchasaurus is now an, an idiot. Mm. But he's not an idiot because it's all been a ruse. They could have been a ruse. Maybe, well, I, I thought I read mm. it more as he's conflicted. He doesn't know which way to I go. I thought it was pretty conclusive how he well, sided with Jungle Boy. Well, then they could have trapped Christian more than yeah. the Luchasaurus could have mm. like held him back. Or You know what? This would make me want to watch next week's episode okay. to see what's going on. Mm. Yeah. But I thought it was like that was okay for them not to give it because Christian got cut off a couple of times, didn't he? Before he's going to give his reason as to why Luchasaurus was an idiot. But now he's just here. Yeah. Mm. I guess that's a plot hole filled, kind of, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Ricky Starks beats two dimes, aka <sighs> Cole Carter, to retain the FTW Championship. This was so funny because two dimes, who was on NXT 2.0 only a few weeks ago because of the pre taped nature of the show, uh, <laughs> and obviously he. Uh, was it the official thing? He failed a drug test. No, it was just, it was, it, was just it was more vague. Policy. Than that. It, was it was, yeah, policy. sorry, I beg your pardon. It was, I'm obviously trying to use my words carefully then, bungled it. But policy yeah, violation. Policy violation. So we don't know what it was. It's not being confirmed. So <laughs> we were trying to use it carefully. We just, I said the complete he wrong did all thing. all the drugs. He murdered a yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something about, you know, the family on fire. I forget. Was well, it when Homer Simpson I'm going to store? Yes. <laughs> so he shows up. And he comes out and he's smiling. Cole oh, Carter. Hey, oh, how are you guys doing like that? And the crowd are like, an NXT 2.0 lad on AEW. Aren't you the enemy? And Ricky Starks is supposed to be a bad guy, but he's also 
insanely charismatic. Oh, I think they've so been Cole, turned face recently, you know. Well, as we say, we're going to this match. Mm-hmm. So Cole Carter's trying his best, like, hey, come on, guys. Kind of like, no, 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 no. Not is, even one dime, pal. Is Ricky Starks insanely charismatic? Yes. Yeah. I'm, good I'm missing something. I think he is charismatic, but I feel like everyone's like, he's the most charismatic. He's like The Rock, and I haven't. He's all right. He's good. He is not. He's better than all right. But I, I need to see. Maybe it's just because he's not been given a feature thing to do. I'm missing something. I think you know. Do you you didn't look at this man in this match and go? He does this? Yeah. Ooh. What more do you want? Of stuff in between his moves as well. The little things. Yeah, the, little, yes. the little things. Oh, right. Fair Ooh, all that footwork. And then this promo at the end is little Danhausen impersonation. I was gonna say I yeah. So like... anyway, he beats this guy, and this like guy's like, accent. "Yeah, come on, guys!" And guy like, "No, boo!" Like he made his... his comeback. The crowd booed him. It was just not working. I thought that's an interesting choice. They don't that AW. Obviously, there's quite a lot of yeah tribalism and stuff like an NXT guy on here to be. Hey, come on. You think it would be like, hey, how you doing? No. Or anything like that, nothing. So, I like very his interesting accent, choice. By the way. Hmm? I like his accent. He sounds like Gambit from the X-Men. Who's this? Ricky Starks. Oh, Ricky Starks. Is he not Cajun from Louisiana? From Louisiana, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is Ricky Cajun? Yeah, oh, so. okay. That Maybe is... he needs an army gimmick. They had that Corporal. match in his hometown. Ah, uh, right. Oh, fair enough. It was this year, I think. Yeah. Uh, so that happens. And then Stark says, hey, you know what? That was easy. I'm still fresh. I'm still open for an open challenge. Dan Housen. Oh, comes this out. is why I didn't like him. This, yeah. this is why I've been criticized. And accepts. And then Stark says, whoa, 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 whoa. That's an open challenge right now for a match today. I didn't mean like right now. I'll uh I'm gonna refresh myself, get ready. It'll be Ricky Starks versus yeah, Dan Housen next week. <laughs> so that's why we know that Ricky Starks is technically still a heel. I guess, yeah. And I thought it was very false considering the crowd were loving him the first 90% of this match. So I'm not sure. Maybe they need to fix this and get him I, cheered. Then but... he did do a funny tweet. He said funny tweet. I'm not getting cursed, lol. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, because I thought over the last few weeks, him and Powerhouse have been having like a sort of organic babyface turn yeah. just by being good. Yeah. Um, but then I guess the pro went, he was just like, yeah, calm down. You'll see it next week at home. You'll be fine. Oh, that bit as well. It's like, <laughs> next week on Dynamite Crowd, boo. You can see it on home next week. <laughs> oh, I guess that was a bit more healy. That was beautiful. Or was it a babyface with an edge? Oh. oh. Yeah, I don't know. Who cares? Uh. Anyway, he's still the FTW champ. That pop for Danhausen, though, was right. like a Zoe Stark pop. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Zoe Stark pop. <laughs> Hot lander by name, eh? Yeah. Hot he, lander. If he does anything, and the crowd love him. Well done, Danhausen. Uh, then followed by FTR having an in-ring interview with Tony Schiavone. They talk about their upcoming rematch with the Briscoes. Two or three falls at Death Before Dishonor this Saturday. Not cosmetically pleasing. I would like to say, on behalf of the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast, we did a massive oversight for our match of the year category. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet. We so I oh, you haven't seen I, it? I haven't seen it, so I couldn't nominate it. The the, the first match for the one at, FTR. And the one over WrestleMania weekend. No, none of us, none of us mentioned it. Oh, I didn't see it. So. Yeah, oh, see, God. I was told it was amazing, but I was just like, yeah, cool. You know what else is amazing? Watching all this wrestling. Because <laughs> it was me, Cousin Stag, do that weekend, so I had priorities. Uh, yeah. yeah, just to funny you say that video, we don't mention it, and we probably should have. But if none of us have seen it, those how could, how could we? matches we didn't mention. I know, but you know there's going to be a comment. That one was a particularly <laughs> renowned match this yeah. year, I think. That was one a lot of people spoke yeah. about at the time. Yeah, and now we have Ring of Honor on AEW because of those. Yes. I think well, that's not right, is it? That's no, he'd already bought it before, That's yeah. completely not true. I'm very sorry. <laughs> anyway, uh, Dax... Well, first of all, the first one just <laughs> says something in sight, generic. All right, whatever. Then Dax has this lovely little bit where he talks about his daughter, and then the crowd shuts up and is on the edge of the seat going on. I have a daughter, uh, there's a small girl, five years old. She went to the hospital, 
kind of got a little hole in the heart and she can either try and get better as best as possible, take all the surgery and stuff like that, or have open heart surgery. It's very risky for a five-year-old. Four years later, that same little girl goes to the doctor. That little hole in the heart is gone. She's fully healed. That little girl is my daughter. You're going to fight to fight you as hard as she can. So that's right, Briscoes. I will fight you this Saturday. I'm going to fight you as hard as a nine-year-old girl. Yeah. Crowd to that. Wow. Yeah. Is it too late to go back and change him just for the rest of the year again? No, oh, no, that's where I picked oh, anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> good choice. But it's past the cutoff point, lads. Hey, that could have been a promo that they did like NWA 87. Yeah. You know, before like that's a Ric what... Flair cage match or something, and it would, people would be still be talking about this day. So is that what I've written down there? Dax is too much of a throwback. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Too much of a throwback. That sounds like a bad thing, but it's not. It was yeah, an incredible yeah, promo. Yeah. The soppy hard bastard. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's exactly the type of thing people down <laughs> down south in America would be like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or oh, just anywhere. Really, really creative, yeah. though, as well, isn't it? Like, cause it is my, my family promo, which she does like every week, but yeah. every week he finds a different way to make it good. Yeah. Really well done. Yes. Really well done. Condescending <laughs> arsehole. And a boy. <laughs> you'll good be, you'll job, get there pal. one day. <laughs> He's well on done, his way, buddy. Kid. Yeah. Backstage, Christopher Daniels confronts Jay Lethal. Uh, to defend Smojo's honor. Yeah, because oh, Lethal's right, right, been right, saying, yeah, like, yeah. I want Joe's belt, but he's never worked. So yeah. um... this sets up Daniels versus Lethal on Rampage. Lethal will just to get Lethal some momentum, I think, yeah. going Because into... yeah. Daniels knows Smojo very well because well, he's been at war with him and yeah. against him. Yeah. They've stood side by side and across the six-sided ring. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> those are very those things all happened years ago. God. And Daniels looks the same as he did then. Yes, he does. Stokey Hathaway has managed to get Chris Statlander banned from ringside, which allows Jay Cargill and Kira Hogan to beat Athena and Willow Nightingale. Yes. Dan, it's time to play the thing. Oh, no. Oh, my. Oh, oh baby. But the move of the week this week is a call on commentary. From a certain good old Jim Ross. Do you know what it was? Do you know what it was? Go, you know what it was? I don't know. Yeah. I oh, I know speaking... it's, not, it's not him tweeting about Natalia, is it? No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> he's speaking about Jade Cargill. And she stood there sort of rolling her eyes on the, on the apron at the time. He's like, that's a championship attitude, Taz. Rolling her eyes. I'm a, I'm a cool. I'm, I'm a bitch. Yeah, I'm the bitch. I'm a bitch. And then Excalibur made it even better because he was just like, well, coming up this weekend, you can see... <laughs> <laughs> So now there's a I'm cool. Bite. I'm a bitch. Yeah, I'm the bitch. I'm a bitch. There's a soundbite going around of just Jim Ross going, I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm the bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm cool. I'm a bitch. You should play it over his entrance music. That's your I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. He knew what he was doing and he did it well. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. 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 I can just imagine Jim Ross dressed as Cartman. Singing, oh, well, yeah, Jay Cargill is a big burr. Yeah. Oh. that landed flat. Uh, the no, match was well, the club. Uh, Thunderstorm, I interviewed backstage. I hate Thunderstorm. <laughs> why? Why are they? It's just because the sandbag promo last week. Well, yeah, I hate them because of that. But no, but why is Tony aligned with the champion that she wants the championship from? Eh? For why now, for now, oh, is she playing the long game? Is she? I guess so. By looking yeah. like a tool. <laughs> Strange bedfellows. 
Thunder Rosa calls out uh, Miyu Yamashita from Tokyo Yoshi Pro. I'm going to guess she's called Yamashita just from the way that Takeshita said. So I don't uh, know, yeah, but yeah, I, I've got no idea, it. really. Uh, and then Britt Baker and Jimmy Hayden interrupt a laugh at the baby faces. Ha ha ha! You bastards. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're heels and they can do that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Poor. Just Can we just get Hayden to have the Batista turn on Britt and yeah. get out of the way now? Yeah, because they had to wait because it couldn't have two of the exact same angles at the same time. Oh, what was the other one? Oh, Wardlow, one Wardlow. of course, God. Yeah. Wardlow, that, um, oh, that guy used to be with, I forget yeah. his name. Was it RVD. <laughs> <laughs> and then the main event, and I'm very eager to hear your, you guys' opinions on this. Eddie Kingston takes on Chris Jericho in a barbed wire everywhere death match. It's going to the... be barbed wire everywhere. going to yeah. be barbed wire everywhere. everywhere. With that, it might be my favorite Fleetwood Mac song. This barbed wire everywhere. The Joker Fisher Society suspended in a shark cage. Ruby's here, you call it. Ross and Tom who can do lampooning of exactly. beloved 80s songs. So she hit him with the barbed wire and he went, Ooh. <laughs> Ruby Soho is the key to the cage. That was a tactical error. Yeah, yes. To give the one armed woman. The one armed woman. Yeah. Yeah. But midway through the match, she's beaten down by Take Condi and her old new best friend, Anna J. Freeze! I want to talk about... We'll God. stop there. It's like, like a Bernard's watch or something. Like, Wait! Can we talk about this beatdown? Yes, we can. Because Ty Connie runs down and goes, yeah, yeah. And then Ruby Soho, with her bad arm, starts going, how are they? <laughs> starts punching it with her right arm. I was like, no. Never mind. That's the, all I had to say. In the yeah. words of that man that I've forgotten the name of, Adrenaline Keeps Me In The Game. That's That's that song. Adrenaline, do you know Dan? Was that the Impact Wrestling song? No. Adrenaline Rush, Adrenaline Rush. I've forgotten his adrenaline name. Adrenaline Rush. Oh, I'm going to have to Google it quickly. Yeah, do it. <laughs> yeah, you. do it. Sorry, I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, like being in America talking to the Americans. It was a pay-per-view yeah, theme man, back in the day. You. Yeah, hey, dude. That's Gavin Rosdale. Oh. Rosdale, whatever you pronounce oh, it. Oh, the Triple X soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, wow. A, oh, I remember the, that. WWE pay-per-view theme back, back in the day as well. Brock Lesnar, Undisputed oh. Champion era sort of times. Oh, right. Yeah, mm. aye. Unforgiven 2002. Oh, oh, what a great theme for that non-finisher undertaker. But that great. explains Ruby Soho's actions there, because adrenaline kept her in the game. Ah, uh, okay, not Ad for long though. Adrenaline, you will no never way. feel the pain. Oh, it was unforgiven. <laughs> the hell in the side. Doesn't matter. Whatever. I'm talking crap. So yes, that happened. Connie frees Jericho's pals. Oh, well, Anna Jay uh, comes hang on, out. hang on. Who wrote that? Connie frees Jericho's pals. No, no, that's, Anna, Anna Jay comes out. No, I've had that, yeah. We've had that, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So then right. Connie frees Joker's pals, which didn't happen, actually. No, sorry, it didn't. She struggled didn't. with the lock, which is a yeah. current thing in wrestling right well, now. Yeah, I was gonna, yeah. yeah, a lot of people have been going, ha, ha, AEW, for, you know, for argument's sake. We had this stuff with Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman not so long ago. We did. It and happens, we also had, and I know, I want you to sit down, oh, good, uh, Bron Breaker, NXT 2.0. My favorite one's Mark Walking. Henry trying to get the cage door open. Yeah. <laughs> He's the strongest man in the world. <laughs> you can tell because he broke the entire bloody <laughs> yeah. thing. But as I was watching this match, I was making a coffee for myself and it was one of those sachets of latte powder. Oh, yeah. And it got a bit jammed. And in the end, I couldn't do it without the powder would have gone everywhere. So I just had to pathetically squeeze it until it all trickled out into the mug. And I thought, this is very similar. I can't imagine how much harder this would be if there was 10,000 people watching me do this live. Mm. So I sympathized with Ty Conti. Yeah, mm. yeah. and then 2.0 pathetically squeezed through the, the cage. The skinny uh, lads did. Yeah, Jay Kager went. Jay nah. Kager arrived on the scene later on. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, what's he called, Matt Menard? Mm. No, 
Which one? Yes. You got Angelo and Matt. Matt is the cocaine one. Which one's Daddy Magic? Allegedly. That's allegedly. Matt Bernard, isn't it? Daddy yeah. Magic. Summertime. Matt Bernard. <laughs> so the other one, Angelo. Angelo. He was straight. Cool hand. Yeah. He, him and Garcia were like, we have 0% body fat. We're gone. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, Kingston gets a stretch plum locked in, but Tommy Guevara interferes and helps Jericho win. <laughs> Why was uh, he in the cage? So he wasn't even in the cage. Though. Because we, we haven't, haven't seen, seen him, him since Eddie Kingston threw him off the top of the why cage. Why wasn't Ty Conti okay. in the cage? Yeah, why wasn't Ty Conti? Yeah, why, and after the match, Eddie recovers and throws Jericho on a barbed wire. But all right. So, uh, uh, yeah, the other thing is the, the incredible amount of barbed wire violence. What do you guys think of that? Fair was, play to Chris exciting. Jericho. That's what I want to say. Fair play to that man. Yes. He's thrown him. He doesn't have to throw himself in these situations, but he is. He's taking mm-hmm. suplex. Yep. He's like, what did he give it this time? I'll take it. The suplex off he the He took apron. a, a he, one into a table in the corner. Yeah, he's doing all these moves. Like he didn't have to do with his age, and he's yeah. doing them. So yes. fair play. Yeah. That's yeah. when they he should was... not have won this match, though. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, obviously, we'll get on to that because there was a lot of stuff going on here. First of all, the barbed wire again. Oh, so much stuff going on. It was only a few weeks after Blood and Guts, which mm. I thought was the feud ender. Uh, now it's still happening. Fair enough. Barbed wire. This should have been the feud ender because it was the two head hunt shows going at it. It's absolutely. But surely it can't the be the feud ender because the, the bad one won. So. Yeah. So, you know, like every other Jericho so. feud has had. So, right. So, this is the consolation I, goal in the MGF feud. I remember yeah. the yeah. week the week of, I think it was the week of Blood and Guts, maybe, where Jericho did an interview with Alvarez or someone. He was on The Observer that week. And it said, oh, this isn't the end of the feud. And I thought, uh-oh. <laughs> mm. And then he lost, but then the feud carried on, and he won and beat MJF. His feud with Orange Cassidy went on too long as well. Yeah. And this one might be the longest of the three with Eddie Kingston. Since March. And Jericho's feuds only need to be three matches at most, big matches, that he loses, and he does something horrible and wins, and then he loses again. Yeah. Or one match, he does something horrible, and then he loses. <laughs> it doesn't need yeah. to be... Dragged out like this. Plus, people who go, all right, yeah, AW does go to a lot of the gimmicks and the crazy violence a lot. But you could at least say, yeah, but it's a wrestling tradition. You have this big off, blow off match, like War Games, for example, Hell in a Cell, AW has blood and guts. And then the feud continues, just like, oh, okay, well, whatever. Yeah. They'll just have another match. It must uh, just be for Jericho, because it was was the same with the MGF feud. Like, MGF was 2 0 up. Yeah. And then he packed uh, about the 2 1, did Chris Jericho, but he won the few because it was the last match. Well, his, his career was threatened in that match. Yeah. yeah. And the thing they need to knock on the head as well is the post match beat down at the end of a show. Doesn't need to happen every single time. It's like wild. It, it didn't need to happen last. Like Eddie yeah. lost the yeah. match, but he threw Chris Jericho into the pile of the barbed wire bed, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So therefore he got the upper hand or whatever. That doesn't even, doesn't need to happen. It means the feud must continue. Yeah. He looked angry about it yeah. as well. He was meant to hit Sammy with the back fist. Jericho was in the way and he was meant to go for the back fist and Jericho, I think, was meant to move and then he'd clock Sammy. But neither him, neither Jericho nor Sammy got in a position or he threw it too soon. I don't know whose fault it was, but his hand sort of just clonked off Jericho's back and then mm. you just heard him go, damn it! <laughs> so angry. Yeah, so you know what? The overbooking was so overbooked, that's why it's called that, uh, it took away from the fact that there was barbed wire everywhere, including the microphone at one point. Because yeah. he just there going... Wait, I thought you said they were on the cage, but what, they couldn't that was find the somebody. the most exciting bit of the match, by the and way. Then, what, when the Kingston comes no. straight out and goes, yeah, I'll yeah, have yeah. that mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Class. yeah, and the fact that he... Look, so the booking somehow able to overcome not only barbed wire everywhere, but Shark Week as well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, AEW, like I said, when the when the pieces all come together, you get magnificence. I love, I love Blood and Guts. That was perfect. And when it doesn't, it's just like, okay, this is just a bunch of stuff. Mm. 
Big yeah. breaking news, by the way. Oh, no. Bray Wyatt has changed his name on Twitter to Wyatt6. He's at Wyndham6 now, but his name is Wyatt6. And he's tweeted out the following, in, in quotation marks. I don't know where this quote is from. I will place on his shoulder the key to the house of David. Oh, semicolon. Sick of these crypts. <laughs> what he opens, no one can shut. And what he shuts, no one can open. Shut up, man. Yeah, just say, I'm coming to SmackDown this week. That's a place my hand. Just have a look there. Uh-huh. Just, uh, oh, is he Googling the quote? He's Googling the quote. Oh, I thought he wanted to I'll place it. my hand on the shoulder. Hang on, sorry. I'll get back to it. Uh, I will place on his shoulder oh, the key to the house of David. There's someone at home going, it's... That's um, Leviticus. <laughs> yeah. It's what? I don't know what I was trying to say there. Chaucer. I said Chauncey, yeah. In Chaucer. That's my Chaucer, no. yeah. It's been a while. Oh, okay. It is a quote. It yeah, is a quote. And Isaiah 2222. Oh, Isaiah. Biblical. From that book known as the Bible. Yeah. And there's a picture of a, a, what appears to be a naked man holding his own head, which has been beheaded off his own body. Oh, Maybe wow. it's J.D. McDonough. Oh, no, that's not that big enough. Three people are holding it. <laughs> and then there's all sorts of bodies underneath, and there seems to be some sort of priest-like fellow or lady holding a goblet. Oh, oh, that's Damien Priest. <laughs> That is a man who looks similar to J.D. McDonough. <laughs> it's Finn Balor. It's, he's joining <laughs> House of Black. There's the body of Edge who they've betrayed. Yes. It all means everything like that. It's all, it's Let's so see what it. Twitter seems to think, because that's where we get all the answers I do to like life. it when you search Bible codes. There's so many websites that like go, what, what, what does this mean? And it gives you a bit of a heads oh. up. Oh, someone's replied with a picture of a lock from the Edge promo. Someone's re- <laughs> Or the shark case. Oh, someone's replied from the, yeah, all this stuff from the Edge promo, like the Hardy Boys stuff. Meme of CJ from San Andreas going, ah, oh, here we go uh, again. That was playing on screen. Great one to explain that. Look how wow. evil or glorious oh. it is. I don't know. Dun-na, 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 dun-na. Evil stuff. <laughs> Tom wow. DeLong going, what the? <laughs> In the first date video. First date. First Where's date. it the first comment? Oh, heck. <laughs> that was the week of wrestling. Hang on. And you go to the toilet. All right. Just before just before we end the segment, Matthew can go to the toilet. It's fine. His his bio reads: This is uh, Twitter. Begin again, kid. It's what you do. Quotation. Then the quote is by VKM, which stands for Jack Voodoo Kin Mafia. Yeah, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. So maybe this is like they've had a meeting with Vince McMahon. He's coming back to WWE with a new gimmick. Begin again, kid. It's what you do. Vincent Kennedy McMahon. We'll end the segment now. Okay. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, time to have a little look in the mailbag. Let's rummage around. Ooh, for the podcast people. Uh, diddle D, diddle ho to you three lovely gents. Diddle high, diddle low. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Don't like the littles. You like Stuart Little? I like Stuart Little. Don't like the family. Psychopaths. Is it Hugh Grant? Yeah. He's the dad. No, no, it's, um, it's um, the other one, Hugh Laurie. Sorry, yeah, yeah. Hugh Grant. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh. The, the mouse. Hugh, yeah. Hugh Grant was picking up something in Hollywood. It wasn't mouses. Um, oh, love the... that's an old yeah, scandal. Right, right. Wow, fair enough. Love the what content. Up? A lady of the night. Oh. <laughs> you know, it's in a clip because he got caught. It was very well publicized. Was so car, went, uh, went on it? Jay Leno on the night show. And the first thing was, what were you thinking? Doesn't even try to hide the fact. And he's just like, well, you know, sometimes at that time of night, you want to do something. Anyway, love the content you put out on YouTube and Spotify. I always look forward to the Friday podcast as it lines up my work schedule and makes the shift fly by. Thank you. Aww. So I have an interesting story. It has nothing to do with me, but my younger sibling, 
So she is someone that they cut off from their life recently. And that individual has apparently trying, has, was apparently trying to reach out to them via mutuals. Said mutual told her, and she jokingly replied with, quote, tell them I'm dead or something, and left it at that. Days later, she discovered that they ran with it and faked her death on social media. Oh, my God. Claiming that she died in a car accident and linking news articles to make it believable. It was believable enough that she had people she knew from school contacting her. It's all been resolved, but for about a week and a half, my sibling was believed to have been dead. So my question is, if you were to kayfabe die in a storyline, <laughs> what would that storyline be and how would you go out? Bloody hell. Keep up the good work, everyone. I'll see you again in the next video I watch on the toilet. <laughs> a lad from Atlanta, Georgia, Ivan. Thank you, Ivan. Oh, you're one of those Viking Raiders. Thank you very much, Bob. <laughs> A-Town Down. Atlanta, okay, Georgia. Well, you guys have a wonderful think of that twisted question. Bloody hell. How would you die in storyline? First of all, have you had anybody like fake their death? No. That's something else a mutual. Oh, that, that, okay, good. That's a normal thing then. Just in case. <laughs> Um, so how would I die in a storyline? I would like to die in storyline the same way Al Wilson departed this earth. Oh, for God's sake. In, K in kayfabe, not in real life. In kayfabe, <clears throat> where he was shagged to death by a beautiful lady. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Cheers, everyone. There's a feature armor episode based around that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Bit of snoo snoo. Yeah, snoo snoo, yeah. Uh, um, I'd probably... Oh, it would have to be taking a big move, wouldn't it, I suppose, from any wrestler? No, mine would be taking, like, an Irish whip <laughs> or a snapmare. Right. Because if you die taking the top rope effinator or whatever through three tables, it's like, yeah, that probably killed him. If you take an Irish whip. Wait there. You could be shagged to death. Yeah. Or you could have, like, a night... It's the night of your, It's a storyline. The night of your life with... Any insert name wrestler here who did drugs, but you're gonna take you're gonna take a move instead. Yeah. No, no, no. A weak move, like a weak grapple on the video games, and you press any button. No, no. Slap the face. I've got one. Oh, go on. I would like to have a similar match to Shane McMahon with Steve Blackman at SummerSlam. We climb the scaffold and that, but I go behind a little bit of curtain or whatever, and he hits the kendo stick, and instead of me, this lad just comes flying down, <laughs> just like that. Onto a table, <laughs> just lands on a table, <laughs> and then they're like, "But commonly, have to really seriously play." Oh my god! And I'm never seen again. That's how I finally used Puppet Jack in a podcast. Wow. Well done. Ah, mm. emotional, aren't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man get together at WrestleMania. Uh, There'd be slow motion replays of the puppet falling, yeah. my sacrifice in black and white. Hello, <laughs> the slow friend. thud as it hits the table. And it would be in Botchamania, I am the table and all that. Yeah. Because it wouldn't break. I'm like, wow, how did Jack not break that? He's such a big lad. Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a very average lad. Okay. I don't know if I would break a table, actually. I landed on it. Depends if they're gimmicked or not. Yes, brother. Yeah. Because mm. let me tell you, it takes a lot to slam just a normal size fella through one. I've got experience. But to yeah. be fair, Phil's a very skinny man. <laughs> he is a very skinny man. Adam G got put through a table that hadn't been gimmicked. Yeah. But it was Bubba Ray Dudley doing it. So yeah. if anyone's going to be able to break an actual table, then it's him. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, yeah. I've never been through a table. Have you, lads? No. No, no I was booked for the WrestleMania that was killed <laughs> off by Sorry? COVID. Sorry? WrestleMania weekend that was killed <laughs> off by COVID. 
I may have left out an important word there. Were you in like the GCW Rumble or something? Not the GCW Rumble. Dan Housen was doing an event called... You were going to be in something? WrestleVania, I think he was. No! Yeah, with... Yeah, No. War Horse. Yeah, I think he was. I can't really can't remember the rest of the card. It was part of what is now known as the collective, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember the first month. Yeah, doing it. I'm not sure. It was that, and he said he messaged me on Twitter and went, "Ah, um, do we be part? Sorry, who that is fun to do? Uh, do we be part of this like I am the table style match or something? Like you and now you just show up and go, hey, I'm the table. And I said, yeah, sure. And he was very quiet about it. I think I said to him, like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, do whatever you like. If I say, I'm the table, after the match, the guy just goes, all right, I've had enough of you and puts me through a table and maybe, you do maybe it goes Ooh. or not. I was prepared to do it. Fair enough. And then I was never got back to me because obviously I had 110,000 things to be dealing with. Mm. And then the weekend got cancelled. And then WrestleMania didn't happen. And it never happened. But oh. yeah, it was like that was uh, the last thing I was involved with on a wrestling show. Would have that would have popped my socks off that. <laughs> That's what I should have done, like Terry Funk and uh, no, the King of the Ring. I should have uh, taken off, get my shoes all ready, the laces pulled out, go to the table. <laughs> so no, because those Americans were taking them. <laughs> <laughs> Did it again, those Americans. Those Yanks. Oh, yeah. That would be a good way to go out. Three very different answers. Yeah. Thank you very much for the question. Oh, oh my hell, God. That sounds horrible. John Cena is going to Ring of Honor. I'll just try to keep with the news, everybody. John Cena has posted a handsome photo of Claudio Castagnoli on his Instagram. Where he never trolls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's, that's as good as a contract. There we go. Hello, lads. I'm writing to, to you after listening to Ludwig Kaiser, who nobody in Germany would ever spell with a V. Yeah. Oh, it is a W then, yeah. Ludwig, but it is pronounced Lud Ludwig. Yes. Okay. Giving a little interview in German, being surprised by a nice and soft voice he has. I've been interested in linguistics, uh, etymology, and so on my whole life. I've even studied foreign languages. That's when. My following question comes from, is this going to be like, what what language are you guys speak on the podcast or mm. something? Oh, who in wrestling, past or present, has or had the best voice? That could mean in your subjective oh, opinion. I know Ross's answer straight Or away. just one that fits their character. Keith Lee is the obvious choice, undoubtedly. But I personally <laughs> also like Trent Seven's voice, for example, and the way he delivers his lines. I agree with that as well. Thanks for all the work you do and the content you keep producing. Please do an old Geordie podcast just once. That would be me. <laughs> uh, best Moritz from Berlin. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you, Thank you, <laughs> Salut. <laughs> um, I've got three. Two obvious ones and then maybe a not so obvious one. Um, Austin, The Rock, and... Oh, I've got... I'll, I'll leave it. And uh, but but my like slightly under the radar pick is ECW Rob Van Dam. Mm. I remember you once talking about how good a gimmick that was, and I agreed. Oh my he's god, ninety eight era. Yeah, it was so unique because it was like he was so cocky. It was really when he's like, "Yeah, I'm here with Sabu, and it's not as good as me." And That's like, it. Oh, yeah. You know, you know, all the people paid to see me, and I feel there's a few people paid to see Sabu, but you know. It's you know, great. Maybe, maybe we're not sure about that. Belfonso trying to hold back Sabu, trying to kill Rob Lamb is completely oblivious to it. Oh, awesome. so yes, but uh, probably Austin it's works so well with a wrestling promo. I've taken that question literally as to just who has the best voice in wrestling. Uh, that's still a good question. Scott Go Hall. I knew oh, it was going to be. Uh, I just yeah. wish I could sound like him. Mm. He had a very yeah. good voice. You know the story. It was part of the Observer when Razor pitched the gimmick. To uh, Alvarez Ramon, to Vince, the, <clears throat> the backstage innuendo was that it was but like it was could be this cool guy 
the toothpick and he's a badass and all this. And Vincent Mann was like, oh, right. You mean like the Fonz? Come out today. Another one hey. could be like anyone from New York. I really like the New York accent of wrestling. Bubba Ray Dudley, great voice. Oh, that's a, yeah. Eddie Bubba's, King, great Bubba's voice. fantastic at enunciating. Yeah. What's wrong with you yeah. people? Because yeah. his, his, his accent went all over Do the place. Do you but... know who I am? <laughs> Eddie Kingston. There's Paul... a mother in the front. But... No, 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 Bubba. No, no, no. <laughs> Paul Heyman. Yeah, I agree he sounds that. like Iago the Parrot or Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> yes, R.I.P. Yeah. Dalton Castle. Okay. Ooh, that's a nice pick. The yeah. whimsical Dalton Castle. Yes. <laughs> I, I liked also. Oh, well, God, now I'm trying to think of the guys you just said. Oh, what was I going to say? Oh, um, even though it's no longer a thing now, uh, Shoon, be recognised. Oh, right. It's right. Joe Gacy's worst ever idea for the main <laughs> roster. No one for Liverpool has ever said the word Sheen. soon as Shoon. Shoon. <laughs> got. I mean, he would really. I'm Bob. They do eleven, and you go. You all pretend you've got subscriptions to New Japan World. <laughs> you all got Pornhub porn Plus. <laughs> you go home in your John Cena pajamas. Oh, what a promo. Mm. Yeah. He's very good. He was the highlight of Five Star Wrestling. He was. The only one. He was another one who hated those damn Yanks, wasn't he? Coming over here and taking oh. our jobs on the Five Star card. You ignorant yank. I'll declare myself the real world champion. <laughs> Typical stupid American. Oh, God. Loved his accent. When I met the Scouts couple on holiday, <laughs> because I'd been to the toilet and come back, so my girlfriend had already been introduced to them, I then had to do the whole, like, so where are you from? <laughs> and the last went, like, she just sort of shrugged. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah. Grado as well. Grado. I'll say. Fair enough. Promos, because he can, obviously he's like, hey, it's me. But then we want to do a serious one. It's mm. like, I'm doing it for myself. Yeah. Ah. Shaw Samuels? <laughs> I don't know why I like that. Uh, he's got a good voice for wrestling. Yeah, you know what? I mean, again, it's a really hammed up one, but yeah, I think it works. I can't remember mm. any promos he's done, but I wouldn't disagree with you. Pack. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. This he? is that. Uh, he does when he does I that know, little... Uh, yeah. 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 Like, a bit like a pirate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am a bastard, and I talk like this. I'm a bastard honey <laughs> badger, and I'm going to bite your face off. That promo, he sat in his chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Billy Big Bollocks. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I like that question. You could have the cowie girls as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Katana. <laughs> oh, that makes no sense if you skip the NXT review. Oh, so shame on you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Got any talk? <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm not quite sure I'll explain it, but William Reels. Yes. Yeah. Even though yeah. he's actually northern. Yes, but he's just got all the different flavors yeah. of silly oh, Brits. Wait, Barrett. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. yeah. I'd say if Wade Barrett didn't have that accent, that delivery, he wouldn't have got past NXT. There's a bit of, I think it's like the Total Divas or something. I've never seen much of it, but I've seen one clip where he's, him and Alicia Fox apparently are exes. Yeah. Okay. And she comes up backstage to explain, look, I'm not, and they handled it like adults really well, but she's like, I'm not handing this break up, I don't know what to do. Seeing you all the time is not helping and stuff. And they have a really productive, mature conversation about it. But, it's for the camera. And also, when she comes over to him, she's like, can I have a word? And he goes, what seems to be the problem? <laughs> it's so good. 
He's from the north as mm. well. Another quick one. To, uh, but uh, underneath this one, Samoa Joe. Oh yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Again, can do the serious, the, the comedy. Wendy, all the other things <laughs> he needs to Wendy. do very well. Again, take it literally, just as who has the best voice. Two thousand era Vampiro. His <laughs> just when he was talking. Another voice I wish I had instead of my own. Vampiro, especially oh. his feud with Billy Kidman around the turn of the year. Yeah. <laughs> wow, <laughs> really good. Anthony Bowens. <laughs> when he shouts, I find it very good. Okay, yeah. He can. He's got a good shout. Minnesota. But oh, if you could have a wrestler's voice be your um, own, so I think that's what the question oh, is. I know, I know. Who is the best promo? But some promos are added to by their voices. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll probably Dusty Rhodes. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Go on then. No. Everyone's got a Dusty. No, because you know why I don't. Go, go, do it come on, Matthew. Because I know Cody Rhodes is a big fan of this podcast, and he doesn't no, like it. You know that Cody Rhodes is a big fan of this podcast. He loves some of the people in this room. I don't know. No, he dislikes me. No. <laughs> um, if I could have any rest. Come on, Matthew. You can't what? tease us like that. Give us a Dusty Rhodes. Oh, okay. Um, I'm trying to think what he sounds like. Uh, oh, come on. I'm going to read the mailbag, baby. Yes, it's good. Read the next question. That's actually <laughs> just do a lisp and sound. I don't know the hell of that. I'm a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go for. Like I said, everyone does one. That's very good ones. I'll go for Stephen Richards' voice. Why? I don't know. I just remember a story he told where he sounds a bit like Shawn Michaels. And I guess yeah, because he had the the throat so injury when, to... when Terry Funk dropped that guardrail on him. Is that so why? Yeah. So oh. did, you know, heard that story when he was backstage. He's like, the Jimmy talks like I'm Stephen Richards. And so he's talking to John Laurinaitis, who sounds like this. Uh, Hi, I'm John Laurinaitis, <laughs> and I talk like this. So he'd be doing that for months, apparently. And John Laurinaitis went, all right, why are you making fun of me? I don't think it's very funny. And he had to go, no, John, I actually talk like this. Have you not seen the scar? And he went, oh, I'm really sorry about that. I don't know. Who so a month, he's just like, I'm going to bury that kid. And it's, uh, yeah, it turns out, oh, just do a... I, I know it. It's not a wrestler. I'd have Ben Potter's voice from Triple Jump. <laughs> oh, he's he has got a lovely voice. voice. Well, he does voiceover work. Yeah, yeah, he did and one for me. It was fantastic. He's really good at it. Ten out of ten. Would use. Again. I would have his voice. I feel like, contrary to my job, I don't have a good voice to listen to. I think it's thin and reedy and escapes into. Do you not breeze. like your voice? Nah, I think your voice is lovely. Thank you, Matthew. That's a lovely thing to say. Your voice is uh, is best used when you're using your old, absolute passion for something. Okay, the excitement and raw energy you bring to the table. Well, thank you. I'd have Ben's. Ben's. <laughs> Sodgers. And Ross? Oh, Scott Hall. You'd yeah. have that voice. Go oh, on. Bloody love that voice. Go on. Go on and Greg's and all the pasty. <laughs> hey, y'all. <laughs> he walks through Greg's. Like, <laughs> With music fair, playing. Some Greg's does have the, the on a hot day, the, the beads yeah, dripping yeah, yeah. down. <laughs> Ready or not. <laughs> Here I come. I want to stay. <laughs> How would he say steak big? Hey, oh, Chico. <laughs> no, he would stand in front of the woman for like a good 10 seconds. Like, To be fair. Oh, that's stupid. <laughs> Survey says. Uh, I did, when I was up on that escalator behind him in, in Vegas, he was talking oh, about yeah. getting, I think it was pasta. Mm. Loves pasta. Oh. <laughs> One of the funniest sights I saw in Vegas was when that, in, on that escalator, in front of that escalator, Oh, because no. you'd arranged to meet with Hornswoggle, yeah, yeah. and he saw us coming down the escalator, and he did a comedy <laughs> turn round and get back up the escalator as it was going down. What a physical comedian that man is. Oh, it's fantastic. 
It was like uncle, prime uncle banter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was lovely. Yeah, lovely. He's a lovely man. Dive. Lovely jubbly. <laughs> <laughs> he thought so. I interviewed him that weekend, and he thought I was mocking him because. Oh, you talk I, like him. No, I saw him on a fruit machine in a casino the night before, and I went, "How did you do on the fruit machine?" And he was like, Are "You mocking me?" I went, "Why?" Because it was like a Wizard of Oz fruit machine. <laughs> Ah! A, or like a Charlie in the Chocolate Factory one or something. He was like, "Oh no!" He said, "My own people took my money from me." And I was like, I, "I don't know whether I can laugh along. I don't know what to do." Yeah. Hi <laughs> uh, uh. uh, guys, the wrestling match of Starline you enjoyed so much that you wish you could remove from your memory so you can enjoy all over again. Well, I could have it neuralized from me, like in Men in Black. That's right. Aye. Thanks, former Middlesbrough midfielder Robbie Musto. Or just Michael from Middlesbrough. Mm. That's nice. It's actually just taken from the places that. That's good. Mm. Yeah. No messing around there either from the borough. Yeah, well done. Middlesbrough's like, oh, you're getting a daft story from me about how much I like you. No, I appreciate that, Wait Michael. see if Ross says the thing. I've been trying to hold it in. <laughs> Go on, pal. I've ruined the uh, the summer bonanza for many people because the weekend before I was on a, like a uni reunion and there was a lot of me course who turned up who was from Middlesbrough. But I didn't realize how much from Middlesbrough he was. And he kept like all night long just going, Hep the better. And just the way he says... That's going to be up the borough. Like, better. That, yeah. the, 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 the little, the, whatever the word is for the R, better. So, so satisfying. I go about that little bit about my brain. There's a bit like, I guess, Tourette's, we'll call it. It's a little bit Tourette's. Compulsive. Yeah. When I say something, I have to say it again and again because it sounds nice on the brain. Mm. It helped that we were drunk as yeah. well, probably. So I kept doing that all night long. Jack Atkins left to go home because he lived not too far from the summer party. And then Ross left him three voicemails. Oh, should I, should I play them on the yes, podcast? Yes, you should. Right. Imagine getting home from the summer party. You've had a nice time. You're ready. You're tucked up in bed in your little scouse bed. Wait, when you say the summer party, do you mean the one you are? The on? caravan one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah that's right. Yeah. I was like, oh, that party was that. Should I try um, and get this? Here's number. Well, I think they'll play in order if, if it's like the phone. These. What time stick? Can you give times? Oh, I remember you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in the morning. Oh, they're not going to play. Hang on. Yeah, I, number two at one fifty in the morning. <laughs> they oh, up the better. <laughs> Same one. Number three at one fifty in the morning. It was someone. I come from middles better. <laughs> Here is number four. Don't let the sun go down on better. <laughs> the story being that I sung. Don't let the sun go down on me on the karaoke. Murdered it. You did, and you yelled at a lad. I you yelled at so, the You were so out of it. This one guy. All right, so before karaoke, people are going requesting songs, and they're playing them. I forget the song, but it wasn't a happy, upbeat song. Then karaoke started, and he sung the same oh. very low-tempo, miserable song. Ross is three sheets the wind and kept on yelling. I actually was paying attention. He said, thank you, Keith, for this. And you're like... Go on, Kevin! <laughs> Kevin gives a song! Go on, Kevin! His name's Keith. What? <laughs> Go on, Kevin! Can we tell Dan's story about the dance floor, being on the dance floor? What, with them? Um... The bloke who wanted oh, to join his in. name? I don't know his name. Oh, no, the old man. Yeah. Dan, come around, come on. If you're come all right, on, just it's time, time for you, It's time for his debut on the podcast, Dan. Go on. Because this story If you're happy, fantastic. do. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. Here's Dan, everybody. This is what Michael from Israel wanted. And where are you from, Dan? Middles better. Sunderland. Sunderland. Yeah. This feels weird. All right. You're looking it's good. Boyhood dream. Right. 
Is it recording all right, John? It's coming through. Yeah. Oh, good job. Multi tracks. Uh, Multi track on. Yeah. Oh, good. Good lad. Champion. Go right. on. So, what happened at the summer party with you and an old man? Right. Well, it was Queen, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure they were doing the Queen medley at this point. Oh, yeah. Right. And we were all up dancing, having the time of our lives uh. <laughs> <laughs> at Willie Beer Caravan Park. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, where yeah. dreams come true. Oh, it's, it's not so their good. official uh, slogan, it but could be. could be. It may as well be. And then, yeah. So we're all about few pints down having a dance and then in in the front row i see this man and his wife and he looks so happy like this old guy but his wife's not is into it but he's just looking at the lads you know he's looking at the lads and i can tell probably his memories of the 70s flashing through his eyes when him and his mates used to go to whitley beer caravan park and dance the queen and i went you know what i'm gonna bring him up with us you know what i mean one last dance Lit for, quite literally. Oh. <laughs> Rick Flair's last dance. <laughs> yeah, the last dance. <laughs> so I lock eyes with him. I think I know what he wants to do. He thinks I know what I want to do, if that makes any sense. I reach out, and he thinks I'm just coming for a handshake. Oh. But I really, I thought he's giving me his hand so I can pull him up. <laughs> so I just oh. yank his arm. <laughs> <laughs> and just, Joy turns to straight pain. <laughs> I panic, don't know what to do. I just I just go, sorry, and then just make my way out. <laughs> and once the embarrassment calms down, I go back to be like, oh, yeah, wasn't that fun? It just wasn't there anymore. So uh, he's either yeah, hospital. Yeah, arms yeah. ripped off its socket. Yeah. So. so was that the same guy that you were trying to get people to sing along? They go, go on! No, I kept turning around because there was this table of, they were filming me by the end of it, but I yeah, kept yeah. turning around at the front table of... It was a whole family, like, wasn't it? it was, I can't really remember. I thought it was just two old people. It was, no, it was a, a whole... There was a five or oh, six okay. of them, like a family. And I kept turning around, come on, join in, everybody! What are you doing? Get up, everybody! On your feet! Yeah. Kept, they were doing nothing. They were giving me nothing. I was watching, they kept going, no. Every time you <laughs> asked them. Spoiled sports. There we go. There's the story of Dan yeah, assaulting the old man. Hope he's still alive today. Yeah, I hope you're all right, fella. <laughs> That was done! <laughs> Cheers, Dan. Wow, what a debut. Not since Kane in 97 have we had something like that. What was the question from the batter yeah. again? <laughs> what was the rest of you? Oh, yes. Like, storyline they enjoyed so much, you could move from your head like Men in Black and enjoy it all over again. Mine would be probably just in recent memory, the two out of three falls FTR, uh, not FTR, revival and DIY match mm, because okay, just cool. of all the twists and turns in that match and the changes of direction. I've watched it again since. I've probably seen it three times, I'd say. Uh, but the first time I enjoyed it the most because it was just... Mm. Yes. Mine would be uh, Kane's debut because uh, I came into okay. wrestling after that happened. So I've learned all about it ret retrospectively, but that debut... And obviously, one of my earliest memories of wrestling was the Kane segment where he set folk on fire. Yeah. And producing lightning from his hands and whatnot. So to live along week by week with, well, it was like six months, wasn't it? Between Heyman, uh, Heyman, <laughs> Bearer going, uh, yeah. Kane is coming. Was, yeah. uh, to the actual debut happening. So yeah. to live through that one again would be nice. Which Bret Hart match have you gone for? Uh, <laughs> oh. Very good. I'd say the 2000 WF that I started watching then. Because of just how good that product was, and but even when? me, even me, actually, I've, I've been weird there because me and Tom do have that. I've been revisiting, obviously not with the memory plant and like that. Just enjoying watching how good that product but was. Which match though? Got to pick a match. 
Oh, to match your storyline. Oh, story oh, is it all storyline? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh. Good I'm podcast in this. I'm putting down. Stop it. Um, yeah, Mick Foley's uh, last run. I don't know if that's one yeah, okay. last run, but Fair you enough. know. 99, 2000. Show. Yeah. The street fight. Yeah, street fight. Uh, the Hell in a Cell. Oh, I'm certainly in no position to be wrestling you, Triple H, but I know oh. a replacement. Da-da. Yes. That's right, dude love. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much for the question. Michael, Mortis, and Ivan. Oh, thank you, everybody. For your fantastic questions and your patience. If you have any thoughts, queries, or, I don't know, a bit bored at work, please send them to mailbag at goldholic.com. Time for some wrist piss. Wow. One year ago yesterday, so the 21st of July, was the day that Sean Ross Sapp tweeted out, CM Punk has, has been in talks for a potential return to the ring. Ooh. Wow. Monumental oh, day. The, the day he I'm broke the news. A year ago yesterday. Nuts. Nuts. Crazy. Great. Toby. Welcome to Jazz Club. <laughs> Toby Con greetings to Puppet Jack. Ross impersonating Matthew and the horse that provided the semen for hell in the smell, as I'm assuming that is a lineup of the podcast this week. Uh, yeah. Jokes on you. Yeah. <laughs> Rick Flair's last match coming up. Oh no. And with the participants seemingly pulled from a hat at random. Oh, I've been no. thinking about what other wrestlers' last matches would be. Below is a list of performers. And your job is to come up with a match worthy of headlining a show built around their retirement. Oh, it's a good one. Fastest thought first. Extra emphasis on fastest. Okay. Clearly, fastest thought first is what goes to Rick Flair and Andrade versus Jay Lethal and <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. Oh, this guy, I like him. Okay, so, first of all, first, Jack Ross, me. AJ Styles. Uh, Daniels and Joe. Oh, you've taken mine. I'll go yeah. for Edge. Oh. <laughs> Can't pick Daniels? Uh, the guy's wrestled like 9,000 times. Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. One more hit in the balls. Tamina. Uh, oh, I don't know. Tazawa in a till death to us part match. Yeah. Naomi and Sasha three way. Oh yes, Team Bad. Oh, Unity. Have... They didn't. I don't know why I put the V's up there. For po- audio listeners, I, I stuck the V's up for some reason. I don't know Unity, why. Unity, man. Unity with a V. <laughs> anyway, Tamina. Not for meaning than Tamina, other than Natalia. Okay, mm. you'd have an Italian. Yeah. Okay. The Bret Hart of the women's division. Yeah. Kevin Owens. Sammy Zane. Sammy Zane. Shame up, man. Oh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Big Pat McAvee. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping 
and 365-day returns. Oh, Nelly. Um, Nelly? Nelly. No, Rafa no one's Yes, I would have Nelly versus Park McAfee. Park could get a good match out of Nelly. He probably could, actually. Yeah. That's a sad thing. Special guest referee, Nelly Furtado. <laughs> All the Nellies. Special enforcer, Nelly the Elephant. That's what I was going to say. I don't know any more Nellies. <laughs> 2011 Michael Cole, specifically. Oh, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes. oh okay. That's nice. And uh, versus Taz with a Michael Cole on a top of a ladder match <laughs> when he gets custody. Uh, Okada. Kenny Omega or Tanahashi. I can't decide between the two. I don't know what to do. <laughs> Switchblade Jay White. Oh. Because <laughs> he Ooh. says his name different to everyone else in the world. That's right. Uh, I'd say Captain New Japan. Captain New Japan. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Really good work. Uh, Roman Reigns. The other Shield Boys oh. in a big triple threat. Yeah. Brock Lesnar. No, no, so... no. Yes. Boo. Run it round once more. Uh, or if it's like the end of Roman's career and he's paying his, he's passing the torch, Solo Sokoa, I guess. Yes. I agree with that. Or if you're not around Nakamura, that one match we never got. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Danhausen. Matthew Gregg. His best friend. <laughs> oh, thank you. Hook. I kill him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I love you. <laughs> 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 Tony Knees. <laughs> the Young Bucks. I mean, each other in a singles match. The Hardy Boys. Oh, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> Been done. Uh, oh yeah, who could they take on? Oh, but who would win in a singles match? Nick, Matt. Oh, I don't think he's any. Who would win the singles match? Cast and vote. Who do you say, Matt? Well, I just prefer Matt. Nick. Okay. What you picking the draw? No, I'm picking Nick. The, be- the better God, one. Lad. The better one. The more charismatic one. Oh. Charismatic enigma. Nick Jackson. Nick Jackson. <laughs> yes, as his famous nickname goes. Andre Chase. <gasps> oh, he get bodied by Bodie. Love Bodie. Sounds so good. I'll it? go for a four-way between Andre Chase, Joe Gacy, Von Wagner, and Tony D'Angelo. The four pillars. The four pillars. Mm. Four pillars. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, I mean, after the events of this week, I'm going to say Giovanni. <laughs> mm. God, might be retiring early than he thought. Christian Cage. Edge. Jungle Boy. Uh, someone's dad. Just anyone's dad. Any dad. Okay. Oh, interesting little tidbit here from Meltzer saying there was conversations with Mauro Ranallo potentially joining AEW a little while he ago. He would fit well, although not in the same booth as Excalibur because they'd just be too, just be too yeah, much. That's, yeah, that's like putting two magnets of the same thing together. Just It'd be like each other. finals of a chess tournament. Very nice. Just trying to catch all the curses. <laughs> I can tell, yeah. Charlotte Flair. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd watch those. The other horsewomen, I guess, in a four way. Andrade Ellie, though. Mm. <laughs> if not the four lasses, yeah. Uh, Asuka, and then with Charlotte losing to make up for the fact that she should never have beaten him. Yeah, she shouldn't have. And then finally, the best to last, come Tuesday. Has he actually put that? Yeah. Um, us three. <laughs> in, a, in a gauntlet match. That's fair. Because me, because I feel like I'm the most reluctant to slag off the big man. Then you, and finally Ross at the end. Yes. Yeah. With yeah. Richard doing a run-in as well. 
Richard loves Come Tuesday. Mm. Do you like Come Tuesday, Dan? No, no, no. That's a spirit. <laughs> just, just in case you didn't hear that, he said, yep, anything with come in the title. That's my kind of editor. <laughs> uh, I'll go for that Oliver Cromwell. Oh, yes. To, to take him down finally. Because she does have control over him, to be fair. Yeah. You saw in the, the brawl with Solo last week, all she did was put a hand on the tit. His tit. And he stopped fighting. That's the signal. Well, then, Matthew, uh, who's, who's fighting come to Joe Gacy. Oh. Okay. Just to have the, the best match in the history of NXT 2.0. The podcast gets me to and from work every Friday and Saturday. So thank you for all the great content. Where? Especially you and Pop, oh, especially you, Puppet Jack. Here's to your continued success. Nadine from New York. And oh, you're my favorite person in the world, Nadine. It says in brackets after New York, I'm walking in. Oh, awesome. Thank you very much. Thank you, Nadine from New York. I'll write that down. If you have any Reese's pieces of your own or even a wrist piss, you can send them to mailbag at collect.com. Just make sure you put it in the header. Mm. Up the better. It's Cultaholics. The question. Ah. Mm. Oh. What a lovely little podcast we've had. And it's time for just a little bit more before we go on to the big question. Let's say a big shout out to our producers, Reno2200. Hey. Yeah, yeah, Reno. Noah Anderson. Anderson. Get Nick, in. Nick Robbie. Go Robbie. on the Robbie. And a new patron, ooh, ooh. Buddy. Buddy. Hey, buddy. Thank you very much. Thanks, buddy. Thank you for all the lovely people. If you'd like to be executive producer, you can, of course. I go to patreon.com forward slash coldaholic. But for now, the big question. With the report the insider news that talks inside the company to be they're not as happy as they should be they build up to SummerSlam With their own card the card that's Summer a good yeah. thing you want to hear leading in this uh, big show that yeah. they're doing that was via WrestleVotes on Twitter like WrestleVotes oh no so we thought it's not that bad there's must be way worse than this at SummerSlam's right so our big question is what was the worst SummerSlam moment I have one to kick us off if oh, we want. Oh, go right ahead. 95, Mabel versus Diesel. That's a good pick. Well, I don't know what, what, what there is new to say about that, yeah. but it was just one of those main events where it didn't feel like a big main event, and it also was a stinker of a match as well. Yeah. Uh, the pay-per-view itself sadly gets overshadowed by that. Does it? the same one we had, Razor, HBK, ah. out of match two. Um, one, two, three, Kid versus Akushi, I think. Mm. Brett does something. Probably good. <laughs> they still like every SummerSlam card at the top of my head, but you know, the heat. Uh, yeah, so it's a good show. But yeah, it's just like, let's push new stars. That's a great idea. Mabel. Oh. Okay. Uh, um, so yes, that's to kick to kick us off nicely. That's a good though. way to start off. My pick, kick us off. SummerSlam 2010. The Nexus. The whole thing us. Oh. Uh, almost. Because the all the eggs were put in the basket. That was the main event. They left the rest of the card very short. Ziggler took on Covey Kingston, which the IC title ended in seven minutes. No contest. Mm. Lena defeated Alicia Fox in five minutes, 20 for the Divas Championship. Big Show defeated the Straight Edge Society in a handicap match, which is CM Punk, Joseph Mercury, and Luke Gallows. Oh, of course, Joseph, Joseph Mercury. Joseph Mercury. Randy Orton defeated Sheamus in the last chance match to reach the title. I don't remember this. If anyone interfered in the match, they would have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, that's 1855 great Kane versus Mysterio you know what that card is as bad as I remember it being but then 
the seven on seven elimination tag team match. Team WWE. Oh. Which was John Cena, John Morrison. John Cena. R Truth. John Cena. Edge. John Cena. Chris Jericho. And John Cena. The surprising return of Daniel Bryan. Mm. Oh, and also Bret Hart. <laughs> Taking on the Nexus. In the match that the Nexus lost when they really, really should have won. With John Cena making a heroic comeback. He I got DDT on, on the floor, didn't he? And there was two on one. Yeah. yeah. And then I think Cena, Cena said on... No, sorry, big pardon. Edge had a podcast. I was on someone else's podcast, maybe Jericho's, where he said Cena came back backstage oh. and went, I think that was the wrong decision. Sorry about that. Well, then, and I agree. Apparently, completely killed him. I think Wade, maybe it was with Kenny inside the ropes plug. Um, he was saying that they were going to win up until the day of oh. or around, and then things they got, changed. They got told like around the ring when everyone's hanging out or oh. something. Yeah. And Cena went, doesn't work for me, brother. Mm. And yeah, they, they carried on with the gimmick. But as far as I'm concerned, like, you know, you must join the Nexus Cena and all that stuff. And it was just like, it, it, it's dead, mate. It's he dead. was beating them up in hotel rooms after that. Yeah. Ambushing them. Yeah. No. Juan Cena making his debut. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, killed it. But luckily, most of the people that end up are right. Barra, Otunga, Gabriel, Heath Slater, Darren Young, Michael Tarver, and no one else. Uh, no, really have really good careers. <laughs> Ross? What about you, Ross? Uh, even though I enjoyed the Leslie Nielsen part, oh. Undertaker, Undertaker. Uh... Classic. You know, they never really explained who or what the other Undertaker was. It was Ted DiBiase's Undertaker. Yeah, but they never said that yet, but... They, they said, no, no, that is The Undertaker. Ted DiBiase. And then, obviously, the real one came back. So it's like, all right, so who's that? Is it a guy who thinks he's The Undertaker? Is the clone of The Undertaker? It's one he got off Wish. Yeah, it is. Ted DiBiase has just bought one, right? Yeah, there's there's loads of Undertakers walking around the streets looking for work. Is that 1994? Four. Yeah. God, the new generation here had some rough. Because I went for 95. Yeah. I went for 94. Ooh. It's a shame they could have just ended it with just Leslie Nielsen Park, because that was fun backstage. Him on the hunt for The Undertaker. Good. Good stuff. Great stuff. Yeah. I can see why you like NXT 2.0. Good stuff. <laughs> a little bit of theater me. Yeah. Anything more recent? Yes. Go on. And it was a great match as well, which is why I was sad the way it ended. Yeah, yeah. That was John Stewart in 2015. <laughs> costing oh, John God. Cena. Because yeah. I wanted Rollins to win that match. He was my favorite wrestler in 2015. He was yeah. amazing. I think it was the match with the white gear. It was, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And it was for all the belts. And I'm glad that Seth had both the belts and he was cool with both the belts and stuff, but the fact that Jon Stewart cost Cena the match was weird. <gasps> Huge news oh, as well. Yeah. Oh, my God. Clark Connors will challenge uh, Davey Richards for the MLW National Open Weight Championship. Oh, okay. We've caught the case. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and Jon Stewart had a reason behind it as well, if you can remember. Yeah, um, Rick Flair, yeah, right? He, didn't, he was a big yeah. Rick Flair fan and he didn't want Cena to, yeah. Oh, so that's another one. Even oh, also, um, the match was great. All right, last Lashley retaining. Oh, sorry. I thought you were going to bring some more news in. No, no. Lashley retaining against Goldberg at 2021. And then, uh, due to, was it Goldberg's son interfering? Oh, aye. Oh, yeah. Goldberg's like, I can't believe you put your hands on my kids. And I was like, your kid got in the ring. He jumped on his back as well. Yeah, so Bobby your kid jumped on Lashley's back. Yeah, yeah. your, your kid deserved be, that kick. They were beating his dad down after the match. Yeah, and crowd cheering his kid <laughs> getting beat up. Yes. Actually, you know what? So that was one of the greatest moments. There's a, a hypothetical worst moment that we almost saw. It was, it was, was it SummerSlam 2004 when Undertaker was with JBL and he had the limo in the aisle? Oh, that's right. And apparently the fan tried yeah. to climb on the top of the ladder where obviously they had the gimmick roof. Oh. Yeah. That was a potential one that we could have seen. That's what I think. About. What if that fan did get on the roof and he fell through? 
What would have happened? I want to Much know. laughter. <laughs> as far as divisive moments. Oh, no. There's nothing there, Jack. As far as divisive moments. <laughs> the I, don't, I don't think it would be considered the worst one, but it must have been confusing at the time. Can't quite remember. But when Lesnar shoot battered Orton, but it wasn't ah, a shoot. But Jericho right. thought it was a shoot. Ha ha. A silly man. Yeah, because everyone told him backstage. But I think in hindsight, that was probably quite good, actually. Quite effective. Yeah, it was weird when they were 20 years in the making. It's like, like that's not true. But <laughs> that match, it was, it felt like the a The build big deal. was weird. Yeah. I remember the build was just that Orton would show up and RKO Lesnar would run away. Yeah. And then finally got battered. Yeah. Uh, I think we've covered the worst uh, of the worst. The most uh, infamous. That time that damn Triple H hit Shawn Michaels in the back with a sledgehammer. Oh. That evil bastard. It's one of the worst oh, moments ever. I agree. Deplorable. The only thing worse than that was SummerSlam 03. Goldberg oh, not yeah. winning. Oh, yes. Wow, we often hear that complaint nowadays, do we? <laughs> but uh, yeah. Wow, those are some bad SummerSlam moments. Mm. What are yours? I think SummerSlam is one of those events where it's more remembered for its good moments. It's more celebrated. Yeah. Especially in England. Wait. Wait. Mm. Uh, right well that was the British Bulldog theme playing which means it's time for us to leave uh, Jack what have you got for us to keep keep it there keep people oh, I can't talk sorry Just do, Jack do something I'm not sure when it's going out but I have a video on the true story of the original summer of punk coming out at some point on the channel Richard's been editing it um, so look forward to that and uh, I stream every Wednesday on Twitch with Owen uh, called Dollar FC Ashton. and sometimes Ashton called Dollar <laughs> FC up the faves but the faves are doing mediocre at the minute so yeah thank you just Lovely. stuff from me you'll see a couple of videos just stuff we happening. do have our <laughs> um, stuff is happening the video we recorded yesterday is going out on Monday that so Ross mentioned is. at the start of the podcast oh yes the half year cult you said yes. the half year Ooh. Uh, so you'll get the vote on the wrestler of the year next Tuesday come Tuesday you will be able to vote for the rest of the year next week we'll have all the build up to SummerSlam and that as well all that content Absolutely, yeah mm. we'll speed ahead for that uh, the Cult Olic classic Smackdown review with me and Tom turns on Saturday uh, I was on the arcade pit for Giant Bomb with Dan Riker and his lovely people there well lovely yeah plug in Ooh. that uh, there is a new Botchmania out it's probably down by the time you listen to this so don't <laughs> worry about it if you missed it ah your fault for blinking Four. The Hall of Fame, stop it. Uh, votes, you can go to patreon.com forward slash call the holic. And for any questions, mailbags, theories, equations, we're send our way. Mailbag at callaholic.com. Thank you very much for listening. Now we're going to have a quick think about what we're going to say and then look at the screen. I don't know, I'm going to say. And say it. Do you know yeah. what you're going to say? Jim Ross's quote. That's great. On the count of three, we will naturally, without even talking to each other, point at the screen and say the thing. One, two, three. I'm a, I'm, a bitch. Bitch. I'm a 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 bitch. Great. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Cultaholic.